Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode eight of D's Spaces. You're about to listen to part two of a conversation with D's and the fractional team. If you haven't listened to part one, you'll want to before listening to this, as otherwise you might be a little lost. As always, please make sure to subscribe to Spotify and iTunes to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Without further ado, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. And also working with other wallets and, and people like that to not only have this on our site, but on other sites. But some of the stuff where I think there's still a lot of room to grow, but um, I'm very pleased with how, how it's come out so far. And I would also love to hear other people's feedback on all of that too, of different things like as you as you kind of are getting into doing this and like, you know, if you, if you do collect some stuff on the site and you have particular feedback as to what would make you feel more excited about it or less excited about it, uh, definitely would love to, to hear that feedback in, in Discord or something so we can act appropriately. Is Justin still around? When are we going to get a Twin Flames fractionalized, Justin? I, I know he said in the Discord to wait these, but I, I, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I think we should fractionalize the Twin Flames. I think we forced Justin to fractionalize it ASAP, and if he doesn't, then we can do it. Oh, he's not in here. Wait, damn it. I thought he would hear that. Um, he I, won't, I won't. Uh, I, I, t- I had a call with him last night. Um, there's potentially some cool stuff that he that he wants to do. So give, give him a little bit of time. Let's... Uh, Oh no, we're we're we're, let's, let's we're big more. fans of Justin. We're going to be patient. Uh, we're, I just am giving, oh, I, giving I him a hard time. I know, I know it all comes from a good place. <laughs> oh, it looks like uh, Fubar just put up a ringer that I think is, or maybe it's not that new, but it's a new to me. Uh, it looks. Pretty badass. I think this is a rare ringer. I don't know. Has anyone looked at this yet that knows more about art blocks? Than Can we talk about Vincent out? Van Doe? What would, I wouldn't uh, be surprised. I would love to talk to that. I'm just wondering if Akira put their uh, singularity up, how much the reserve price on that would be. Dude, the singularities are flying, especially with the upcoming sort of part two series. I think, I think singularities are going to pump even harder when the the next Hideki Min happens. I totally agree. I can't work with also, uh, shit, this um, this ringer that Fubar put up is very legit. Yeah, I got hey. Fubar on. Hey, everybody. Oh, uh, hey. How's it Pretty going, Pretty good. Very, very cool platform launch. Awesome job, Andy. Um, and, and Samurai, you. if you're in here. Um, yeah, that's my... Just to- tossed up the ringer. I'm trying to decide... So it's a six by six, one of only three in existence. Um, well, there was a bug in the original code that wasn't even supposed to generate things like these. So there are only three. Looks like this is the only one that's ever gone on the open market. Um, so I'm trying. I'm trying to decide if I like make a Uniswap pool for the fractional tokens or not. I think it would be a cool way to let people buy in, but I'm also scared about losing control of this. So. You could just put a very small amount available. Like, um, what what do you think the fair market value of the ringer is, or like what um, value would you want to take a percent out of it at? Like, yeah, it's tough to. I mean, it's 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 tough to say. I'd say probably around one hundred ETH. Um, People have been, I don't know, Vincent Van Doe has been buying a bunch of, like, black background ringers for 50 or so. And those ones have, <clears throat> are significantly more common. 
Um, it's just a question of like, I put it up for an insane, an insane price or something. Somebody buys one token. I get like a hundredth of an ETH or something. And yeah, they, they overpaid at that price, but also now I'm not able to, I'm not able to redeem my ringer at all. Like I can, I can never get it back without triggering a buyout. So I'm worried that if I don't have yeah, it's definitely to scary. buy out myself, then I won't be able to get it back. So one thing, yeah, it, it, that's one of the challenges <clears throat> is basically how do you uh, how do you get to basically come to terms with the fact that it might be locked up for a long time and maybe you can't get mm-hmm. it back. Um, one of the things I'm excited about is, and I, I tweeted about this a little bit, is um, party bid, which people may or may not have seen. Um, and so they're like, I'm going to work with them to hopefully set up a a bidding contract that supports fractional. And so like basically what you could do is say you, you owned 75% of that ringer and you wanted to uh, try to get it out. What you could do is you could work with a group of people to, to party bid and buy it out. And then that group, if it was a group of people you all knew, you could coordinate some type of like aftermarket sales to uh, redeem that that newly fractionalized version of the ringer. So the way party bid works is it it participates in an auction, and then once the auction is finalized, um, all of the uh, they they then fractionalize the NFT that has been won at auction, and they distribute the fractional uh, NFT fractions to all the ETH contributors. Mm-hmm. And so you could like it would be a little it'd be a little weird that <laughs> you could basically get a group of like five friends together and party bid, buy out your own NFT and then like give them the, uh, the Ethereum after the fact to, to get your NFT back. Yeah. Um, or you just find a, find a whale friend to get, get Beanie Maxi to buy it out for you and tell them you'll pay. My understanding of how the, how the reserve price and auctions work is when, when somebody triggers a buyout, um, the thing is getting bought, but people who, cause they've met the reserve price, but people who, are holding or currently holding fractions and aren't willing to sell at that price, they have the option to essentially buy in at the new price and maintain their stake. Is that right? Uh, no, that is actually incorrect. So basically once, once a buyout is triggered, the NFT is going to be released. Okay. So it's going to be unfractionalized uh, and, and unwrapped. Regardless. Yeah. So essentially like once you, um, once you get to the point of, hey, this thing is now being fractionalized, um, it's it's going in, or it, it's once it's being bought out, it, it is going to be um, going to be unwrapped and sent to the winner's wallet. And so, if if you found yourself in a place where, so say you were a fractional holder and you weren't satisfied with that buyout price, um, you should increase your reserve price. That, that would okay. be the, the but, solution. But there. essentially, and, and if, if you, as, as you know, someone, if, if you, you can, can only increase the reserve price before someone triggers it. Once it once it gets triggered, yes, it's it's a goner. You've lost it. Yeah. Once so actually, once it gets triggered, it is like literally impossible to increase the reserve price. Yeah. More. So, um, yeah, really, really sweet mechanics, by the way. Like the whole problem with fractionalization is you end up losing. You end up losing the underlying. Like you, you, you stick yeah. you stick a punk into NFTX, and then somebody buys 0.01 punk, and then loses their keys, and now there's there's like an off by one error, and one punk will be stuck in that pool forever. 
So really, really impressed with the mechanics there. Um, Thank you. It was a, it was a very large focus. So <laughs> what I was trying to figure out is the, the party, the party bid, the party option. Is that on the site? I'm not seeing it in the UI. No, it's actually, it's a totally different um, project. Oh, I, okay. I can let, let me share. They, they should be launching soon. I, uh, I will, I will try to not leak too much here about, you know, also I'm, 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 you know, decently active in yeah. in party bid. Um, but I mean, is, they, they, they have their contracts public on GitHub, so. Um, yeah, I'm going to try to share it in the spaces and try not to be too much of a noob here. Um, Andy, would you ever put up your uh, Lirona? Uh, I would think about it. Um, I cannot figure out how to share it. How do I? Maybe that's your Lirona is probably my favorite one I've ever seen, Andy. I'm not gonna lie. Oh wow! But, uh, like, I just know, like, I'm very happy I'm to have huge it. Huge in the colors, and I just like the color like layout of your Lirona. Yeah, it, it's really cool. I um I would be the thing that I would do. Um, but I would probably want to have another one first. Um, oh, here we go. I figured out how to share it. I think I shared it now. Uh, and mostly because I um, I just really like them, and I wanted to. I like I I you know as much as I think fractional stuff is also cool. I, it all, you know it also is nice to own stuff yourself. That's how um, I, I like. I'm just getting into collecting, but that's how I feel about my cat. Because like I was just an artist before, and I bought my cat, and now like I'm getting offers on my cat, and I'm like I don't want to sell it. I like it. Like I yeah. love having. Like, yeah, it's obviously way different comparing from like a Lirona cat. There are editions of yeah, Lirona. Also that, is... Like I, I have like a, yeah, there a are. dream one that I really like, and but like I could, I could even see like a pool of uh, unfractional of like the ones that have all the editions of like a hundred or fifty or whatever that is. I feel like that would do well. I think I pull on the trick. Oh, fuck, dude! I literally. <laughs> I'm literally staring at Amazon Prime and looking at it's my friend's birthday this weekend, buying us matching samurai swords or <laughs> buying into X copy and I'm trying to decide. I don't know, bro. I, I feel like <laughs> there's, one, there's one correct decision there and you know which one. X copy all the way. No, sir. <laughs> How good a friend I'm is this go, person? Alright, I gotta link my wallet. I'm gonna be there's like seventy there. tokens left of a thousand right now. Okay, I'm there was 170 15 minutes ago. Not to not to give you financial advice or make you FOMO or anything. I'm just letting you know. What if X copy one of one's been going for on the non-fractional market? Super, super um, the cheapest on super rare is like 130 or something like that. I think I checked yesterday because I, I yeah, and it's like a it was one created specifically for COVID relief, I believe, or something like that. Um, I, I noticed as I was reading about it that there was some some logic around stuff being donated to charity. Uh, one, a couple sold over the last couple of days for, I think one went for 175 Ethereum. Um, I also have some knowledge of some private sales I won't talk to specifically, but in in that general range as well. Um, but yeah, over 100 Ethereum for sure. Mm-hmm. So I have, a, I have a question about the reserve price. The whole like de- decentralized price setting is pretty neat. When that weight 
that is that weighted by um, percentage ownership? Yes. And how does it? Um, there, there are caps of like has to be one within the one fifth of current price and max of five x the current price. Yeah, uh, I think we we launched with even tighter oh, gotcha. um, restrictions. It's it's half and two x. I believe is the current uh, yeah current restrictions. I guess these could could you iteratively like set your set set your set your price? I guess the lowest the lowest you could set it is zero, and then all right. Anyways, technical question. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll so no, we can we can get into some game theory. The game theory is kind of fun, uh -huh. uh, and it's definitely I would say it's not perfect. Uh, in a, I will just preface immediately in a perfect world, we use a median as opposed to a mean. Um, it is significantly more technically complex to calculate a median on chain than it is a mean. Um, and so for our kind of MVP version, but we cared more about getting to market and doing all that. It, it, the trade-offs were okay, in my opinion, uh, for the mean, what you, so the way that it works is you can't set your reserve price to less than half or more than two X of everyone, but your own reserve price. And so what you could theoretically do is like between two separate wallets, like continue to up your reserve price or lower your reserve price over time. Mm -hmm. um, I generally, I think it, it would basically just be a waste of gas. So if you're lowering the reserve price, that would basically be because you wanted to try to trigger a buyout, but it was too low of a, or too high of a reserve price for you to do mm -hmm. it. But it's a seven day auction. And so like, if you're basically spending a bunch of gas hoping that no one else wants to bid on this exact same auction, and if someone else does want to bid up to that reserve price, once the kind of the auction has been triggered, maybe another token holder who has a much larger percentage of the supply and is happy to, to pay a higher reserve price, um, you're you're making some bets there where you basically just lose out on the Ethereum and like the gas fees. Uh, should you should you do that? So I, I think it like doesn't really make sense to unless uh, you just like. I, I honestly don't, I don't really know what the case would be where you want to do that. And the, the other side of it would basically be if you wanted to continuously raise the reserve price. And that would be essentially only to grief the the system and like try to not let the, the piece be for sale. Um, but if you were to do that, like someone could essentially just do the exact same thing back down if it was a valuable enough piece that people cared about. Um, it just like that doesn't really make very much sense. You would have to just be doing it explicitly to be a pain in the ass and make someone else match the amount of gas you were spending. Yeah. To do the same thing, uh, it just like doesn't totally make sense to do. Um, and so I'm optimistic that it, that that won't be something that we have to deal with. But in the long term, moving to a median is just like a more fair voting structure, anyways. Um, so it's it's current it's currently but the like, mean, but would shift will shift to the median. Yeah, ideally. Um, and it's still, you know, there's, there's maybe some versions where we don't shift to a median, where maybe potentially something I've been thinking about is instead of instead of letting the reserve price be any number, maybe when you create the, when you fractionalize the NFT right at the start, you set an absolute maximum reserve price. So say, say you are, you're fractionalizing a punk and you want to set the reserve, like the the initial reserve price to 100 Ethereum, and maybe you set the absolute maximum reserve price to 500 Ethereum. Then no one, no matter what, could ever have a reserve price higher than 500 Ethereum. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and so while that like 
doesn't sound that important right now. What it also could allow for would basically be uh, you could set something up. So since we have a quorum of 50% to be able to actually like have the PSP for sale, the other version of a potential griefing vector is to own more than 50% and just not set a reserve price. And so what you could do is make it so and make it in the system so that if you own or if you you can always trigger a buyout at the maximum reserve price, no matter how many people are voting or anything, just like that is a basically a buy it now price that always exists. Um, and so, it you know, it should be inordinately high and it would generally be like a more last resort style situation. But that's one thing I've been thinking about. Um, but at the end of the day, it's going to probably take a lot more research and seeing how people interact with the system right now and what they like and don't like before we kind of start building out this next version. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it seems like there would be, um, yeah, yeah, very interesting stuff. Um, apparently, Anonymous just sold out that X copy. Like, not the reserve was triggered, but he's out of tokens that he wants to uh, provide liquidity with. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna release a hundred more. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. Shit. So, these quick question for really you. Cool. Looks because it looks like the art blocks curated set is also running low on Uniswap liquidity. Is there a good way? Is there a good alternative analytics place to see the liquidity pockets? On Uniswap v3, the anal their page isn't loading the new pools for some reason. Probably a caching issue. Yeah, I'm having that same issue actually. With uh, I, th I think it, it must be the graph. Whenever Uniswap isn't working, I just blame the graph. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not sure actually. Okay. Let me uh, yeah, let me ping around to a few people, but I'm also truth, noticing that. It would be, it would be nice to see new launches. Agreed. That actually would be really smart to try to figure that out. Um, I've been very happy in general, though, with the just the the slippage and stuff on V3 as people are doing things. It seems like it's, uh, you know, this, I feel like this is a really, really valid use case for these more concentrated liquidity pools. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited I mean, that I'm, it seems to be going well so I've far. I've been impressed with how little, the, I, I don't know, both happy and sad. The price has moved very little even with the massive demand, at least for the art blocks curated, which is awesome. So many people can get in. Also, it's just not what I'm used to. Yeah, it, it was something that, you know, as Deez and I set up that, it was very intentional. It's like, I, I wanted to make sure everyone was able to get in and be excited about this and collect this thing. I don't, I don't really, I wasn't doing it to try to make money selling art blocks curated mm -hmm. uh, NFT fractions. And so I think, you know, realistically, someone who is doing this with a more entrepreneurial mindset could probably make a significantly wider range limit order and probably make some more Ethereum along the way. Um, and that would, that would then have a larger price impact, but we just, we set our bands really tight. And so there wasn't, you know, you could, you could spend a lot of, a lot of Ethereum before you started impacting the price very much. Yeah. I just made my second band a little wider just for that reason, because, um, I basically didn't really expect the first set of 5,000 tokens we put up to sell out that quick. So now that I only have, uh, I don't even know, I think I had 3,800 left, I put another 1,800 in with a, a wider band going up to still under the reserve, 
but also like closer to the reserve and not just extremely concentrated at the floor like we did originally. Can you can you like talk about what that means? Because I don't know shit about DeFi. So, so like what is the band and what does it represent and what's the impact of of changing that those values? Yeah, so you can set a minimum price and a maximum price. And what that lets you do is you could choose a minimum and maximum price that are really close together. So like Andy and I, I think when we set it up, ours had like a 6% spread between the minimum and the max price. And we set the minimum price to be um, 0.015, which there's 10,000 tokens. So that would say like a curated art block set is 150 Ethereum floor. And we knew that based off of our rough calculations in the morning that a curated set was actually 155 Ethereum. So like if people bought into this, as soon as we listed it, they were actually getting a curated set, um, you know, cheaper than market value would say it was worth. But by having the minimum and maximum, you can concentrate it so that we only had to provide ABC123 token, not Ethereum. And we had it so concentrated that people could keep buying into it without us having to put up like a lot of our own liquidity, if that makes sense. Tropo, the first thing I would do is if you're wondering how this works, this is, is first read read the Uniswap V2 blog that explains X times Y equals K and like essentially the, the curve for that. And then yeah. go and, and once you understand the X times Y equals K equation and how it has like price implications on, on token swaps, then read the Uniswap V3 blog, which explains like the the uh, specific liquidity ranges that you can set. Thanks. I will do those things. Yeah, I don't know if you um, have checked out the quick guide Andy made, but he put the values we used for yeah. our initial LP in there. Um, yeah, that was that was helpful for me because I don't know. I just wanted to do it. And I don't know shit about any of this stuff. So, like like I said earlier, I just wanted to, to actually go through with the process. I think this and, is, like, the perfect this is like the perfect use case to, like, learn how it works, honestly. Yeah. It's good, too. Like, in your case, you did the one ape. Um, what I would try to do is make sure that the whatever amount, I forget how much you chose. Did you choose, like, the number of the ape or something, like 70, 600, something? <laughs> I did, yeah. So... When you provide the liquidity, in my mind, you want to make sure that you're providing it at a total price that's cheaper than the buyout price, because then why would anyone buy out your ape if you're providing, like, why would anyone, I mean, buy your tokens when they could just buy out the ape for a lower valuation? So, like, that's what you have to think about when you're pricing your LP is what's the lowest offer I would take for any mm -hmm. ownership in my ape and then you know you can have it scale up to the reserve or a little under the reserve so that people can actually fill up and maybe buy buy it out before the um auction gets started but you have a lot of options as a curator as to what you want to do specifically like you could sell otc chunks of five or ten percent of that ape to like your friends um there's nothing that even says you need to use uniswap to do it yeah i i I would like to have some kind of like, uh, like the guide you have is great now for like technically how to how to do it, but just things of that nature, like how should I price this? You know, like just giving guidelines for that would be great. 
pretty much yeah, what maybe that's, that's a good idea <laughs> maybe just for us to add a quick way of thinking about it is you want to you know start your total um estimated value of the fractionalized vault under what you think the buyout is going to be or people aren't going to be too enticed to buy the actual tokens <laughs> yeah <laughs> One one more question. It looks like the live swap functionality, which is really neat having that directly integrated, that's using Matcha. So or using zero X. Does that mean it, it can yeah. route through any pools? You could set up a pool on sushi, it doesn't have to be uni v three. You do sushi balancer, whatever you want, and fractional art front end will pick that up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We uh I thought that was yeah kind of a pretty That's sweet really thing nice. to be able to do where we were originally looking at you know either just wrapping uniswap or wrapping sushi and we were like wait why do we do that let's just let's just support everything and i you know kind of goes back to our feelings around how opinionated we don't want to be around all this stuff and just let people make really cool things and and let them do whatever they want and you know what would be really cool that. if if people package like a bunch of different um like of one project into one fractional uh pool and then stack those on top of each other in a balancer pool so that it would like like you could you could basically set it so that there was eight different curated art blocks projects with separate pools but then you could combine them in the balancer pool and get like a equally weighted liquidity pool of, of a bunch of different projects uh that is something i'm extremely interested in and uh i have i would love to uh advise invest help someone build it would kind of be like a, a set protocol almost but for these fractional nfts and, and the collecting of them i think they probably would need some some different logic as far as how they would rebalance and stuff comparatively depending um because they're a little less liquid it's not like those other secondary markets for them but i totally agree uh i i think one of the things i'm really excited about with with fractional nfts in general is uh, the potential to not necessarily need to have, uh, you know, some massive basket of NFTs in order for them to be tradable and and, and liquid, uh, and then instead creating, like you're saying, balancer pools and all these cool ways to create more uh, more robust uh, baskets and, and indexes, kind of. Yeah, it would be like a it would be like an index fund of the different curated art blocks projects that rebalance itself. So that you had equal exposure and you got paid to provide liquidity to that. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be really sick. Hey, Andy. Diamond Hands, how are you doing, man? Sorry, go ahead, Easy. No, I just said, how are you doing, man? Nice having you here. I know you were thinking about uh, fractionalizing your finance. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, appreciate you letting me up here. Um, just had a couple quick questions. I was curious of uh, the legal implications behind securities regulations be, uh, behind fractionalizing an NFT. Yeah, I, I'll talk about this a little bit. It's not a super exciting answer, so I apologize in advance for anyone who wants you know, a ton of legal clarity that we don't have. But um, we've been actively talking to several different like securities lawyers and different law firms and, and our law firm that we've been paying to help with all of our like company setup and everything. Um, there's extremely little guidance around all of this. Um, 
there's because there are some some pretty non-trivial differences between fractionalized real-world assets that you would buy on, say, Masterworks or Rally Road or Otis than there is to a fractionalized NFT. Primarily, the uh, the, the biggest thing is there's no longer for the fractionalized NFT there's no dependence on an, on an exterior third party to uh, to ever reconstitute the NFT, and so that's one of like the largest gray areas with with the legal guidance and where you know there i think you can make a really solid case that a fractionalized nft is not uh the same as a as a fractionalized real world asset no no llc is custodying the asset it's not um you know there doesn't need to be insurance on it or anything it's just in a smart contract so that's really the the biggest thing that you know as we've been talking with lawyers and stuff we're, we're trying to figure out and then also it's not like these these fractional nfts don't have uh, revenue streams or, or or flows of asset like cash or anything um, that would that would make them a security in that way, and so we we really don't have a great answer. We're taking it very seriously and and trying to find find the right answer, but it's going to be hard until we get more guidance from larger regulatory bodies. Um, the way I'm kind of thinking about it right now is it feels a lot like making a a ERC-20 token in, in 2017. And probably if you do some really crazy, egregious stuff or some some sleazy stuff, you'll get uh, get hit by the SEC. And maybe if you don't, you won't, but we still, who knows? And it's, you kind of have to be pretty relatively risk-on to have it be something that you want to do. Um, but at the end of the day, we really don't know. And so just trying to take it seriously and like talk to all the right people to figure it yeah, out no, absolutely the uh the private industry and the nft and crypto community moves much much faster than the government and regulators so uh, i know there's not a whole lot of guidance because we're moving much faster than what the government can move at um so appreciate your response uh, another question that i had was about the security of the asset in the vault so i was reading your, your guys's uh little intro faq uh and i i noticed that uh if you want to fractionalize an NFT, we, we put it in a, in a vault, so to speak, and then it goes from there. Just curious how that's uh, maintained and, and secured. Yeah, so all of our smart contracts are um, totally decentralized and non-upgradable. And so when you fractionalize an NFT, we deploy what we call a vault and we transfer the nft into that vault and at that point there are you know there are two ways that the nft could ever come out one would be if someone owned 100 percent of the total supply of the fractional tokens and then you could burn those and withdraw the nft and the other would be a buyout which uh, you know is the mechanism we've been talking about previously about where you know we have a reserve price and someone can come in and set you set a buyout of say like 200 ethereum someone can deposit 200 ethereum and start an auction and then at the end of that auction it can be redeemed those are the only two ways that they can that the nft can ever be withdrawn um and so as long as the smart contracts work which you know we've, we've had a lot of eyes on it thankfully and um we've paid people a lot of money to to, to try to make sure that they work uh i seem everything seems to be good so far that they they should be secure in, inside of their smart contract Perfect. And then uh, probably the last question that I have for you. Uh, so something like Fidenza, right? Uh, 
fairly new drop. You know, a lot of momentum behind it. Uh, it's a new a new NFT. You know, and my opinion is that the Fidenza market is going to continue continue to expand. And so, uh, say so to speak, I was to fractionalize uh, this Fidenza that I'm rocking as my my profile pick right now. Uh, but I didn't want to completely fractionalize yeah. 100% of it. Say I maybe want to test the market and fractionalize 20%. Uh, how is that done, and, and is that possible? Yeah, well, so uh, you always, if you want to fractionalize it, you have to fractionalize 100% in so much as you deposit the NFT. You can only deposit a full NFT, obviously. Um, so you deposit the NFT into a vault, and you get back ownership tokens. Um, but all that to say, we don't care about what you do with those tokens once you do fractionalize it. So you could say you say you fractionalize it with 100 tokens, just for sake of simplicity, and you only wanted to sell 5% of them. And you just made an OTC deal with someone who you knew who wanted 5%. You could hold on to 95%, and that's totally fine. And so then you would still, you know, theoretically have 95% of the the upside of that NFT because you would own 95% of the fractional tokens. Um, so yeah, so you can really test the waters however you'd like. And you can, as we were talking about before with Uniswap V3, you can set up pretty robust like bonding curves of your limit orders. And so maybe, you know, you, you, what, what's kind of interesting is you could set up a, a pools where as the price of Fidenzas are increasing, you maybe are selling more a larger percentage of your of your nft fractions um to kind of go along with that market different things like that but uh we as a protocol like the, the smart contracts don't care what you do with the tokens i hope that makes sense Are we still here? Did the space die? No, we're still here. There's okay. other, uh, I got I got the notification I couldn't add someone to stage and then like everyone showed up as spinning and connecting. And then I got the DC message. So I never really know what to trust in this app. I just assume that we're all here even <laughs> though it says Rudy thing. Deez, I can jump off for a minute. Yeah, I What's can up, also- Chris? You want if you need spots, yeah, I'll jump off. For a I got a dip, guys, too. I, I Jeez, it's always a pleasure, dude. With an eighth avatar. Thanks for stopping by, Michael. Appreciate it. Yeah, of it, course. Guys. Andy, congrats again on the on on the launch. Um, let's uh let's connect sometime. Awesome. Congrats. Yeah. On, uh, thanks. Appreciate the X copy, Michael. Huh. Yeah, I'm very very happy yeah. with that. Some of the best Ethereum I've ever spent. No no question. See you later, guys. He has to add more liquidity. That's just crazy. It's like. I know. He's been talking about it in go. Punk's chat all day, and people are just eating it up. And it's like, there's clearly a demand for a fractionalized ownership of a 200 Ethereum X copy. Like, you don't... It's just like... Yeah. Well, it's also really cool. It's really cool to, that he spoke with X copy about it and, like, you know, gave him 10% to, to cover the secondary, like, the royalties and that, like, has his he has his buy-in and uh, I think that that makes such a big difference too. That was a like knowing super, that he's excited about yeah, it. Yeah, that was a super classy thing to do by anonymous to just yeah. tell 
X copy ahead of time. Hey, this is what we plan to do. Hey, I know you're not going to get your super rare um, royalty, but what I'm going to do is give you 10% of this vault and you can do with it as you wish. Like that's the right way to do it. Honestly, I, I would encourage anybody who's fractionalizing a one-on-one from an artist to, to go about it that way, because I think that's the way to do it. Is there a way that like when you set up that fractional vault that you can, like when the auction gets triggered, like uh, give that royalty out? Like, Not right now. Right now you would have to fractionalize the one-on-one and then take the percent of the total amount of tokens that you generate and then send that you know, through your own transaction to the uh, artist. So I bought one token of five eyes. And my question is like, is there, is there any way you can see like the monetary value assigned to that or the ETH value assigned to your one token? Uh, so in theory, you should be able to um, with different like wallets and stuff like Zapper and all of that. It should, it should potentially show up um, right now. I think it, it isn't really um, what you can do. If you really want to go in and look, what you can do is basically go to Uniswap and say, Hey, if I want to sell one five eyes token, how much Ethereum would I get back for it? Uh, I believe there might be like uh, actually no liquidity in the, in the pool right now because everyone bought so much. Um, so maybe, maybe I'll add some liquidity. <laughs> Okay, so you would you would look at it kind of through the Uniswap pool to see like what the tokens are worth in the pool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That that's the like you know if all else fails, the best way to ever for for a token that's trading on chain, the best way to ever find the price is to see what Uniswap would quote you, like for for a trade or for providing liquidity. That um, that's going to give you a very accurate accurate price not not including slippage or that kind of stuff. andy i have a question for you um so i'm like i'm looking i'm sitting here and like obviously i'm just getting into collecting and trading and uh that sort of stuff and i'm trying to decide if i want to buy into this x copy when he adds more um assets to the x copy to be purchased is there a way to be notified like do you guys have like like an email list or something that like you can get notifications to see like if a new asset is like sold out or like that sort of thing. That's a really good idea. Uh, right now. No, yeah, I think one of the things that we definitely want to continue to like toy with and figure out is what, what does it look like? What do our kind of like bells and whistles on top of this entire protocol look like? And that's definitely one of them is some type of alert systems for either, you know, uh, large changes in reserve price for assets that you own fractions of or uh, maybe a buyout happening or yeah like a, a large change in liquidity for for an nft that you're watching or something like that yeah um, it would be i think those are all really good ideas i, I mean you're um i think you said his name was samurai the guy who designed your ui like i think putting yeah. in just like like uh, like being able to flag a post and then get notifications on that would be so sick and just like useful for people that are like, like kind of sitting to see like if they're ready to buy or not. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. That's smart. I will. We're definitely uh, 
we're going to learn a, a shit ton over the next over the next couple of weeks as we kind of let this thing sit and, and play out a little bit. Um, and hopefully we can make a lot of that experience significantly nicer for people. Yeah, we have a lot of good requests and feedback coming into the Discord already too, plus the stuff we kind of copied over from other channels back into the Slack to keep track of. Like, Definitely a lot of great suggestions, and um, I'm really excited you know, to see what else comes up over the next couple of weeks while we're building this. Yeah. <clears throat> I just added some, some liquidity to, to Five Eyes, so I think people can... I'm so pissed. I got so sidetracked that I didn't even buy any. I was supposed to buy some from him OTC, but I said I was going to wait until the launch went live because I didn't want people to think like, oh, look, they're, you know, doing OTC with the founding team. Like, I just wanted to buy it, and then I forgot, now it's sold out. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy. There's 82 unique holders of it. And so I think one of the coolest things is, you know, so there's a thousand tokens in total and we're already at uh out after anonymix and x copy there's already 700 that are out like of the of the thousand in total 700 are uh kind of out in the wild out from being released which is really really That's cool. awesome we're at 157 holders of abc123 and um, that would be, let's see, between you, me, and the LP, that means like 55% is out in the wild right now. Yeah. Which is crazy. I'm not even, I'm, I'm only the fifth largest holder now. I've been deserved very quickly. <laughs> that's the thing too, like, that's why I changed my LP on the second one. I still wanted to hold some of this. Like, I didn't want to uh, sell all of it on the <laughs> yeah, first same. day. <laughs> So I was like, all right, well, let me Same. make this second LP like just a little wider on this range. Maybe not a 5% range. Yeah. But it's interesting you look at these holders like Bat Soup, Foobar. Uh, sorry, I know, is Foobar still on stage? Oh, he isn't. It's like a lot of these names are familiar going down the list, so it's cool to see people I know buying the fractional shares too. Yeah, for or sure. Fractional uh, tokens. Oh, it looks like Louie, who's in here, put up a, a sup duck. We need some liquidity, Louie. I'll buy a sup duck. That one's sick. I might just buy it out. Test me. I was actually I was thinking about trying to get one of the like the one of one sup ducks to to be on here, but that would have been. I was too late. If we could have got uh, Banks before he traded it to put up the bubble duck. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, right. I, There'll be many more weird things. Was Louie the person in chat? Yeah, he was. The one asking about setting up the dock. I see it. Yeah. Louie's awesome. I met him in Paris. He's a cool guy. Oh, nice. Yeah. One of the things that, one of the ones on here that I think is really interesting, and it looks like there's liquidity for it now. I'm going to have to check this out. Is the, uh, the Sea of Joy from. Uh, oh, Beanie. Yeah, from Beanie. That's up on... It looks like he added some liquidity now. He he was asking me how to set up his pool. I'm interested to see what he actually went with because... <laughs> he put he put 1.8% in the liquidity pool. On 
<laughs> he told me that's he was oh, the most speedy thing ever. <laughs> that's that's hey guys, to uh, do it. I got a question. Is uh, the ABC one two three? Did someone uh, remove the liquidity from that? Looks like it's zero total value lock now. Not should be no. Uh, so twenty two. You can see. Yeah, you you can see on here that the Uniswap pool holds twenty two and a half percent of the tokens. Um, I think a lot of it is out of range of the price, um, but also I think the graph is struggling right oh, now, I, so you can't I actually see happen. anything. I have to adjust the range too because the range fell a little bit. So the liquidity I have in a big block is actually out of range by like a very small percent right now. Yeah, well, I mean, we need to find a better tool to be able to like manage these ranges. Um, I just, I honestly didn't expect people to to buy as much as they did. Oh wait, mine's so... already in range. I. Yeah, and I, I think it's, I, I think it's just that Uniswap's uh, UI is struggling there. Yeah, yeah. I just was gonna say I refreshed it. My max is fifty-seven ABC. One, two, three per ETH, and it's currently at 56, so we should be fine. Yeah. It's great, though, how easy it is to not have to put up half the Ethereum value of the, the tokens. Like, that's just a game changer for anybody spinning up these LPs. Yeah, totally. It's, uh, it's definitely really valuable. It, it makes the user experience there so much nicer. Yeah, it looks like my, my pool's in range as well. I think it's just Uniswap is struggling a little bit right now. Like when I go and look at my at my pool, the liquidity and like unclaimed fees and stuff don't have any prices on them. I think something's not working well with like their price oracles and what I think comes from the graph. So I think that's struggling a little bit. That's a question we keep getting a lot of people go to the vault page and they go to swap and then they're like, all right, how much um like i guess when they enter their ethereum they're not doing the the math on the total supply times the cost of one token to figure out the market cap so their first question to us in discord is like what's the market cap of the thing i'm buying in the lp um <laughs> i don't want to get scammed yeah. and i'm like just quickly do the math for now but eventually i'm sure we'll have a um indicator on the swap screen or something that gives a rough estimate yeah, with uh, kind of, you know, in, in messing around with this a lot more now on mainnet, it's very clear that we need to have a little bit more information there as far as what does it mean to be buying. I, I almost, I think it could be really valuable to show at any given time. So since we know the total supply, if say, you know, if you're paying one Ethereum for 4.49 five eyes like you would right now, what is that? What is like the implied valuation of the full NFT at that purchase? I think that would be really valuable. And so it would just be, you know, uh, four point or the total supply of a thousand divided by 4.49. And that would be like the implied valuation at that point, which is, I'm curious what it is right now. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So it's like 222 Ethereum right now is the current. That sounds right because uh, he just upped it by valuation. 10%. I think he was expecting the demand for what he provided to go so fast. So good problems to have for sure.
I don't know if you noticed, but your uh, scam transaction got immortalized by Aya Punk. Beautiful. Oh, I yeah, what happened with stupid. that? What What the fuck did you Dude, do? I'm an idiot. I'm sitting I here in space. And these gave a scammer money in the same exact second. I know. So, I, I saw. I saw the tweet, but like, how? Did you how? see the chat log? Like, just look at the chat no. log. It's under the tweet. Dude, these you did, you didn't mint it. Someone else did. Yeah, I guess so. Someone thought you're you're famous now, bro. Someone jumped on that. Do, Andy, did you see people are voting the reserve price of the art blocks up? It's up to two twenty two now. So like. <laughs> I, I did see that. It's, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I was, I was wondering it. why all of the curateds were just like consistently getting bids, and now it's it's because of you fuckers. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I just I just keep Is getting emails. Of Vincent Van Doe spending millions of dollars. Well, that that might be one thing. Yo, that is the best fucking avatar name. Dude, I was just about to say that my favorite part about the NFT community is that, like, people like Beanie and Dee's and Vincent Van Doe control, like, the world. It, it's, there no, in no other place could these names just be hilarious and still be, like, the shot callers. Like, I'm I mean, tops, I, had a, I had, like, a real-ass conversation with Ball is Life today about sobriety, and I don't even, I only know him as his Ball is Life. But he's he's a friend. Well, of ball me. is indeed life, though. Yeah, it is all his life. Yo, I just I just ordered um, I just ordered this like legacy Sixers thing, and it has like it has like six discs, and one of the discs is just all Iverson. So I'm just gonna go back and watch all of the Iverson highlights and just get really hyped up. I'm pretty excited you, about it. You throw some D8 in that equation, you got yourself a good night, dude. Lee, yeah. you uh, you cop you cop Joey's uh one of his photog nfts that i that i covet bro just would be my grail of his collection 1000 ETH, sir fuck i mean that's I fair swear. no that's that's fair that's reasonable honestly that's not fud anything less is fud yeah that's one of my favorite pieces <laughs> and i'm like so happy to see you guys fighting over it i don't know why no nah, dude what i, I would i like i love that the subway station looks like a like extra dimensional dragon to me. Dude, yes. It does look like that. It's so I'll be fucking weird. Guys, lit. so when I took that photo, I was high as balls on mushrooms. And um, also when I edited the photo, and uh, I uh, basically, like, this girl had broken up with me. She was the TikTok star that I mentioned in the other stream the other night when I was pretending to be buttered about it. But yeah, I was dating this TikTok star. And she broke my heart. And then that train station was the train station right outside our apartment. So, like, I I went to, like, the place that, like, I kind of used to meet up with her when we were first doing it. It's, like, it was kind of like a token of my heartbreak. So that that was shot, like, um, three and a half years ago. So that one's been... I like how it says, uh, it says tired on it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I went in and painted that in in Photoshop. That's sick. Yeah, all the so any of the graffiti, anything like that says something in my images. What I do is I just source images of like um, graffiti on the type of surfaces. Like uh, one of my first big NFT sales was my piece that says, "I feel like I never had a chance in graffiti," 
And a lot of like my fans in the city were like, we're going to Chicago Station. We're like, the graffiti's not on the wall here. I was like, no, I just spent 15 hours painting it in, fucking just painstakingly, just over and over and over. I literally like went down to like, literally just staring at pictures of graffiti painted on tile for hours and looking how like how it drips and then like no- noticing how like graffiti artists when they're doing a really quick tag because i wanted it to seem realistic because i used to write graffiti as well they go back over it really fast but kind of farther out to like just add some shading so i kind of like i use like a real graffiti technique with like the painting of the image and then um and then, like, purposely just to, like, upset the viewer, I cropped the image so you can't see the entire, I feel, I never feel like I had a chance. So it really feels like you're staring at, like, someone just expressing their emotions on the wall of a subway station. So, like, that's, like, that's the vibe I went with. But the, the kind of groundwork was laid uh, in that piece that you guys both really like. Um, and, like, writing tired on the windows. And I got, like, really infatuated with, like, hiding things within my photos like little things for people to find like street signs being changed Easter eggs. yeah like easter eggs um and expressing myself through them but yeah the tired was like was one and i remember like so the first time i ever sold a print of that it, i sold it for like 20 dollars. like that's how broke i was back back in the day and then um i never sold another piece of it because my mentor told me that it was one of my better pieces and that it would be worth something one day so i never sold anything uh, of it until i listed it as an nft and now you guys are fighting over it and now i feel like it was worth sitting on it and no we're not fighting over it. it's mine <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah it's uh it's it's cool sorry to these i keep getting you off track of the fractional stuff that's part of that no it's all good it's no, I appreciate hearing that too as well, Joey. Uh, Andy and DZ, I'm so sorry, man. I, I had five bars, but for some reason, Andy, you completely just stopped. Uh, uh, no, I think the entire space is shit the bed. I don't think it was just you. Um, but yeah, just going back to my original question. So say I want to fractionalize this this Fidenza that I got here. and uh, I don't want to fractionize all of it. I, I got the part that uh, I do have to fractionalize the whole thing, but I, I was thinking there's some caveats and some workarounds. So if you wouldn't mind kind of rehashing what you, I know you'd already explained, uh, that'd be really appreciated. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm try to, I'll try to do it quicker this time. But <clears throat> basically, you know, when you fractionalize an NFT, you have to fractionalize the entire thing because you can only send an entire NFT. But then from there, uh, you know, we, we don't care about and the, our smart contracts do not care about what you do with it afterwards. So you can you can only sell 10% of it. You can sell none of it and give some to a friend. You can sell 100% of it. We don't, it's not we're not really opinionated about that. So you know the idea of fractionalizing 20% would basically be fractionalizing it and then selling 20% and keeping the other 80% for yourself or something along those lines. Yeah, it's definitely uh, something I'm extremely interested in. So, uh, you know, I think I would like to move forward. So I think I may have sent you a DM earlier today, Andy. So if you want to, whenever whenever you have time or DZ, uh, help me along this path, uh, that'd be great. Awesome. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll hit you up in a little bit. I uh, need to 
do one or two things, and then I have about probably several hundred Telegram, Twitter, and Discord DMs. <laughs> Dude, I'm the DMs fly are crazy right now. I just start going through the Twitter backlog, and I'm like, oh man. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah, brutal. no, no rush, guys. I I know you guys are busy, so just whenever you get around to it, you know. And, I, and I'm not like I got to do this today either, so uh, it's it's no rush. I uh, awesome. I was gonna say I disabled my DMs on Discord, so what happened today will never happen to me again. <laughs> That's smart. If someone yeah. wants to DM me, they'll have to send me a friend request, and it'll be mildly annoying, but fuck it. Yeah, it's probably worth it. Also, just a friendly reminder that Stoner Cats release in six minutes. Oh yeah, and then there's uh, I don't know if anyone's Vogu uh... later on tonight. The like robotic spaceship. I don't know if anyone's privy to that, but I'll probably mint some there too. I'm gonna try to. No, I don't that. think I'm familiar. I'm gonna try to go as heavy as I can on that, but I I I suspect it's gonna be difficult to process multiple transactions. Honestly. They yeah, have, I think I'm gonna uh, wait for secondary on Vogus. See, they have. I've never seen this uh, for anything other than maybe V Friends, which is like very different, I think, categorically than these projects. But uh, they've got seven thousand plus people in their Discord right now, and they've only got seven. what is the name Vogu? of this? Vogu, V O G U, and uh, they look sick. They look animated, uh, which is which could be a big deal, and uh, they also. I, I mean, I don't know if this is good or bad, but depending on how you look at a project and why you're buying it, the the reveal is not for two days. So that whole FOMO pre-reveal situation is going to get heavy, I assume. I, I It's one of those things I could see the floor, like, you know, easily 3, 4Xing the mint price before the reveal, right? Probably depends how quickly they sell out, right? Another, another, I don't know if you're big believers in like the synchronicity of the universe and whatnot, but I am. And, uh, my, my childhood best friend just doxed me through that, like, and DM'd me and was like, bro, are you like the guy's galaxy from blah, 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 like our fucking elementary school, you know? And I was like, dude, get the fuck out of here. And it's crazy. Like he, he, he must, he, he had his, like, he had a picture up that I recognized from something that he, a project that he used to have. So I knew who it was as soon as he said that. But like, I didn't even know he was into NFTs or anything like that. No, I haven't talked to him in years, you know? Um, so that was fucking, for me, that was a sign. I was like, holy shit, I'm going, I'm going heavy on these if I can. That's really funny. That's awesome. Dude, he was so fucking hyped. He was like, bro, like, he like sent me a pic of his kid. He like just had a baby, you know? <laughs> he was like, dude, but like, fuck that. I'm just like really pumped to talk to someone about NFTs. Like, I don't have anyone to talk to about fucking NFTs, man. This is so sick. Like, can I call you later? I was like, bro, hell yeah. You gotta get on bro. spaces. That's what I told him. I said, bro, I live in Discord. You gotta, you gotta get the DZ spaces fucking ASAP, man. Come chill. All right, wait. I, I can't find the stupid Vogu shit. What do, what do I search on Twitter to find this? Uh, V-O-G-U underscore. Uh, and maybe I can try to pin the... Um... No, I think there's something in front of the Vogu. It's like something underscore Vogu. Because we were, we were talking about this last night. Um, it's Oh, yeah, it's the underscore Vogu.
Oh yeah, I saw these somewhere. These are they sick. look really sick, and man, there's just so many fucking. I just pinned it. Oh yeah, cool. There you go. Somebody who knows how to use the tech. I'm not that guy. Not that guy, pal. I'm not that guy. He's not that guy. <laughs> not that guy. Oh god. Wait. So, what are people's thoughts about Vitalik being a voiced character or voicing a character in Stoner Cats? I feel like people have to have strong feelings about this. Disappointing. I actually love it. I don't think it's a big deal. I, like, I think it's like cool. Big, what what are the Stoner Cats? Are, is, is this the Ashton Kutcher thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. I had a feeling. I wonder if he helped that, with honestly, their contract like, at all. This cartoon series is probably going to be somewhat either blockchain or Ethereum educational. So, like, I, I'm i kind of pro it. I'm, I'm excited to see what it ends up being and looking like. Seth MacFarlane. I'm pro yeah. that idea. Yeah. I'm definitely pro like, that. Like in my idea, too. like in my eyes, this might bring blockchain Ethereum education to the masses in like a weird and funky way. I don't know if that's what it actually will be, but based on the cast, based on like something that they've hinted at, like I have a feeling that they're going to try to at least you know attempt that, especially given like the platform too that they're doing it on. Are you? Yeah, I also I'm, I'm confident that he would not do this if it was just like a money grab. Because, you know, they're trying to make, like, what, $20 million or some crazy amount of money? 11 million. Absolutely. So, like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's a reason why he's doing it. I'm just it. like, he's a billionaire. He's not going to do that. Exactly. Yeah. I'm yeah. just, what if the reason he's doing it is because he wants to fucking rug them from the inside? And he was so, <laughs> he was so disgusted by the idea that Dude, they invited oh him in. And he was God, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll, come, I'll come do that with you. And he's going to fucking blow it up for us. <laughs> and I think the... The people that are the most excited about it are like people outside the NFT space, and the people that are least excited about it are the people that are like inside the NFT space, at least from what I can see. We just don't need a WeWork situation, Mr. Action Kutcher, or whatever the fuck your name actually is. So are people yeah. buying yeah, well, there's a There's a whole discussion we had there, Lee, whether Ashton Kutcher's name is actually Ashton Wait, can't we mint them like right now in one minute? <laughs> I think so. I, it says unreleased. Still. I feel like, you know, I stayed away from, I, I didn't get be friends and I live to regret that, you know? I think it's in 30 minutes, Andy. It says 2 p.m. Pacific. Yeah, 30 minutes. Yeah, it's in th- that 2 p.m. Pacific what, 30 was minutes 30 ago. minutes. Yeah, ago. they're like, I gotta be honest though, 0.35 is like really fucking steep for something at over 13,000. Like, that's that's heavy. It's an intense it's 0. 0.35 yeah. per cat? 0.35. Bro, get the fuck out of here. That's a little much. Yeah, that's like, it's a little high. And yeah, all these problems are stones, dude. I can get my cat stoned easily. Like right now, for free. I'm stoned. <laughs> I mean, they, they probably also realize that, like, even though 0.35 is steep, they're going to sell out because they're just going to sell out for sure. Yeah. They're looking at fucking me, bitch, doing two and a half. And they're like, ah, oh, fuck it. 0.35. Yeah, but except that in that scenario, they actually had a successful project called uh, CryptoPunks. Nah, I don't know. They had like, a successful life called Ashton Kutcher and Milo Kunis. They did that. Yeah, Ashton Kutcher. Is he, is he like successful in investing or, or yeah, is he a schemer? Did you see the show Punked, bro? Yeah, Kutcher is for sure successful. Punk was a horrible show, and you know. Why was he so close to Adam Newman then? Adam Newman probably is a cool dude to hang out with at one point in time. Well, yeah, I mean, he definitely likes Coke a lot. About Adam Newman like that, okay? Maybe um, if you were like that, you'd like Coke a lot too, Lee. <laughs> so at 0.35, 
you know, after mint and reveal, right? Can the floor withstand a point three five? I don't know. Uh, it's hard, it's hard to say what this ends up being, right? Like, I'm I'm in the line of belief that, like, once again, if Vitalik's signing on, if other folks are signing on, like, that it potentially isn't just a cash grab and that there's a larger vision here that we're just not aware of at this point in time. But, like, specifically Vitalik joining this project signals to me that there's something larger here. Like, he's not the kind of person that's willing to put his name or his reputation up for grabs by any means from anyone right so like it, there's got to be something here that we're just not I mean, aware it, of at this point. it seems like it seems like he's just using this uh opportunity to just educate people about ethereum which is a brilliant move on his part honestly I, this also just confirms that vitalik likes the cats and we like the cats so that is true i didn't think about it like that good point so are they are they all unique cats does anyone know I think no one has any idea. Yeah, there's, no one has, there's only like wait, I've six only cats. seen five cats. Yeah. Who? So who's minting? I'm definitely gonna mint. Uh, I feel bad about it. I don't. I don't want to do it, but uh, I'm doing it. Kind of in the same way that I bought the Hearst NFT. I'm if I didn't this. give your ugly twin eight ETH, I would mint this, but I'm going to skip this one. And... <laughs> he took one too many L's today, so he's got to move on. Yo, all right, I, I, it was like I had this profound that, happiness. I sold a light variant um, construction token for like 20 Ethereum to Vincent Van Do, so I was like profoundly happy, and then I went ahead and gave eight of that to, to fake Andy. Because I was like, oh, shit, Andy's going to call and needs help with his OTC deal. Like, not even thinking, like, about anything other than just, like, oh, yeah, this is normal. Yo, Deez, what if that was just Van Do getting some of his money back? It could have been Van Do. Does anyone know and him? I, like, can we get him up here or what? He's recycling it back in. I'm afraid to, like, post my art blocks that I love even at, like, crazy prices because of what he's doing right now. Like, I have such a sick unigrid. And I, just I sneak kinda... up on you? He'll just I, I sneak up on you and like snipe it. Eve, and I'm afraid he'll fucking buy it. I'm That's why I that he's been today. in here as somebody else. I'm convinced he's been in here as somebody else. It's D's. Yeah. It's obviously okay. D's. <laughs> it's just D's the whole time. D's is just going around buying his own pieces and then handing out money to himself. Yeah, he's just D's is fake Andy. How about that? Blow your fucking mind. We're all yeah. fake Andy. We're all fake Andy. Yeah, Dee's did all of that. We're all just the same. Didn't person. actually lose We're it. All, no, fake. it's like it was for our entertainment. It was an ama- It was like an episode of a TV show. You know, fake Andy was just a scheme. Everyone that's on stage has been in on fake Andy this whole time. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm like down with the stoner cats. I've been like researching stoner cats all weekend, and like. <laughs> diving deep so to answer the question about like are they unique uh kind of they're like the different characters but then they have uh you know traits so it's like head and left arm and right arm and eyes expression uh things like that and there's 500 unique traits they say so there's so, like five base models and, and then they six categories things. yeah okay so like so the most so it's just polymorphs, but with cats, but like worse. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I, I mean, like I think if you get some kind of sick uh, Vitalik, 
cat like that's going to be the the grail pretty much and i think that's probably what everybody's minting for i can't imagine it's for any other part of this project well there's We're a minting for vitalik um, there's a claimable movie poster to all holders that's that's the 50% of the roadmap marker <laughs> uh why is that fifty percent again? What movie poster? They'll release a movie poster NFT, claimable by every token holder. Hey, they changed this. Uh, they changed this roadmap recently. It's uh, signed by Ashton Kutcher and his real name. So at at seventy <laughs> at seventy percent sold, at which point that they'll have raised you know seven and a half million dollars. Then their roadmap item is they're going to select 20 people who are going to get a physical, like, signed thing. That's generous. A collectible. It's and a... they're going to look pretty neat. There's also supposed to be this animation DAO if they're all bought. That'll make you know, a new thing every three years. You know what's insane is the the 75% sold is we'll start work on season, on completing season one. So like, what does that mean? Like, it, like <laughs> it, it, what if they don't, I mean, they'll obviously sell out, but like their plan was like, Oh, we only raised 8 million. Sorry. We're not doing it. You know? Well, so before it was 50% and at 50%, um, they would, they would finish the season and release like three to five more episodes. It said, well, now that they brought on Chris rock, they gotta, they gotta pay big money, you know. They gotta push that thing. So now we need more sellout to get seven episodes, because it was fifty before, fifty percent. I bet they're delayed because they're trying to get like friends or someone set up with a wallet to mint, and they're like, "Oh shoot, yet." Mila, Mila can't figure out how to push the contract through. You know, she insisted on doing it herself. This is like. Just- <laughs> This is just an episode of Pranked by Ashton Kutcher. He's playing it on the entire trip. <laughs> the entire time. It's just like, yeah, it's just like <laughs> that would actually be really like, weird. That would be awesome. so meta, bro. It's just gonna this be actually makes the most sense. Getting Vitalik in on it, too. That'd be amazing. Yeah, this is definitely the most video. highly likely scenario. Yo, what's up? It's Ashton Kutcher. Not my real name, by the way. And uh, you all just spent ETH on nothing. Sweet. That's See like later. the first episode of the, the DAO as well. Take my money. But weirdly, if he did that, then the NFTs would actually then be valuable. So then it wouldn't be nothing because they'd become like a meme NFT. Genius. Yeah, it's super genius. genius. Someone get Ash on the line. Can we get him in here? See, the fact that none of them, that's my only fear for them. The only thing that makes me feel like they maybe are not going to make it. No, we don't want him in here. Let's get Mila in here. Yeah, that's fact. We want want 100%. He has more of a, a... Um, up only for Mila. Yeah, up only for Mila. We like the ladies. Yeah, and to the, just the thought of Ashton Kutcher and Mila kind of sitting around their kitchen table right now, trying to set up wallets and like having no idea what's going on. Uh, that just I don't know. That's entertaining me for the moment. No way. I don't see any uh, updates or anything across their social media. Their Discord is weirdly not named Stoner Cats. It's named like big head egg gang or some shit i don't know what that's all about so not not boner cats i don't know what the fuck that's about. it's not a good sign honestly dude i'm in boner cats too they won't stop sending me things in the mail (laughs) 
All right, I gotta go help Allie make some dinner. It's but that time. This of has the been day a lot of fun. Already. I can't believe Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we were gonna only go till five, and now it's five forty, and here we are. Yep. Trucking along. I'm hungry too. Well, enjoy yeah. dinner. Who knows? Maybe right, this yeah, space thanks. will still be over there. Yeah, I mean that'd be a little ridiculous, but at this point, who knows? But Today if it's not. Thanks everyone day, for. I think I might just need to leave it open until yeah. I go to bed. Yeah. These, you, you can't yeah, leave we us gotta, We gotta leave it open man. until I sell some of these fucking art blocks. Let's just keep, you know, we like the art blocks. Come on, guys. Buy my shit. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Uh, that Joey the photographer guy, it, I might take up a piece from him. Yeah, I heard they're pretty Lee, what, what pieces do you have, Lee? What are you uh, looking at off uh, of? I have some watercolors for sale that are pretty dope. I basically picked, like, all the ones with circles. Um... And then I have a fermenti for sale because I want to get one that has circles instead of the one that I have. Um, yeah. I'm a circle guy. Are you in a liquidity crunch, Lee? Uh, well, I, I would like to buy some uh, photographer's pieces. Uh. Up only, baby. All right, I just tweeted at Ashton. See if he, see if he comes in. <laughs> if he knows what's good for him, he'll get in here. He's probably not busy. No, they're about. They're <laughs> yeah, about he's probably to be, not doing anything. No, he's about. He's he's probably eagerly awaiting to fuck so many people out of money right now, and then just. Does anyone know them. like the the dev team that worked on Stoner Cats at all? I think it's just. Wait, there's a dev team. Vitalik. Ashton. I was like, is it Vitalik? <laughs> the website's really not good, and their social media presence and even like their Discord is like not set up well. It's surprising that with an ask this large and with names that you would think would be very concerned about their reputation, not just in this space but like and everything that they because eleven million dollars is not a lot of money. So I mean, to them, I mean, so. Why? Why would anyone mint one of these at this point? I've I haven't heard a single thing that, may, apart from the fact that Vitalik's involved and maybe Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> I mean, I think Jeff makes some good points. Honestly, if if it becomes like a big TV show and is educational and is real and is good, I mean, Seth MacFarlane being part of the project is he's 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 a genius level writer in his own right. I mean, he's involved creatively. Uh, it could be a great show. It could be a big deal. There could be. Benefits to the holders. People aren't yeah. really talking about yeah. Seth MacFarlane. That that's I, big. I can't imagine any of these celebrities are willing to just openly chill and like potentially destroy their career over a cash grab opportunity. Like they don't need whatever they're getting paid, right, to be in this. So like, I'd have to imagine whatever it is they are doing is something that's going to be potentially big. I mean, true, but they're involved in tons of projects that don't see the light of day or. Or, or yeah. have you know crappy launches, and then just they use PR to push it down and move on to the next thing or whatever. You know, they, to say that they wouldn't, you know, risk damaging their reputation. We just don't know about the things that haven't haven't gone very well. I would imagine. I'm just guessing. And like, let's be honest. Like, it, like Alex said, we don't know. Like Seth MacFarlane, yeah, is like a genius level writer, but I haven't seen a project from Seth MacFarlane that I've loved in like five years. Yeah. He definitely had his time. 
Yeah, the real life shit that he's tried to segue into isn't uh, doesn't work quite as well for him, and he's really become too rich, I think, to be his own writer at Family Guy anymore. But it's still it's still capable of those things, you know. Still in there, that doesn't go away. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Man, I loved Chris Rock in the Bill Murray Holiday Special. Such an underrated little movie. I didn't even see that get advertised. It's a very Murray Christmas. It's on Netflix. It's like it's the dumbest premise, but it's a. Uh, I started watching it every year now. I didn't watch any Christmas movies this year, like as a choice, as a lifestyle choice. If someone wins a Vitalik cat, stoner cat, let's get them on fresh. Yeah. Shameless <laughs> plug. Immediately listed. Fuck, somebody's gonna buy a Vitalik cat for like a hundred ETH later today. I really, really <laughs> feel bad for that person. I think anyone. Do, do not feel bad for that person because that person has like fucking 5,000 ETH. What if, what if they just have surprised. 100 ETH and they're just all in on this bet? Dude, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they love like that 70 show. Uh, yeah. today. They're like, it's just a guy sitting in a room of that 70 show, like, memorabilia. And he's like, with all <laughs> his like, assets, fuck it. All I'm his gonna... are, like, props right. from the I'm, I'm going to try to go all in on Vogus, but I don't think I'm going to get through more than, like, three transactions before they sell out. What's the mid price? It's point oh seven. Right. It's like point oh seven seven for yep. seven thousand seven 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 of them. But there's fucking seven thousand five hundred people in their Discord. So like if everyone processes one transaction, that's it. Not that that's what's gonna happen. I'm sure they're not all gonna, but I mean a few thousand people are probably. Is there yeah, like an interesting roadmap there? Like what's I mean, I see that they look kind of cool. For me, it's but... for me, it's mostly about the art. Like they just passed the vibe test for me. As soon as I saw them on Twitter, I was like, "Holy fuck!" Okay, I'm not gonna miss that. I don't know what that is or when it is. It just, I mean, it just so happens it's in two days, but still. So I I agree. Like, but the thing, the only problem I see with like profile picture wise is that there's so much detail in these that it's gonna be impossible to to discern with like the shit Twitter uh, compression. So That's like. True. That's like the only not negative I can see with it. I, I, I agree, but I think that like right now in Discord, you can set your PFP to be a GIF, and that it doesn't work perfectly yet. Like it only like if you're the last speaker or if like someone scrolls over your icon, they can see it moving. But I mean, I'm sure they'll update that soon. And Twitter is making a big push for NFTs, and I have to assume that they're going to create an animated PFP situation soon too. And at that point, this is. T- To my knowledge, one of the first that I've seen real animated PFPs, like there were some Kongs that were animated and, and there's some other stuff that, that had versions of it. This is like the first series I've seen where across the board there's seems to be an animation effect on everything. And to me, that I mean that's that could be revolutionary in its own right. Uh, Twitter used to have it so you could have uh, GIFs as your AVI, um, but then they took it off because it was like causing problems. But I think they're bringing it back in sometime in the future. Dude, that's going to be the the 10K Avatar PFP renaissance when that happens. Yeah, for sure. Every Avatar rebooted <laughs> in animation form. <laughs> Remastered. Also increase the value of the X copies. 
Yeah, you can start using them as your avatar. Holy shit, yeah, your one of one F copy would be... Yeah, dude, it would be off. Wow. Yeah, fucking A. Wow. That... I just, I'm about to get high. I'm surprised I didn't. I, that, I, that happened before I got high. I'm getting high right now, so there you go. The vibe dude, if you have an X copy as your your profile picture, like, I feel like those can, like, lead people to be prone to seizures. Some of them. They're, they're absolutely wild. I mean... <laughs> There's that, yeah. the, it's crazy you mentioned that because when I was uh, doing my internship, they actually talked to us about curation and like curating for people with like epileptic seizures and stuff like that. So it is kind of weird. There's a lot of artists that would probably set some people off though. I definitely used a animated Discord profile picture for a couple of years before I owned a punk that definitely would have set off some people, but it never did. My, uh, or if it my... did, I didn't hear about it. <laughs> it's, weird. It's, it's weird that art curators have to like think about that. I mean, same with like, I mean, same with like events that put on fireworks and any sort of flashing thing. But especially with like um, the Museum of Contemporary Art in Chicago, a lot of their exhibits are like there's warnings on the like, like a lot of like the theater exhibits. There's warnings on the walls. Like hey, flashing lights in here. That's scary. As an artist, that would be like the ultimate way to go down is accidentally killing someone with your exhibit. You go down and <laughs> <laughs> or a katana, either one. <laughs> yeah, or katana. I wonder if there's like an actual liability in that as an artist. Absolutely. Yeah. What a katana? Like carrying. Well, not with you? the katana. No, the katana is not written into the contract, but. Like, if you were to, like, like, like at least with photography, the second that I press the button, I have copyright ownership over the photo unless there's a contract that says otherwise. So if the artworks were unsold and I were to show them, then I, I would be legally liable if something happened to someone because of my artworks. So would the museum, but, like, the museum probably has... Uh, they're ass covered with the contract that you sign when you buy a ticket. Which brings me to my next NFT, which is just a video of a flashbang going off in 4K. So that one's been pretty sick. Did you have any more photos that you shot on shrooms? Because... Um, yes, I do. Um, uh, I don't know if you have anything that you haven't minted yet, but I'm looking. I, do. Dude, I, I wasn't even I, near the I, phone I, when you said that, but that was hilarious. It, uh, I would love, guy, for you to have this piece I shot on. I shot and edited it on shrooms. It's actually a. I'm. It's it's notable because Zach Fox, the comedian, who's like one of my favorite comedians, he followed me because of this tweet or this piece of artwork. But um, I'll send it to you. Yeah, if, if you want this, to it, I'll mint it. At this point, I pretty much only, I, I think I need to collect a piece of, of yours that you made on shrooms now that I know that's an option. That's, yeah, I do that a lot. I, I will, um, I'll go, like, I spend a lot of time, as of recently. Bro, you, I, should, you should put the drug that you were on in the metadata. That would be fucking incredible. And then, you, and then you could sort, you could what? sort by, like, which drug, and, like, you could, you could have, like, the gallery of each one. Oh, my God, dude. I'm gonna fucking... I'm going to take mushrooms one time before I do a space and just like, and not tell anyone. Uh, it's going to be one of your spaces, Lee. 
Uh, these, <laughs> oh God! These I, I, I feel like I'm already on thin ice from the crossbow talk with Deez's spaces. So um, <laughs> I think we might get kicked off Twitter yeah, after that one. Yeah, but um, no, yeah, guy, I have a piece. It's like I, so I did mushrooms and I found this car and I was like, obsessed with the car. I probably shot like 300 photos of this car and then I went home and took another 3.5 milligrams and um. I edited it so the paint on the car was like dripping off. So it was like literally like dripping in color. I'll send it to you. Please do. Also, the fact that you're adding the spray paint is a pretty ridiculous thing that, uh, I mean, you should, if it's not in like the descriptions, you should add it because that's pretty amazing then. Yeah, I, but I, it's one of those things that I kind of want, like, only the collectors that, like... That's cool, too. That's cool, too. Yeah, like, for them to be, like, in on it. Um, That's lit, too. But, yeah, no, I like I like experimenting with psychedelics when I shoot. Um, I shot a lot of uh, myself on mushrooms because I, I don't really consider mushrooms a drug. I go through a lot of my creative blocks on mushrooms. Uh, like, I shot my Genesis on mushrooms, uh, which is probably the most complicated shoot of my life. It was like I I literally built a wooden ramp to drive a car up on for my Genesis, uh, so I could light the subject with the headlights because I didn't have expensive lights, but I did have on the house I was staying in, which was kind of like a bando, uh, had a, a deck that was just torn up. So I literally built like a ramp and then drove my ex girlfriend's car up on the ramp and then put diffusers over the headlights and lit it like that because I timed it perfectly so it was like literally the photo is is two seconds after the street lights come on so i timed yeah, it just yeah, as the, yeah yeah keep going keep going finish your story I, I i timed it just as this like the sun was going down and we got like the perfect sky and then i put uh two speed lights uh which are for like layman's terms are just like flashes um inside the house and so what i did by doing that, and this is just like color theory, um, and I actually stole this from interior design, um, is I had like, just like you would have like one room that has like a color palette that would offset like the living room. Like if you were to uh, have like a living room that's like a very like white kind of, or blue palette, then you might have like a side room that like, in like a very fancy house would be like a tea room, and it would be a completely different palette that would offset that. It's a tactic used in interior design a lot. I was reading about that, and I was also reading about subframing, which is something that Gregory Crutzen used. And I was like, "How can I combine these?" So what I did is I used uh, I, I like plastic bags and like clear folders as gels, so I could color the light. And I did an entire like I I always build the color palettes on a giant bulletin board I have in my apartment. Um, so I built the color palette for the in, these. Can I pin my Genesis? That's why I'm talking about it. Yeah, I mean, we're six hours into the launch space here. It's kind of just a free-for-all at this point. All right, hold on. Let me... Uh... Yo, Joey, well, before, you, before you finish your story, go listen to my song Clockwise, because I'm pretty sure it's about you, and I didn't realize that. The The first bar of the hook is trapping out the bando like Vincent Van Gogh. That's well, fucking you, you got, bro. You got bars, kid? But, yeah, um, bro. But, yeah, just to, uh, just to finish... Um, the story you can kind of see it uh this is the 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 actual link to it it's just the fastest way to find it um but um i 
I, what I did was I used subframing to create a section in the frame that was like perfectly lined up with the golden ratio and then um, used the colored lights that just went off right as I took the photo while I was standing on top of the car that was on top of a wooden ramp that I just hammered together like five hours earlier. Probably spent about 13 hours on the photo before I actually even took a photo. Um, and then so the, the lights all went off. And so like inside the window is a completely different color palette and you have a d completely different emotional reaction to the blue that's completely engulfing the outside of the photo. Um, so I like took Gregory Crudson, what he does on like, it, he kind of separates his um, photos a, a, a lot less clearly with subframing. And I wanted to take more of like an Edward Hopper approach and, and do it more like visibly. So I, I basically uh, had the woman stand there and um, the piece is basically about like, I was a heroin addict and I, I, I call it tensions because every time I would come back from like a, um, a really bad bender, I would see the emotional damage that I was leaving on the people that like cared about me while I was doing drugs. So I would disappear for like five, six days at a time just being high. But like my girlfriend and my parents and she like they so all cared about me and I was hurting them inadvertently by doing that. And then I would come back and I kind of wanted to represent in a character in my photo what the people in my life were like were like as life still goes on while you're fighting to love someone who has um, an addiction like I had. And so I painted in a black eye uh, on her uh, in post. Um, which took another like three or four hours, even though it looks very like minuscule. Um, because I wanted to physically represent the emotional damage that I was leaving on the people around me. Um, and then I, I made that piece and I remember like looking at it being like, I'm never going to release this. This is horrible. And then I showed it to, I think I showed it to Briscoe Park and he was like, this is the best photo. You've, this is the best photo I've seen in like several years. And then I posted it and fucking Gregory Crudson liked it. Um, and I really started to blow up and I had a bunch of like models hit me up and like uh, I started to get some like steady work. Um, but yeah, I put that piece together in about 13 and a half hours for shooting and then for editing. Um, honestly, not that long, like nine hours or 10 hours. And then... Uh, yeah, I've always wanted to do an entire series, uh, which is kind of what my next series of NFTs is going to be of like these more staged, elaborate photos um, with professional lighting and that sort of thing. So right now, like I make jokes about like buying crossbows and that shit. The, right now, the majority of my money I'm putting away to be able to hire lighting crews and rent out professional like movie equipment like Gregory Crudson does for his photos and like really stage meaningful and like new kind of like a, a a modern take on like an edward hopper-esque photo and my pin tweet is like i hope my art makes you feel less alone which is kind of the whole idea is like i want it to be like the antithesis of hopper in a way whereas his photos are, or his paintings are supposed to make you feel lonely i want my photos to make you feel lonely but in a way that makes you realize that you're not alone in being lonely so I use color theory and that sort of thing to like communicate those emotions. Um, but yeah, I have a ton of like conceptual work and um, I do the story of this photograph threads, which have gone viral a few times. Um, 
but like everything like it a lot of my work just may seem like random photography and some of it is um but a lot of times there's a lot of like like hours and hours and hours and hours of color work put into uh, my photos uh, like i said i when i barely had any money at all i saved up and bought this giant cork board um and then i went and stole like 5000 color swatches from ace hardware and so what i'll do is so when i first take the photo I'll build the color palette. So I'll, I'll build the entire color palette out of, you know, like these tiny cards, like physically. Because I, I ha- I'm one of those people, like, I have to do it with my hands. Like, I can't just go into Photoshop, type in the color value, and then be like, oh, there it is. Um, like, I have to do it with my hands. And then I'll, I'll build the color palette, and then I'll build the color palette that I want right next to it. And I'll go in through my masking and slowly, like, kind of figure out, okay, I really want this yellow. Like, the reason I've been working so much with yellow and my cl- most recent collection involves yellow balloons is because I I really struggle taking photos during the day. Like I'm always shooting at sunset, but one of the things I wanted to learn with color theory is like what colors are, are most visible um, during the day. And the answer to that is in simple terms is yellow. Um, yellow and blue uh, are together the, the most appealing visual like colors um, at least in photography, to photograph during the day. Um, and it wasn't a color palette I had worked with a lot before. So I kind of took a chance on it. And my work kind of went, it, it's not as as good as it was before. And it's because I'm kind of pushing myself out of my comfort zone uh, in the sense like I'm trying to learn new stuff to like make my next series. Like right now I'm just kind of selling one of one um, NFTs, but I do plan on having... Uh, my next series be something like Twin Flames, um, where I just will, over the next year or two, um, build a series of photos. Uh, I'm thinking maybe 20 photos total um, that are just like really elaborately staged and and just kind of funding that by continuing to sell my one of ones. Um, But yeah, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that goes in, uh, especially with my, like my, uh, Genesis is like the most blatant example, uh, which Loopify has it, which I'm really happy with that. Cause I really like Loopify as a person. Um, but yeah, that is sorry for ranting, but that's the story of kind of my Genesis and like how I make work basically. Up. Not financial advice. Not financial advice. I want to FOMO into Ethereum right now. Don't do it. I'm not. Selling NFTs. My, my art blocks are being FOMO'd into Ethereum. <laughs> it's a trap. Yeah, we just have to wait. We just have to keep waiting. I mean, the floors are going up of like all of the curated projects. So, of every project, even I'm like so- every factory and uh playground are going up i bought a uh, i bought an extra spectron because um i mean there's only 400 of those and i i the floor is still relatively low at, at four i think for a project with that few and uh so i want and I'm, i made the mistake too many times of like only buying one and yeah then not having one to sell when the floor goes fucking bonkers yep classic mistake nobody make that mistake get your money up and buy two of something always two like. of something like, yeah
is anyone minting these uh, name tag things? I am. I just did. How do you mint a blank one? You just don't put in a name? I think so, yeah. You just go to nametag.org and mint one. And then uh, I, I think there's some process after which by um, that you associate the tag with the name. So if you're trying to like squat it, I think that's what you would do. Oh, but if you leave it blank, then you just don't do anything afterwards. Yeah, and then you can resell the blank one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about doing because the blank ones are selling for like 0.35 and you can mint one for like 0.08. So, point away, yeah. Seems reasonable. I like the idea. I just think it's going to get like made irrelevant at some point soon. I mean, the only thing I don't like about it is you have to have like a Chrome plugin. Like if you don't yeah, have a Chrome plugin, it doesn't work. Yeah. You have to have a Chrome plugin? Yeah, because it... it, it... You know, because it puts it basically adds a tab to your profile, like next to likes, and that displays uh, curated NFTs that you own. Dude, gas is ridiculous right now. Man, I hate to strategize in one of in one of these spaces. So, just everyone know in advance. Disclaimer: I could definitely just be psyopsing you. Okay, so just know that, but. <laughs> Like, what kind of gas, uh, like, do you think you got to use on this Vogu thing tonight? Like, I don't even, I don't even know. Like, is it crazy to go with like seven, eight hundred gas if you want to? Jesus do, like, Christ! Wait, what? No, what was the last? No, no what was the last art blocks? What was, was the last art blocks? Six hundred. <laughs> the last art blocks you failed. Uh, I think you it needed was one right thousand. under yeah under yeah. under a thousand you failed. I but that's what one order of magnitude less because does this project have ten thousand? This project yeah, has 10, seven thousand seven hundred. Oh, seven yeah. So it's a little less well, than order. Of and magnitude. there's a couple other things in there, right? Because there's Discord gets a five minute um, like preferential opening. It said on there. That's right. Um, and just for the, the medium transaction that went through for that last art box was 1400 <laughs> right but like how many were there a thousand or 500 there were 1400 like 97 failed 1, transactions there's a thousand it. okay so so yeah so it's like about an order of magnitude more of these uh, whatever the fuck they're called um so i mean it's probably not going to be 1500 gas or 1500 yeah. guay or whatever <laughs> it was but it's going to be ridiculous probably still because we're all talking about it right now Probably be a couple hundred, I guess. I don't know. I don't think it will be like anything over 500. That's kind of. My general well, rule is that I'll add at least 250 to the like number that people are floating around in the Discord. Yeah. yeah and, and their Discord is got a lot of people like 500 gas minimum for this. And everybody I know that's that's buying it has told me privately like that that's the number they're factoring into their cost basis is like 500 gas. I mean, the number of people on their discord is a good indicator of how bad it's going to be. There is last I checked, there was almost, okay. Yo, so they're up to 7,450 people in their discord. Oh, it was 7,300 when I joined. So they're at, they're going to be over the amount of supply before the mint in their discord I, I don't think i've seen that i don't think i've ever seen that yeah i don't think i have either that's that's a that's a lot of hype i think i'm probably gonna wait 
for secondary. The the ro- the Robotos thing was the coolest kind of new PFP thing that I had seen public at this point. I've seen I've seen one private that I think is better, but but probably that was the coolest one I had seen. And um, they only have like a th- like two thousand people in their Discord server, and that artist has like eighty thousand Twitter followers or some shit. So seven thousand plus people in discord before the mint is fucking bonkers what's the mint price Anybody it's know? Point, 0.077 that's not bad and the max transactions is 17 so you got to figure everyone most i mean I, I can't speak for most people but i know for me at least if i'm using if i'm using seven eight hundred gas i'm doing the max amount every time I mean, it doesn't really make a difference because you're paying the gas on each one you're buying. So if you're buying one, you're buying 17, you're still paying the same amount of gas per transaction. I know. It's just like the psychological and like the kind of speed component of it, I guess, in my mind, too. I don't know. But I, I, I hear you. I'd still do secondary. I can I can understand bumping up gas for like maybe R blocks, R blocks or something. That works. Not not the avatar. The reveal. The the crazy thing about this one is that they so they're the one of ones. Like the the most rare tier is going to be auctioned, and the reveal is going to happen after the auction. So in a world where people are going to buy these one of ones for 20 plus ETH. Like if you, if that happens, the, the floor price pre reveal of these things could go to like, I mean, dude, sup ducks went to half an ETH before the reveal or like when there was that like delay in the reveal. So I don't think it's crazy to think that a, a project like this could go to like 0. 0.5, 0. 0.6. For me, I'm just like, fuck it. I'll How many ducks are there? Bunch of ducks. No, I don't know. I forget. 10,000? I think it's like the normal. Yeah, do we know how many were in their Discord? Dude, it didn't mint out for like days. It was like two days. Like there was nobody even talking about it. Everybody was fudding the shit out of the ducks. But then everybody got hyped as fuck when Banks bought that one of one. And everybody realized that there were like four one of ones left. And people just started buying them. But they had a 200 reveal per hour thing in, like, in the contract. So there was just like people playing the lottery for a couple days. The, I, I sold a bunch of eggs for like 0.5 ETH. It was fucking insane. Yo, is there like a, for the name tag stuff, like what is this for though? It's kind of like an, an ETH domain, but uh for your browser and like it ties into twitter as well like it it makes you an extra tab in twitter that's not bad you said you had to have a chrome extension though yeah but like i i think we're getting to the point hopefully where enough people have it where you're just gonna have the uh you know there's gonna be enough penetration with the extension for people that don't even have a name tag just because they're interested in uh, those who do. Fair. I don't know. I, I like it, but like Twitter is just going to do the same thing and this is going to be irrelevant. 
All right, well, I got my name, so <laughs> I'm happy about that. That's all I really wanted. I wanted to just make sure. So, I got a question about my fractionalized ape. Like, yeah, I I know that like I I basically lost it. But like, what if like what am I uh what if I need like a bunch of money and I'm like fuck I can't right, get my so ape back. Your what am I sold any of the have any of the fractional ape shares sold yet? Yes. Do you know how much you own of the remaining shares? Uh, 51%, and then the rest was in the pool. So, but it's like a small, been sold. like a, a very, like three tokens. I was going to say, you could take out the, the pools and set a, uh, like, res- if you don't have all the tokens, you can't redeem it back, right? So, right. what you can, you can do the buyout, is... Right? heavily influence the voting price for the buyout <laughs> since you're the primary owner so yeah. you could you know set a really low price and then start the auction but then anyone can trigger it but the thing is like you're gonna get the percent of ETH of the tokens you own so if that thing auctioned for i don't what, what's the reserve at right now 25 uh it's that's a little high isn't it i don't is think that, so is that not a is that a good ape I, I, I guess I'm ignorant of the rarity of apes. So, like... That's what I value it at. I got you. So, if you wanted to buy it out now and say it's sold for 25 Ethereum, you would get the percentage back of the tokens you owned. What... Do you know what price you've been selling them at the evaluation? Like, have you been... Did you list them at, like, a 15th evaluation or 20? Or did you list no, them I fucked that. No, I fucked that up because you... That was a tip that you'd mentioned. I was like, oh, that, that would have been a good idea. But yeah. I oh, no. So wait, what, what price did you sell? Wait, wait, wait. Do I want to go buy your eight tokens? <laughs> that... I'll buy those tokens, Dave. I'll split them with you, bro. Let's go. All right. No. Let me. I, I put the, no, I put the token. No, I put it higher. Rug this motherfucker. Let's go. No, I'm just kidding. I put it higher than, I, I basically took the reserve price and divided it by the quantity of tokens. Oh, okay. So, so it's not it's, horrible. So, no, it's not price I mean, to sell. If you withdrew your liquidity, there's only been three share, uh, three tokens that have been sold out of the seventy six hundred or seventy two hundred. I mean, okay. so you would heavily, heavily, heavily influence the price by uh, setting it to whatever you want. So then, if I set the reserve, if I I could withdraw all the tokens. From the yes. pool, leaving me with all but three, and then I could set the reserve price to like zero. Yes, but here's the fun part, right? There's a time limit on the auction, so it's not instant. You can't just instantly buy it out for zero. There would be, um, if you didn't tweak it, I think by default it's seven days, if not three. Um, but there would be a few days where like anybody could come in and bid on it. Now say you think it's worth 25 and you bid 25. If you win, you're going to get like 99.8% of that ETH because you own all the tokens, but three, but there's a chance that someone comes and bids and, um, you know, they go over 25 and then you lose it or they go over whatever price, you know, you theoretically stop bidding at. Um, so if I, if I put the reserve price at 
zero and triggered it and i only let's say i only have one eth to my name so we could just bid one and a half eth and get the eight for one and a half is that correct yeah no in this scenario specifically i would be bidding on it because i couldn't in good faith let your ape go for one and a half eth while i just <laughs> sat here and watched it and i would bid it up um to a price that I was fair market value <laughs> rug them like is that what would happen though or it could happen yeah, I mean, it's what could happen, but I think people on the site would see that it's selling for 1.5 and it would get bid up. Like, I don't think, given how long the auction is, I don't think there's even a chance that it would sell for one and a half. Like, people <laughs> would see it and bid it up. Wait, how, what's the length of the auction? I it's think not it, up right now. No, yeah. I think uh, I think it defaulted the buyout auction to seven days, but you can adjust it prior to the buyout, buyout auction yeah. triggering. Yeah, so you could set it to like three, I think, is the lowest then. Or is it one? Um, I'm still learning the UI myself, honestly. I think that I, I recall seeing like three options, so I, I imagine it's like one, three. I was like, if you could set it to like three hours, you just do it at like, you know, 4 a.m. and hope for the best. <laughs> Dude, that's scary. I wouldn't do that. But then, so the other option would be to get uh, uh, OTC obtain those tokens right and then i could just redeem it correct yeah if you know this one person so it's just one person who bought i don't want to do this i'm just like you know playing out the scenario just for my own like educational purposes yeah definitely i mean it's good to ask questions along the way and do it with something small that you know you can learn this stuff on and not get too upset like that's the one thing i try to warn people if you're gonna fractionalize any nft that you think that you might want to redeem back like take just think about it for a second like before you provide the liquidity before you sell any percent of it and know like what you're getting into because there are certain people who the thought of losing that nft isn't worth like any amount of liquidity or you know shared ownership like they just like, for me, I would never fractionalize my 3D hoodie pipe punk, personally. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to do. Because I was like, I want to fractionalize an ape just, just for fun. I only have two, so this is my other one. I was like, do I want to do my main one? And I was like, and then I, for that very reason, I'm like, no, because I, I won't actually... First off, I won't own 100% of it, which, you know, to me means something. And secondly, I wouldn't be able to get it back. Yeah, don't do that, bro. <laughs> well, I'm not. Yeah. Does anyone know if Bitsky gave royalties to artists? Sorry, this is a random ass question because one of my pieces is about to sell in secondary, and I don't know if I'm going to get any of it. Nope, you're rugged. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to say rugged. It's fucking fun, right? Yeah, I I, I quite like it as well. God damn it. Now we got four, four holders of the ape. I'm never getting this thing back. Yes, yeah, he wants you talk about something in here. Yeah. <laughs> you're 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 Oh, uh, did you not withdraw the LP? <laughs> no, I'm like I'm I'm fine like letting this play out. I just wanted to to do it as like an experiment. Yo, how is the Unigrid in there listed as the the rarest rare one? Is, is that it... what rarity.guide says? Because or... I've got 
I've got Unigrid number four, and I think that's the first fluorite color that came out of the Minter. And I, I want to know how they're calculating this, you know, because I, I want I want I want to lay claim to that title if that's a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. Lay, lay a claim to it in your description, and then market it, and then and then tag Vincent Vando. <laughs> post that, post that Dude, shit. I, I can't believe he bought one of my my things. Like I I have things priced pretty high, and I tweeted at him that he actually bought one of them. Like, Wait, did he do the one that I said it was fifty fifty? No, no, that one's still up. You talking about the dynamic slice, the the cloud nine one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He bought he bought a construction token. I had I had a light variant construction token. I don't think there's very many of them. Maybe like twenty of the construction tokens are one of these variants. The min- and, uh, oh. he aped it. The minute I saw you uh, uh, tweet that, I was I said, oh, it's a better than fifty fifty chance that he's buying it, and it apparently was exactly fifty fifty. Yeah, I want him to to get that other one. That'd be be big for me. Yo, Arena, you were spitting some fire earlier. That was a bar. Oh wow, Art Blocks is going with the Dutch auction. Smart for what? Um, this looks like uh some uh they're unpausing endless name endless nameless. I don't know. I'm not familiar with that piece. They're unpausing it Friday, and they're going with the Dutch auction. Is it curated? What is it? Uh, it doesn't say anything about it being curated. I don't remember. It's, it's, I don't think it's curated. That doesn't sound familiar from curated. Doesn't sound curated. Yeah. yeah it doesn't, it's, it, I mean, there's, it's, there's none open, so I don't think it's, I'm checking the factory. What was it called? Endless. Endless. Nameless? I mean, like, Chromie isn't open, but it's still not fully minted. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, That's the only one like that, though. And curated. Yeah. I don't see it under factory either, though. I don't know. Today was wow. devastating because today I, I looked into I like never really thought that hard about it. I just assumed that I missed by much longer than I missed by. And looking at the dates when people minted their like rare ringers and shit and realizing that I missed by like fucking eight days really was hurtful today. Looking at the Unigrid four today was hurtful when I had two. I, I don't have any now. We're all still so early. There's going to be so much more shit. Unigrids is also like the first, like the, uh, from my understanding, the uh, the first uh, audio generative project too. But yeah, we're still early as fuck. Like before Euler beats. Another testament to the space. Dees was talking about the dark auction uh, auction option for art blocks. I mean, literally, he's been doing that for the last ten days or, or more. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of obvious. It's like the, there's the demand is so high, and it's like Damien Hurst just sold out at one ETH. Like, why are we doing this still? Yeah, makes no sense. So the guys. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so guys. Mike Tyson collected my artwork from Manmalai series. Today. What? Oh, Let's go. Come on, we like the no. cats. Yes. We like the what? cats. We like the Manmalai. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Mike Tyson? Let's go. Yes. No fucking yes. way. 
Did yeah, and it? not only that, he, he, also, he also tweeted about that. What? Oh, yeah, I had it out as well. I had to go find about it. I'm like, oh my Holy god. Pin that tweet. That's awesome. Up pin that fucking tweet. Pin that tweet, yeah. Hold on. Y'all didn't see that? Oh, that's why you have to have notifications on. That was great. I saw that what? as soon as it came out, and I was like, that's insane. That was so Yo, this is so like, lit, dude. This right? is awesome. I was like, oh my god, because like those paintings, they've been like selling pretty slow. Like, do you support it? Some of my friends support it. And then, like, he got from this collection. It's just so special to me because this collection is about like taking it slow, take your time. And oh my god, yes, I'm so happy. Yep, patience. Yep. Yo, that piece is sick, though, too. It's like every color imaginable. So this piece I sent to him, and then from the collection, he actually got that, like, the one he bought. It's actually another one. Let me try to pin the tweet. Yo, Mike Tyson's just gonna come in here and just outperform most of you fuckers? Yeah. Easy. I mean, he's been outperforming us long before NFTs. That way. Mike Tyson's the king. That was so crazy. Yeah, wait, these stoner cats, like, literally look terrible. Like, yeah, I'm not, this is the worst thing I've ever I'm seen. Not, not only that, but at this point, the drop being delayed this amount of time is a mess. They look like shit. Yeah, if they were .035, I might pick some up. Oh, shit, I didn't realize. I always do this shit where I don't realize I'm typing with my mic unmuted, and then as I'm typing, I look at the thing and just think I'm an idiot. Sorry. There's a reason why Ashton Kutcher wasn't very fucking good at playing Steve Jobs. hey ooh. <laughs> We were just throwing... I think they're getting DDoS or something. The site's like... Me? We are throwing haymakers at Ashton Kutcher today on Spaces. Come up here, Ashton. Slowered. Come up here and face us. I mean, if they've if he's really been involved in the space, he would look at the art generated from these stoner cats and look at all the projects that have happened over the past like three, four, five, six months, and be like, maybe maybe these are not very good. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe it's almost like he's a grifter or something. Right, right, yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah, almost. It's almost like uh, historically, celebrities tied to art projects of other. Oh, Andy Warhol is a fucking. That's an exception. Cause it's just more fuel of fire that's that's pushing me far, far away from Avatar projects. I just like I just keep seeing it over and over again where it's like, yeah, I don't. This isn't going anywhere. Yeah, we like the arena. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like my arena collectible. I should have bought more. You should have. Only have one. But I got the one I like with the best colors of what was available. So that felt like a win. Yeah, this collection is also going to take time because I think up to like 300, 
I'm going to just post like weekly or daily. But after 300, it's actually going to take so much time because I, I'm going to paint them. I'm going to paint oil and acrylics. And it's going to take time to like take a picture and do all of these things and finish painting. So probably the collection of 2022 going to be like seven or six years, I think. Unless I get into crazy mode and I'm going to finish everything like in three years. But who knows? Still. Long term. So unless they delay it till tomorrow, uh, Stoner Cats and Vogue will probably launch at the same time. It's my it's my hunch. Gas about you guys fifteen hundred. That would really suck. These fucking Stoner Cats are ruining ruining <laughs> the game. I mean, there's uh, thirteen thousand of them. They definitely will. It's gonna be a lot of people that bought. Dude, I, I, everyone who said they were gonna mint them though have now basically said they're not gonna mint them because it seems like a cash grab and they literally cannot even get it together to launch. So, if you expect eleven million dollars and you don't even have a decent website and can't launch on time, like I'm sorry, but wait, like, how do you have Vitalik and you can't launch gonna... on time? <laughs> yeah, like, bro, you're asking point three five. You can't even launch on time. Like, that's just ridiculous. I would not ever pay anything over point zero two for those. I haven't trusted Ashton since that seventy show, and this is just another reason why. It's just, it just, it's weird. Like, I've launched projects before, like uh, software engineering projects, but you know, I, I know shit happens. But it just is weird when you're launching something that is meant to be so permanent, and it seems so like haphazard with the launch. It just kind of uh and it's not just them it's like almost every single one of these nft launches like yeah. don't test anything until like the second before they launch yeah it's, it's pretty bad it's it's not like people are using real money or anything no, no big deal <laughs> it's not like these are just celebrity cash grabs you know yeah it's, it's this is gross i don't even understand like the point of it though like you really need more money like that badly that you're just going to do something incredibly stupid that risks your social capital? Like, are you actually an idiot or what? Man's is worth 250 mil and is like trying to get five mil out of this. And yeah, I don't, I don't get it, bro. Start on I time. I don't fucking get it. Come on, dude. I think it's just not for us, is my conclusion. And yeah. they for don't who, want to. Then? For who? I don't, I don't know. That's, I mean, dude, I don't know. Like I don't think it matters who it's for. Like, why even do this in the first place? What is incentivizing him to do this? Maybe uh, he's trying to get liquidity money. to to buy your art blocks, Lee. He has <laughs> enough money, bro. Yeah, he better. I don't think. I don't think you. Blocks. I don't think you can ever consider having enough money. No. The, I the, mean, but there's 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 social capital is a lot more valuable in the long term than capital in the short term. Dude, this, I think it's very fucking obvious. Totally agree, but the media cycle on something like this is going to be how long? And then Ashton Kushner is going to walk away Infinity. And, like, and never think about it. Maybe in this small Infinity, community so. right here, but not to where he makes his real money. I just, but again, like, what was, what was the last bag that he got from a movie? Like, how how Pushed. much did he get paid for the last movie? Uh. Well, I mean, I, I think the majority of his cash at this point is probably from his investments because I know he's invested in a 
couple early stage companies that have done very, very well. Yeah, yeah like we were. a private equity firm. That's quite <laughs> we worked in Go so. very well. Yeah. There's other ones though. I, I can't remember the list. I'm, and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Mila Kunis is fairly successful, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. As well, she's got about a hundred mil. I, I looked at both their net worths and to see like if, if this was like basically like a cash grab if they were like poor and they're both really rich. So I don't understand like why they're doing this. More money. There's a, a book fun. by Hunter S. Thompson, Better shit. Than Sex, that I think would explain all of this. It's just about how people get addicted to like the the feeling of like power and uh, money and how it like it specifically is about the uh, Bill Clinton's debut election uh, and following him and Nixon around. Um, but just like how they went from like seemingly normal people, the bill turned into a crazed sex addict and um, Nixon turned into a pathological liar and a sociopath. Um, and like, they're never going to be satisfied. Like it, and that's why like I, when I'm so like anti celebrities being part of art is because like they really are just trying to expand their wealth needlessly beyond like what they need. Like go make that 70s show and like do your thing. I'm sorry, but like leave artists to make art. Like just let us do our thing and like kind of. So would you consider an actor not an artist? No, no, they're an Some artist in their own right. I mean, but like. It's just, yeah, it's a different type of yeah. art, but it's still art. No, I it just like because then it's like, I don't know, it, it, it's like almost like canceling someone from like going into like you would you like like if Kanye were to make an NFT, I think people would just be hyped about it because I would, it's Kanye. Would, Not like if he yeah. does it, I feel like there's a much higher probability that it'll actually be. Yeah, good. It'll, it'll probably be good. And like, Ashton, I don't know, like some of his latest Kanye albums have a, been Kanye's shit, fucking- right? Yeah, I mean, I'm not the one that's going to defend his latest music. Yeah, well, I mean, like, Kanye is, like, one of the, like, what love him or hate him, he's, like, a generational artist. Like, everybody knows who Kanye is. Him making art, to me, is a lot different than fucking Ashton Kutcher going from punked 10 years ago and no strings attached to, like, trying to come into this space and, like, I mean, like, I think cash grab is the right word for it. I hate to be that guy, but, like, they see other people making, like, millions of dollars in this space, and they're like, damn, we need to be making millions of dollars because we're bored. And, and what the, worst part is, the worst part is, like, what was Tropo saying before? Like, this shit's not for us, so who is it for? It's for, like, the ignorant people that are just setting this shit up. They see Ashton Kutcher on the news, and they're like, oh, I know who Ashton Kutcher is. Like, this must be popping. And then they fucking waste their money on this shit. That's what's going to happen. What and if, he feels no remorse about that. But what if he, like, stays and stay in community? Like, they drop this project, that at times go by, and he still stays, and they don't just take the no. money and go. Well, he, like, he's not, not it's, about probabil- it's about probabilities. Like, what is the probability that that's going to happen versus the probability that this is just going to be nonsense and go to zero? Yeah, well, I would... I give it about a one percent probability. He's still well, that, guys. He's like not. He's not even in the community though. Like I looked, and he doesn't. Give yesterday, a, he doesn't give. Like I looked in the Discord just for the history of Ashton's posts, and it was nothing. So it's like there is no engagement right now. He doesn't right even run his and, Twitter okay. account, dude. Yeah, he, he has no place. Like he has no posts in the Discord. Yep. 
he has no part in this community other than to profit off of it. And like, I just, I, I, I see through it. I just, I'm, I mean, like, I'm not a huge investor like you guys are, but I just, I don't see like, I don't see them coming in here with, you're not a huge investor. Yeah. Not yet. I want to be one day, but uh, I don't see them coming in with like the intention of improving the space. Like I, like when I, like when I bought a cat, I bought a cat cause like, I think cats are improving the space. They're a cool project and they were good to invest in. And like, I like the profile picture. I like the art style. It's good for the space. Um, I like seeing like one of one sell. It's good for the space. But like when the people come in who already like have their bed, just go lay in it. Just leave us alone and let us do our thing is, is my opinion at least. But I am like a closed minded artist who just kind of wants the art community to be the art community. Yeah, and, like, people compare, I see comparisons to V-Friends, and, like, it, it couldn't be more different to me because, you know, people say a, a benefit of this Stoner Cats project is potentially onboarding new people to crypto, which is, you know, of course, great, unless they're going to get racked. But, you know, regardless of that, getting them wallets and set up and familiar with the process is a great thing. But V-Friends, like, they were, they were hand-holding, like, thousands of people through it. Like, they really in my opinion, did a great job of onboarding and supporting through the launch and uh, basically, you know, significantly rewarding those people as well by increasing the value of the token. So I don't, like, the comparisons, like, just are so... Tropa, do you know why, though? Like, do you know why? Like, think, again, think about it probabilistically. Like, what was the probability that Gary was going to follow through with his project? <laughs> like 99.99999% versus Aston Kutcher's, like, yep. less than 1%. So, like, comparing these two things is just, like, this is the wrong wrong comparison. Yeah. I, I, Gary, Gary V's job is, like, to engage his community and his people. Like, if, if any celebrity was going to be successful... In, in in this space and then like foster community gary is like a solid bet gary's a very intense guy yeah gary gary is the bet for like celebrities uh, as of right now like he he's the one who did it correctly and i, I think people really need to take notes because it's like you went through that discord and what he he's made one or two discord posts and he's about to get like 11 million dollars for this project like you can't bullshit being a genuine person now. Like you can't make that up. Yeah, like that's that's if you're minting this, like you're going to get dumped on. Like that's just ridiculous. I was like, yeah, I was gonna be into it and I was like, okay, this seems good. And then last night I just looked through the Discord history and I and I was like like uh, incensed that there was a lack of engagement from anybody in the project. And I it was something that I called out privately to one of the, the people that are working on it. Um, Marina, I think her name is. I was like, you've got to get, like, I don't know what Ashton and, and Milas, Mila, <laughs> Milas, Mila are doing this weekend, but I'm like, you, they got to get their asses on discord and not just yours, but other people and just engage people. And some people will call that, um, you know, just, just kind of uh, for fluff and trying to, to buy their, um, buy their support by that level of engagement but even that's something and we didn't even get that so yeah they this pisses me off even more that they basically used vitalik to get engagement on twitter well he <laughs> to, allowed like they, they used bad. they used yeah sure he did and i'm sure that he has 10 steps ahead of all of us when in that's terms true. of thinking about this sure but like at the end of the day i really don't appreciate aston kutcher 
like using a math genius that is changing the planet for farming engagement on Twitter for his fucking shitty cash grab project. Like, I don't appreciate that, bro. Man can't even make three Discord posts. Like, come on, bro. Like, you want 11 mil and you can't even make some Discord posts or some actual engagement? Bro, Mike Tyson does more for the community than him. Like, Mike ridiculous. Tyson's been going in. Mike Tyson's oh, buying, like, real art. Yeah, Mike <laughs> Art yeah. collector. All right, yo, so we're going to do a celebrity boxing match. Mike Tyson versus Ashton Kutcher. Strap up, Ashton. Ashton and, and uh, Mila Kunis. So you got to put them in there together. You know, make it fair. Yeah, tag team style. You might want to tape up your ears, Brody. Dude, and they're also not obligated to do anything until 75% sells out now, right? That's right. I mean, so it could be a rug from the get because they put it in their roadmap so now you know it's official it's binding legally right roadmap their, their rug map fucking rug map let's go the rug map i i keep seeing people in the punk chat talk right now about how um they can't like unpause it or they're, they're having a hard time getting the sale ready should i buy a beat it Do you like Nevitz? No. <laughs> Probably shouldn't. <laughs> Probably wouldn't suggest buying something you don't like. They look terrible. When it comes no. to NFTs, that's like the golden I know, rule. but if that is the golden rule, nobody fucking listens to it. They just buy the thing. Is the website uh, for that project working? Because I tried to download it and it's just like white page. I can't even no. open and see. Did Ashton like, Kutcher write it? Yeah, it looks like he wrote the code. It, it's the worst website. I'm like, dude, you have a terrible website. You can't even engage with actual people, and you want eleven million dollars. Like, what? What? Because this is because this isn't Ashton Kutcher. If we get down to it, this is not Ashton Kutcher. This is Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kuna's financial advisors who are like, how can we take their portfolio and flip it into a bunch of money? And they see the NFT space and they saw an opportunity. It's the same thing with like everybody starting podcasts. As soon as like celebrities found out that they could start a podcast, make an extra million dollars a year and talk for an hour a week, they did it. And like then podcasts just got oversaturated and now like I'd much rather sit in the spaces or like something along those lines than listen to an hour. Oh, see bro, you're already an investor. That was a great bull thesis. Long Twitter, not financial advice. <laughs> that was one hundred percent financial advice. <laughs> Not fine. Long Ethereum with an I. Ethereum. <laughs> hey guys, I'm new here. I've been listening for a few days and um, I'm in the cannabis space. I have a cannabis cup medal from 2011. Um, Let's first go. One. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, first one in America, actually, Denver. Um, and I noticed that they're like, there isn't really like a good cannabis NFT project. And I'm interested in like what you guys would like to see out of something like that, like little nug avatars. Yeah, that would. Yeah, so there was um. So there... <laughs> I got super excited. First thing that came to mind is that you need to talk to Killer Acid and get his art involved with the cannabis project in some way because 
the first thing that comes to mind when I think of weed NFTs is his animated weed NFTs. Exactly what I saw, Geese. Absolutely yeah, possible. I say this is two giant stoners. I had a friend, you know, in the industry who did like a cannabis, almost like baseball card project back in like 2013. And I think it'd be really cool to like animate some live photos. Like I'm going to a very large outdoor grow operation in Oklahoma to kind of like record for my YouTube content and stuff like that. And I'm just wondering if there's a way to work with all these people I know in the industry to like photograph videotape. And then as well as like, kind of on the back end do something with like if you're an nft holder you know we can get you tickets to cannabis events whether that be high times cannabis cups which have kind of really gone down or something like the emerald cup in northern california or fun stuff like that we can maybe even get judges packets um for some of the events and things like that so i'm just kind of wondering like what people want to see how we can make it work and like fun and animated and like really tie it to the history of cannabis as well. Oh wait, wait, hold on. I just need to get clear. Sounds like you're telling me there's contests every year where the quality of weed is tested, and you can go there and smoke different kinds of weed and see what you like better. Hell Absolutely. yeah! Where, where is, where where is, is are you fucking around? Are you being that ass? Bro, let's go. Wait, but where? Yeah, where? How do we, yeah, how do we go? Are you guys fucking around? Like, let's no, just go I'm to not the fucking, fucking around at all, dude. I will go to this. Yeah, you didn't we know go, this shit. Just go. It's, Where it's is legal it? now. We go to Denver and we fucking go. Oh, the high time cannabis cup is in every legal state. It's kind of played out. They've honestly like oversold it, like you guys are saying with some okay. of these other okay. projects. So, but so you want to go to like Emerald Cup in Northern California not, every year, no, no, no. Or, or marijuana MJ BizCon in Las Vegas. That's every December. That's just got literally everything you could ever want to look Sounds at. Right. Yeah. Okay. So uh, here's the vibe. Here's the vibe. There. So Merry basically, you, you talk about wanting to do a, a, a meaningful cannabis NFT, and now you're also saying that all the cannabis cup situations are played out. So my proposal would be we make a burnable cannabis NFT that gives you admission to the festival, whatever have you, that we will then host from the proceeds of the raise like vcom but for weed kind of and like these you're gary v in this situation Sick. kind of you know big brain like, shit i, I, I like I the mean, fucking hype man you I know like and, and and the homie and the homie right here is saying he's a gold medal or medal winner at the fucking cannabis cup so like bro you're the you're the grow guy you're the weed guy we get the best fucking fire and we all we all go that's the we we just that and that's the nft idea too i just but- that's possible to put on your own events expensive there's a lot of regulatory stuff there are good ones i'm just saying the high times cups those in particular are a little played out there are other good events that we could work with i'm i'm down like you know if we got Jeez. to the point we could throw our own event i'm down there's also yeah. things like private tours with you know commercial facilities i can link that up or you know famous other famous cannabis historians and things like that like all of that's totally possible but then like also what do we want to, like what would people want to see on the nft side like the artwork of it would they want it to be like cannabis specific a really dope artists like you need to find the right killer artist. killer acid and pop wonder oh and, my I and, agree. and 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 the, and they and we do like a card series of different kind of avatar style uh pfp style but with their artwork and in the spirit of like V friends kind of where like each ticket is like a different avatar kind of thing. Uh, 
I don't even want to, I mean, we could easily raise, I mean, fucking stoner cats are about to raise fucking $11 million. Like imagine if we were having an NFT weed festival with the best fucking artwork, like how much money would that project, I mean, we could easily raise like $5 million, like it, with very easily. That's why I was hearing you guys, I was hearing you guys say that about their project and I'm like, all right, well, how do we make a good one? And I have the connections to link it with high quality events and people in the area that we can actually do like a, a V friends thing that will get pretty interesting in the cannabis community. People that have been in the glass art community for a long time and probably some large cannabis brands that I don't just want to like throw out there right now in a Twitter space without like locking it up or anything like that. But uh, I'm interested if anybody slap me a follow, hit me with a DM. Like I'm really, really interested. Um, I'm headed out to, to look at a large outdoor grow operation and separate processing facility here in like a couple weeks um, in Oklahoma. And I think it's a project, you know, listening in the space and listening to everybody the past like few days and a week, I think it's something that could really fit with the community. Tease, can we please throw a festival, dude? Like, NFT on. weed festival would be. I mean, I we like the trees. Like, it's called We Like the Trees. Please. We like the trees. Can we please do this, man? Yeah, I already have anxiety. But I would definitely like market it and brand it with the vibes. I just uh, don't think I have the capacity to host it myself right now. God, fucking, I'll do it. Let's go. I, I think the way to do it would be to like buy people VIP passes to the Emerald Cup or judges passes or I, something like I, that. Like one hundred percent. That sounds fucking awesome. Like genuinely, like that. It sounds like like a real investment for like an. We're doing. Yeah. It. We're fucking doing this, cuz. Oh, yeah, this is happening. Well, I got all the quality photo and connects and heritage to genetics. Um, that's kind of what I won the cup for was a uh, lemon G13. Uh, actually processed. I grew it and processed it into hash oil um, in in uh, in partnership with Greenest Green out of Boulder, Colorado in 2011. So, Where's Trill? Trill is a professional the- grower, too. Really, that's all. I figured there would be some in this community listening the past few days. It seems like cannabis fits in pretty well. So I'm like, how how do we make this work? I, I'm wondering, like, who... I mean, you're on a good stage. Look at? I, looking at the people on stage, at least half of us are... <laughs> Stoners, yeah, probably. Fans. Yeah, I'm fucking... I'm cooked right now, dude. I've been using... I mean, bro, I, I've literally smoked, like, six or seven spliffs on the spaces <laughs> today so far i'm not done i'm about to go roll up another I've been one. ripping my fucking dab pen can i blame I, like, your spliff on every... me sending that guy 80 um shit maybe <laughs> fuck i'm sorry you, you were hot boxing the space guy and i just got a little hazy and confused fuck, dude, dude every time i've been silent for more than two minutes the gas mask has been on and i've been hitting that shit it is an immersive experience Rand, you it's need immersive. to use We Like the Trees. Please. Yeah, we're <laughs> immersive experiences over here. Yo, I love, Lee, Lee's always like, I'm in AR right now. I am in AR. Like, my fucking headphones are in up here. Yeah, Lee, Lee's immersed. You I'm so we- immersed right now. I'm so immersed, I can't believe we're talking to, like, a professional weed grower right now. This is insane. I never thought I'd be, like, high talking to, like, a, a grower. This is the type of shit that Dee's does in here. He just... He, he curates the vibe and he makes connections for just a percolating, vibrant community. We like serendipity. We like good vibes. We like giving everyone a chance to come up on stage and talk. 
unless they don't have any mutual followers and they have like 10 followers total and 300 numbers in their name, then I probably won't let them up here. These, if you want to say something about me, just say it, man. <laughs> we'll get like it. Ben. <laughs> Seven eight nine one six one zero three nine four nine seven three raises his hand and he's ready to come up and it's just like ah, I can't wait up here, Ben. Sorry. Like I don't even know how some of those people like they won't even have any mutual followers, not following anyone in the space, and they just find the space and then they request the mic and it's like ah, this can't go well. There's just not a lot of upside there. I feel like it's such a hard job to moderate all of this thing and host all of the spaces. It's so time-consuming. Yeah, it's time-consuming. Today's been especially challenging because there's so much peripheral stuff going on with this fractional launch. So I'm like looking at the fractional tweet deck and responding to DMs and looking at Discord and responding to DMs and posting uh live feedback in the slack channel so that like we have a list of running notes and then on top of that you're also trying to watch the market see what's coming out pay attention to the holders of five eyes and x uh abc one two three and then on top of that you're staring at emails of open sea offers and you're watching the ethereum chart because you don't want it to go under 2200 wait so what you're saying is this is a job (laughs) it's what i've been doing all day it's why all right so i got i got um, like andy i was just like yeah here's 80 i'm not thinking like just take it you're good good. i got uh we like the trees.eth so the festival so the festival's on you're saying yeah we like the trees (laughs) did you really fucking get that no way that's actually sick yeah he's so public ran look at what i just added you i tweeted out we like the trees and a lot of people apparently like the trees too so you should definitely go with that. <laughs> I love it, man. Uh, what do I need to do? Like photographs, put some people in touch with some famous growers. What do we got to do here? Like, I really want to do this. Um, you're talking to the right group of people. I we vibe, my brother. Yeah, we just go fucking follow vibe. Wonder and what is it? Who's the acid guy? Killer acid. Killer acid. That would be a great collab. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, if you he's in here. Like... Killer acid is. By yeah, he's he's pretty um, low key. He he'll listen, but you know I don't try to call him out or force him up on stage. That's one of the things I've noticed with people. Um, there's a lot of listeners who are like CEOs or co-founders or, or high people in other organizations, and like if they wanted to come up, like I know they would request the mic. But I think a lot of it is they might like just chilling and listening they're and not having. Uh, there's a yeah, they're trying to learn. Because, like, I get DMs from people all the time when they're in here, like, yo, he's in here, get him up here. Oh, she's in here, get her up here. And it's like, if they want it up here, they'd request it. Like, I'm not going to call him out and just be like. I was praying, being a random person who's been listening for a few days to you guys, like, doing groups, really loving the material. But I was like, oh, man, am I going to get allowed up on stage? Because I really want to ask this and see how the community receives it. And if there is a way to work together and, like, get a project done i think this could get put together very quickly i think now's the time especially with outdoor grow season and full swing and everybody's about to have some amazing harvest and amazing photography work's going to get done in the next like 
three, four months for the year. So there's a good chance to like run around and, and get this project moving very quickly. Yeah, honestly, I saw you were from Cincinnati. Um, I'm from Columbus. Um, I saw you had your picture. You had a couple thousand followers and you had a couple mutuals. So it was like good enough. You passed, passed all the tests. Awesome, man. If you ever want to meet up, I'm in Columbus all the time. I got family up there and uh, I'm also a part owner of a microbrewery down here in Cincinnati. So if you want to have a drink, come on down. It's on me. I will I will DM you. Yeah, that's what's up. So that's why I love uh, dispensaries in Chicago. What was that about dispensaries? Do you have any like dispensaries in Chicago? Uh, no, Chicago is pretty much run by Cresco. They're like the mob. Uh, they spend the largest amount of marketing dollars at MJ BizCon. They pretty much own the whole state. Um, they're, they have qu- high quality product. I own their stock. Um, they're not ones to mess with though, for real. Dude, I had an opportunity to buy into their license, um, before they were Cresco in the state of Ohio. And I did not. So there's that. Yeah, they have uh, they have a grow and a processing license here in Ohio. They got a processing license, and uh, or they actually uh, they got they had they had a grow license first. And one of my buddies is uh, the head of the only processing facility in like Cincinnati and Hamlin County, actually. And uh, they had a contract with them, and then they went and somehow bought their way into a pro- their own processing facility in Ohio as well. I mean, they're just stacking licenses. It's so hard to get a license. Yeah, I was literally uh, at the table the first day they came to Ohio um, and did their pitch. And then was at multiple more meetings. Um, yeah, they, they're very good at what they do. They are. I mean, business-wise, like I said, I hold their stock, you know. <laughs> I hold their stock. But yeah, you know, it's tough in Ohio. I work with a lot of companies in Colorado, California, Oregon. Um, I was the first employee and director of sales for an LED lighting company, Nextlight, um, in the industry. And I've just kind of gone off and really dove into cryptocurrency over the past few years and Ethereum and now NFTs. I'm getting like a buddy of mine dragged me into Axie in the past like month or two and we have uh, we're firing up like a stable of like 10 scholars in the next week or so. We're trying to get them all up by the first of the month. Um, and, you know, just listening to all the NFT, like collecting NFT art myself and listening to the spaces and what's going on. And I felt like there had to be a way to like merge the cannabis passion here with NFT art and like some of the projects I see going on. Yo, I'm going to pitch something real quick um, for anybody in the audience that wants to do this. We've kind of talked about this. But, like, I would love to see, like, a lot of people in this space have had life-changing, like, made life-changing money, like, had their art sold. Like, a lot of people in Thailand will, will get art sold, and it's, like, 20 times their annual salary. So if anyone wants to put together, like, a, a platform where a bunch of people can share their stories of, like, life-changing NFT stuff, uh, I would love to see that. Just, like, a collection of just, like random stories of how people's like lives have been changed it would, uh, be through good, NFTs. it would be a good coffee table book like if everybody wrote their stories and like their genesis oh that would be sick i get it i get i don't know I, Yo, like, massive wait um, did we t- i get i get see if i could start like gathering people for that 
Did we that talk would be about absolutely massive? Did we talk about Artbox getting rid of um, that? Wait, yeah, we did. We already talked about the Dutch auction, right? So is yeah. that like going to be the standard going forward, or or are they? Yeah, yeah, okay. For for at least curated, as far as I know. Okay. I feel like and we talked so, about have it. Have they these... like estimated? Like, I are they going like to start at an ETH or two? Or like, or... I, I'm just thinking about like, is how is this going to change the price of like what exists right now? Significantly, like, maybe. It, like, I don't really want to. Like, I'm gonna go unlist all the shit that I kind of have floating around. Yeah, I sold yeah, so, one this, this morning. Right now, like, if if you're Dutch auctioning every mint, like, what does that make? Like a top percent mint, bro. Yeah, this is what I've been saying, and like, like, well, I don't know. I don't think it. I don't think it works like that, does it? Like, you're they're not Dutch auctioning every mint. Like, you don't you don't already know what it looks like, do you? That's what I'm saying. No, I like, think it's still probably got to be random. No, so it'll no, be no, like you're not going to know what it looks like. But what I'm saying is. How is that going to change the high end of what already exists? Because I don't think the high end has moved with the floor. And I don't think, like, going forward with how much a mint is going to cost now, like, it's going to depend on each. It's going to depend on each project, really. Like, I don't think it changes too much. It just, it might change, like, how quickly a project gets sold out or if a project sells out, like, in that first It probably changes the floor on future projects. Like, the floor is established on future projects, basically. Yeah, Yeah, I I feel like it's a more uh, sophisticated way of establishing the floor outside of gas wars. Yes, that, exactly. By the way, uh, Vogus are postponed till tomorrow. No, like. that's uh, is, is that Vogus or is that Stoner Cats? I think that's Stoner Cats you're thinking of. No, I think it's Vogus. Oh, no, hold on, Stoner. See, I was about to say breaking no, news. Stoner Cats. Stoner Cats, yeah, is, Stoner, Cats Stoner Cats is canceled until tomorrow. And if there's a dev or someone that actually knows what the jargon they hit us with is, but. To, to me, it sounds like fucking bullshit. It also just is not good. They're saying that they just found a bug in the underlying art layers. Like, yo, I, I've been working on a project like this. Like, that, 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 that goes on months before the release, hopefully, if you actually care about the project and it's for real and not a fucking cash grab, you know? We won $11 million, but we still have bugs <laughs> in our code and haven't tested it. Uh, okay, yeah. I'm good. I'm not buying that shit. Yeah, that that was my bad. It is the Stoner Cats, not the Vogus. That shit's gonna dump to point zero three ETH, and then maybe I'll buy one. Ninety percent dump. Yeah, that yo Vitalik Vitalik should should speak on this. You know, now that he signed up to be a part of it all, I want to know from him directly. My ETH is safe. I mean, I wouldn't yeah, trust, I like, Vitalik has, like, also said that, like, he's been epically wrong on NFTs. So, like, to if Vitalik's doing an NFT and expecting it to not be epically or go wrong is, like, would be counterintuitive in a way. I think, like, that's just not his intuition, like, or, or what he's, yeah, like, what his style. There, yeah. Yeah, and he might just not be like he might not be optimizing his time to dive deep into art. Like he has a lot of other things going on and a lot of other things to do. And I feel like he thinks more about like long term issues of 
this technology as well as like economic incentives to be focusing on the art market. They definitely could have foresaw that they were going to have a gas problem because of the Bogus. Um, and therefore, I mean, they're just making something up because, I mean, if you put another if you put a ton of gas on top of the point three five, that's a rub. The point three five is already a rug enough. That's stupid expensive. Hundred percent agree. Like, I would pay point zero three. Like, I would pay one tenth of of what it is for that art, maybe less. Like, yo, rug is my new ad lib. I think rug is dope. They now have seven. They now have more users in the Discord than there are Vogus. Never fucking seen that. Yeah, it's crazy. I feel like a lot of the Avatar projects that sell out really quickly have not done well secondary, though. It's like... That's very true. Like, there, yeah, there's, like, yeah, all the ones that have this, like, I feel like at, there's, like, only room to disappoint for Vogu because but of exactly, this, like... Yeah. But, I do think that the art is pretty fucking sick, though. I but there's going to be two days where they don't reveal where you you bet like the floor is going to go up just because you don't know. Up. Yeah, it's going to yeah because people are people are betting on like trying to get a rare one. That's yeah, why. I agree with okay. that. Like with the guy you brought up, like the subducts thing. Like we, uh, I was in like a, one of these spaces that day, and like the the hype for like like the floor on the unrevealed ducks was like basically the the floor of ducks. It was ridiculous. Um, but yeah, that that hype should grow too. I could easily see them going for like half an ETH before the reveal. Well, and the big thing was if they have any metadata leaks is going to be big for these two days. Yeah, for sure. But you know what? Actually, it's funny in a way that sometimes that can even be good for business. I mean, look at look at what's happened to some of the projects that did have it. Mebits had it. They're crushing. I think the, I mean, the lady, lady, whatever. It wouldn't have mattered for Mebits, though. Mebits yeah, that's, that's like probably That's probably not fair to say. But but even Subducks, there was, uh, not that it was a leak, but there were people that were savvy enough to tap the metadata before the eggs hatched, and I feel like that created some extra hype almost. That was like enough of a... I don't know if that was strategically planned, but I felt, felt like that was brilliant in a way because it was like enough of an arbitrage opportunity where like it was like widely found out later on but like if you really did your due diligence you'd get it an advantage yeah for sure the person that figured that out is a fucking g just like the guy who minted that uh dissected me a bit by hacking the contract or whatever they did it was an alien but yeah i mean that oh was yeah pretty, alien that whatever. Was pretty that, that well that was the kind of genesis of this hack almost i mean not maybe i'm sure it wasn't the genesis but at least in like this round of nft goings on that was the first person i saw use that not that it's a hack i mean but, yeah. yeah and then he was searching for the dissected but he had already put it out there that he was doing it he would have got the dissected too yeah that was yeah really dumb. he tweeted like two hours before it's like i'm gonna make like 40 ETH this next hour that was so that was so stupid i mean for a genius it's like what are you doing yeah he had that other dissected it was just a matter of time if he would kept his mouth shut 
So you guys were saying I should buy a MeBit. It depends on if you like it and want to hold it really long term or if you actually want to like flip that ETH real quick. If you're looking yeah, to flip that ETH, don't buy a MeBit, bro. Yeah, I don't want to. I do want to. I uh, just heard about this guy, uh, Def Beef. I don't know why I haven't heard of him, but I just found out about him. His shit looks really cool. Yeah. Very cool. A little late. Very expensive. Dude, <laughs> the Def Beef, man. Oh, rip. Yeah, it's really expensive. I had a a friend tell me to buy Series 1 for a few ETH, and I didn't buy it from a fucking idiot. And I... uh, Whoops. It's been pain ever since, honestly. Now, like, he auctions off his new stuff, and it goes for what it deserves to be sold for, but I I can't justify that price right now. Like, what does it typically go for? I haven't seen an auction... Uh, his last auction, I think, went between 40 and 80 Ethereum for each piece. Sweet Jesus. Holy shit. I gotta get Sobe up on this stage. Do I... Hey, Deez, oh. drop me. I'm, I, gotta, I gotta roll. I'm gonna You're go to talkative, dinner. though, Chris. I know, but I gotta do... I gotta do All right. dinner. All right. Yo, you gotta Chris, you gotta, tell the, you gotta tell the Sixer story at some other point, though. Oh, dude, that one's gonna blow your mind. You're gonna love it. All right, sick. All right, folks. Everybody, right, have a good night. Peace, bro. All right, Soby. Soby, can we get a puppy update? Maybe he didn't hear you because he was joining. Jim. Did you hear me, Soby? I did not. I was joining. Can we get a puppy update? Dude, I actually was about to share a dope one. I turned around. He was just vibing in his crate because uh, I, I have the door open. He was playing with his toy, but now he's back out of the crate. That was great character development for a moment. I'll take a I'll snap a pic of him. Oh, fuck. He's doing some cute shit right now, too. Damn. Dude, he's so fucking cute. Oh, my. I want a dog so bad, but I can't I can't get one at my life position right now. How are the rest of us going to see the dog? He's I'm going to tweet it. I'm out here just okay, let's resting go. art blocks. <laughs> send me your ETH address. I'll, I'll send you a, a picture of an NFT. Of, oh my god, dude, that was gonna be a good action shot. Hold on. After yeah, what I, we were saying, I think I'm gonna earlier. delist. Yeah, I think I'm gonna delist one based on what we were saying and based on something that Jelly said. I, I sold a about colors for seven point seven seven. I feel horrible about it right now. It was like a nice one, not a color, but it was still nice. That's a pretty good price. Wait. What's the floor of that? That seems the floor has like doubled in the past week. It's stupid. No. JK. <laughs> no, but like that's I, I don't think that's a bad like this is right before the next Sadeki drop. Like I think that it's it, it could be a relative mid we're already I have like that five drop. singularities there, I can't sell. There's that that drop's gonna be like I wouldn't be surprised if people do like five thousand quite. Like, no, they just said they're changing. Oh, well, yeah, you're up. right, you're right, you're right. But if, if he even, has a Dutch auction, like it's gonna be two Ethereum plus per mint. No, but like the eternal pump, I mean, this is only an, ed- an edition of 50, but like when Dimitri did the eternal pump, it was two ETH and that sold out in like a second. So, yeah, it, it like because of the reputation, it's not, I, I don't know, I'm skeptical, like this. It doesn't stop a gas war for, like, the OGs and whatever. Yeah, but, like, they're not going to do 50 fusions. They're going to do, like, a 1,000 
Yeah. They have so to like if the floor is like two if the floor is like two ether, and there's a thousand like I don't think that there's going to be nearly as much of a gas war because people just are not willing to take a gamble for two ether at in mass. I don't think yet. It's true. I I I wonder like if ETH's at ten k, like do these floors remain? I wonder that with punks as well. Um, I don't think so. I, I don't think, think so. Only, yeah. I think after what we saw when Ethereum was over four thousand, that was enough for me to start definitely changing how I thought about the relationship between them. And I started to think of it more like if you're in NFTs and Ethereum dumps, you're gonna still be doing better in USD than if you're holding liquidity. But if if Ethereum just rips, you're gonna be doing worse. Like almost think of it like LPing against like USDC. But aren't like what do you consider punks as like I don't I think people need to be more tempered with like how much they think their punk should be worth in terms of like pure uh ETH prices, but I think that like they should almost be always accruing value against ETH, right? Even if it's like a few percent a year. Um the way I think about it at least. And I, honestly even if ETH isn't the winning Chain, I think punks will have like a bull thesis there because just today I've had two friends uh, buy punks for the first time, right? And then there's that like Olympian oh, woman, DeFi kids, yeah, lit, yeah, probably even, nothing. If if ETH really becomes like significantly deflationary, like we don't know if it will be, then I I don't know if that holds true. But but I I see what you're saying in that regard, just because like ETH is not. It's like a relatively scarce asset. Like it's easy for people to get into it, whereas like punks is gain this. Well, ether ether could become like a scarce asset that is easily divisible and fungible. Yeah, whereas but, and, punks and, are a scarce asset, but they're not fungible. Like one punk does not equal one crypto. They're less fungible. But yeah, I mean, but in, in what I mean, scenario no, is not that, really fungible? And what scenario I mean, is like ETH more scarce than uh than crypto punks? There's only ten thousand punks. I know what I'm saying is they can both be scarce assets, but one is fungible and not unique, and the yeah. other one is unique. I mean, yeah. fractional fractional makes it fungible. Right, right. That, fish, that yeah, is the one that's case. My point. That is the one case. But by default, they are not fungible. Like you, you have to, you have to find someone. If you own the CryptoPunk, you have to find someone else to pick the CryptoPunk that you have to sell it. Mm-hmm. It's not like Ether where you could just go market dump it for USD or Bitcoin or whatever. And, and there's variance too between the total market capitalization of a fractionalized punch, punk versus another punk. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's the whole point of like one does not equal one. Tether, Tether's uh, trading below peg. Should should we ape into Tether, or is the flood real? <laughs> Borrow Tether. Should we borrow Tether and like if, if it goes to zero, then we like like I, I feel like it has like a max like it's 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 not going above a dollar, but like there is a possibility where it gets butted to like whatever. That's happened before in the past, uh, and then they they beat the case. But you can literally just if like that arb they beat the case. <laughs> they did, but you can always just hit that arb uh, if you really want to at scale. Like if, if it was trading like. A few cents below because you can just literally convert it 
or redeem it into dollars. I know a few people have done it with size, um, so shit works, but we'll see what happens. All right, these I, I just delisted one of my watercolors. So I delisted a century. We're in this together, sir. A dynamic slice. Um, I'm going through right now. I delisted a Unigrid. A Nimbus. Joey, what, what, what you said about the blue and yellow. That's scary. Dude, some of my ignitions start to sell. I start panicking. Dude, I lost, <laughs> a couple, I lost a couple of my ignitions, man. But that's on me, you know? Dude, the, the floor went from like one Ethereum to like over three, I think. Because my shit that was listed between three and seven got picked up. I had oh, rare nice shit, though. Like, I had some nice like shit that I sold for losses. I also uh, I posted Vincent a picture Bando of the dog. I bought my singularity. Dude, thank you for that saying, by the way. Yeah, you got in at a good time. I know you would you will treat the D's minting provenance very well. I know it went to good hands. I mean that's my curated singularity for life, bro. I'm I'm priced out of a blue green one. I'll never be able to get my hands on one with those. Bro, guys. same. They're so sick. Should too. I fractionalize my blue green singularity? What do you think that thing's worth? Holy sh dude, D's, you have you have like the grail sing. I was second, asking, like, second, what, second, what would the Akira one. one, like, yeah, what would that? He has it listed at 3,000 Ethereum right now. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Like, well, guy, guy, what valuation would entice you to want to buy, like, fractional ownership of? Like, what price would mine have to be at, the, the green one? Where I would, like, want to buy a bunch of it? Like, or, like, say you wanted to buy, like, 10% of it. Like, what, what point? What price would you want ten percent of it at? Like, where would you I mean, cut it, it off? Like, if like if you put it up for fifty, I would probably buy ten percent immediately. I don't think I'd do it for less than a hundred, honestly. Right? Yeah, that's so. Like at that, yeah, that's that's more. That's like I'd probably buy. I'd probably because I had it. the red one listed at fifty, and I delisted it two weeks ago, and would have been pissed if it sold. Yeah, like I should have just. You know, the problem with things at the beginning, like early on, like I, when I first got into the situation in like mid-February, like you guys had already ran the sing floor up to the point where like as a, as a newcomer, it was like singularities, ringers. I was like, all right, I can't, I, I'm not going to get those. They're already like three plus ETH. And at the relative to me at the time, that was crazy. So I just bought a bunch of squiggies. I bought a bunch of construction token, ignition, like all that shit, you know, like whatever was, whatever people weren't buying for whatever reason at the time. I paper handed all that stuff. I think I've sold to you before, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, or you bought like squiggles to me. Back in the day, somebody sold me a pipe squiggy for like three ETH and I like a fucking asshole sold it for nine. I, at the time though, I really thought like three Xing my ETH was an, a, a pretty amazing thing and it was and it allowed me to like actually like get into the space in a, in a more meaningful way but obviously had i held this shit uh yeah I'm but that's not, a error of outcome yeah sure. you can't buy you can't maximize no, outcomes sure. no like, for sure for sure I, I don't beat myself up over those ones yeah, i beat myself up over yeah. the, ones, the ones that i sold for gains like i don't beat myself up over that would be crazy the thing that i always beat myself up over is the shit that i didn't buy like anything that i ever had that like looked at felt a ping in my gut and then like didn't buy those. Oh, bro, yes. I mean, I've sold our like, box, you know, like, curated our box for losses. You know, 
that that's that's pain oh man bro don't do that please nobody yeah do that. never do that just always hold it and I mean, it's, for it's so much easier to see what. now but like when we're going i don't know when eth is like just skyrocketing and you leverage i don't know that, that's just my but i mean i've yeah, made don't, other don't do that either don't do that either I, I, so you're looking at like the usd five. value of it rather than like yo flood just texted me he bought a punk <laughs> finally that's probably yeah, nothing fuck it that's hilarious bro wild Sobi, you're about to you're about to just shill everyone from DeFi into nfts and i'm here for it a lot of people already were dude i, dude. I actually felt like an idiot i knew about punks i was literally gonna pull the trig on a shit ton of punks in october of last year and ah. i ended up buying dude i bought a fucking 50k based nft to fund the fucking protocol and that shit just went to zero i'm a fucking idiot dude and then i bought punks like way way higher but <sighs> rather buy high now than regret it for the rest of my life you know yeah for sure i actually sold a punk today and i think i sold it below floor but I just wanted to get uh, the thing is, I think like there's the aesthetic punk thesis is like so true. Just like there's some punks that are like, oh, wow, did I really pay an extra like 30, 40 grand for this? And all the time, I feel like the answer is like low key. Yes. Um, wait, I feel so like the answer wait, you is don't have, always you don't have five punks anymore. No, no. I sold I know, one DC today. investor talks about this where it's like if you got a, a, a more aesthetic punk like early on for like. 20 30 percent higher than the floor price like you're getting outperformed by like the floor punks or like you have been it's like been pretty consistent in that regard and it, i feel like that rings true with a lot of uh other projects like like squiggles is an example like squiggles if you get like if you got like early on like a shit looking squiggle that's like not even a cool design uh you've like probably outperformed someone that's gotten like a ribbed or a slinky or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it depends on your entry. That's true with everything. No, but like no, I'm not I, even saying yeah, entry. So, I'm so saying, like, just straight buying a floor versus, like, at, at any point versus uh, not buying a floor. It really depends on timing of the market, honestly. Because, like, when I got into punks and, like... That's my point. Yeah, like, in mid-February in mid February or whatever, like, ha- instead of buying, like, three floor punks or whatever, had I had I, like spent 20 ETH or something on what would have been then like a mid-range punk, I I would have made a lot more money flipping than I did just flipping the floors. Yeah, so, Sobi, Sobi, do you or do you not have five punks in your wallet? Because I, I wanted to use that bar in a song. Oh, no, not anymore. Bro. <laughs> now you have to buy another one. So I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to. I'm trying to flip into a, a 3D one by the end of Q3, bro. All right. Bet. Yeah, so I got till September because I need, I need a 3D joint, and I think there's a lot of drops and a lot of things happening. Uh, that in the short time, I would rather sell like something that I consider like a floor punk as an aesthetic. Uh, get the liquidity because I also bought it when ETH was like 1700 or 1800. So overall, just like a pretty good trade. Um, and I, honestly, I was like surprised how quickly it sold. It's actually pretty impressive that like if you consider the fact like for other uh, collectibles, what is considered a floor punk would be like the rarest collectible in that collection and even then it's like impossible to sell so the fact that like floor punks have such uh liquidity at like 20 eth is interesting but if you look at the numbers it's really not that many of us so 
the incentives still aren't there on punks, but I think going back to the aesthetic thing on a long term thesis, I feel like if you have, if you're like the, the other party, the other side of this trade, or like whoever is buying it from you, is someone that has like a shit ton of money. Where like the increase in like another hundred thousand, two hundred thousand um, dollars doesn't really affect them, and they'd want to go like I want to pick the one that I want, right? Because like the optionality. Um, of goods and like luxury watches, right? So people will literally pay out the ass for like, oh no, this is rose gold, right? And I think that is something to consider in terms of like knowing your audience for punks. And I think they will be like the luxury uh, NFT and like literally three people now uh, after Flood just texted me, dudes that are pretty like you know have done pretty well for themselves are all buying punks and they're all they're all looking for aesthetic ones. Well, I talked to two of them. They were sending me punks, asking me like, do you like this one? Do you like this one? Reading this one, right? And I think it's it's interesting what's going on. Like, might be nothing, but might be a run on punk soon. Probably nothing, though. It's definitely, definitely, probably nothing. I mean, that's the way most of these, like punks and maybe apes, will get to like these status symbols and cats. You know, there's. I feel like there's a couple of these avatar projects, and obviously, punks are like the top tier of all these avatar projects, but. I- in general, they're like. I just think of punks in terms of like I associate it too much with the price of ETH, or I think about pre- like punks in terms of ETH price, and it like I don't know, like like will it get to thirty ETH? I mean, I thought like okay, punks are gonna get like by the end of twenty twenty one, like ETH will be ten k and they'll be worth like ten ETH, and this was like when I got my first punk back in September, um, and like. It's obviously like past that in terms of ETH, but like I don't know. I'm 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 skeptical. Yeah, it gets I'm much better you. in ETH. I'm with you. That like the in, the interesting part to watch is going to be the relationship between the floor of the punks and ether as we go up and then as we go down. It's going to be really really interesting relationship because if they're truly inversely correlated, then that's two great like highly liquid things that you can trade that are inversely correlated. Like that would be amazing. Well, I, I think uh, I don't. I wouldn't necessarily say that the assets are inversely correlated. It's just that like prices do a re, uh, reorganization, basically, um, at reaching at certain like inflection points. It's like ETH ran from like two K to four K like pretty quickly, dude. Um, or especially after it broke like three, which is just insane uh, valuation on something that I consider more of like a store over a store of value, where I don't expect them to outperform ETH a shit ton, but the reason why is because ETH is just killing it. And it, But year over year, if you're outperforming ETH by like, like let's say ETH is the well, standard and you're outperforming by one I do one think it outperforms Ether. I think it outperforms yeah. Ether on the downside is what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why it would be inversely correlated. Yeah, I mean, I, I think a, a great thing could be actually, like because people reprice uh, their NFTs, or I don't even know actually, dude. It's like a trip. Like that's a really good point that, well, well, what what you were saying is like if if people are thinking about it like the Richard Milley or the Rolex, and especially like the Floor Punks is probably more like a Rolex, then it's just going to be priced in dollars for probably most the foreseeable people, future. Yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting, dude. I don't know what it's going to look like. Um, the other aspect is like if any NFT is going to get liquidity or like be used as like capital efficient collateral. It's also punks. It's also like, what if like social capital or like Rentech mm. is like, okay, we're just gonna buy a thousand punks or, or like half of what's listed and just like wreck the floor. Like 
that I feel like that's just like a possibility too. Like we, we like How the amount of wealth list their shit though. Like, but like it wouldn't, like, I mean, they wouldn't, the slippage there? They, they wouldn't like, I like do it like all in one transaction or like, but they would do it like they buy like five to 10 a day. And that's even yeah, worse. They wouldn't that's even worse. That's even worse because people would realize what was happening. And then they would delist their shit. I mean, G Money started it today or did something like that today. So what you're saying is up. I don't think there's like a safer asset in crypto than a punk right now. Safer than Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather I don't know. server Bitcoin. Yeah, but the other thing that you have to understand is it still is an asset that's on top of Ethereum. And is the Ethereum network safer than Bitcoin? Now, this is like a huge debate, right? Like, so an asset that's built on top of one network relies on the security of that network. It's not just about like the current price movement. It's also about the security of the network. I'm not I'm not arguing for one way or the other. I don't really know the answer to that question. I, I, I agree with that, but I, I I feel like I don't know. I feel like Doge is even like cut into the Bitcoin thesis of like I don't know. Like Bitcoin to me is like a pet rock. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, you don't, you can't do anything with it. You can just like, it's like but buying it's gold. The, it's the pet rock. It's the OG. The, like financial institution wants. So that's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's collateral. Deal. It's, it's hard collateral. That's what it is. It's a and feature, what I'm is not that, a bug, you know? Yeah. Okay. Right, right. Like you can buy a bond, a corporate bond and that's like hard, that's collateral and like, you'll get your return, but like, but this is very good than a bond. Have you ever just bought or sold a bond on a secondary market? It's like an extremely inefficient project process, actually. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. It's like a lot more liquid. There's like a lot more benefit. You can send it around the world in like a second, not a second, like a couple minutes or whatever. But you can go on Coinbase right now and take out a loan against Bitcoin immediately. I, I think Bitcoin is good for everything. Like Bitcoin catching on is like amazing because people like there's a unit bias that people uh, use, and it's like very much so. Like it's going to be like an asset class for just. Um, I don't know, people that are hedging against inflation or just people that already have a shit ton of money and they want to put it somewhere in a way that they have complete control. So much of the reason why there's more dollars in circulation outside the United States than within because people trust it. They know it's not going to get seized. And that security, like that peace of mind is worth it for a lot of people. And I think that... That's also, that's also, it's also because there's an order of magnitude or several orders of magnitude more people outside of the United States than there is inside the United States. Yeah. So there's more variables to that. Yeah, but the as you go like look at the inflation or like the exchange rates, like there's not many like in India or Pakistan, not everyone's holding dollars. It's like just the rich right, are, right. are putting their like it's it's a store of value. But I get what you mean. And then the other thing is interesting though with all that is like once you learn about Bitcoin, you're like okay, like digital value is cool, but I feel like there's more here that I can do. And that's when you start getting down the rabbit hole of smart contracts and like service applications and all that stuff. So I think like. Being pro Bitcoin is like pro crypto, but it's like maximalism is super cringe though. Like you have to understand like, <laughs> that's like turned me off to Bitcoin more than anything else. And yeah, yeah I, I agree. I'm I'm completely on board with you, and that's why I'm very very long BTC 
But at the end of the day, like saying something is safe, you have to acknowledge the implementation risk that's priced into something. And there's more implementation risk priced into Ether and therefore even more implementation risk priced into CryptoPunks that are built on top of Ether. Yeah, good point. I just like there there are enough people working on it to like make sure it doesn't get fucked that like I view that risk as like relatively low but I I do I do agree that like we, we agree is, on this bro. like I'm, oh, yeah. that is the bet that I also made I'm being very clear about that like that is the bet that I made but every again everything is probabilities like it's not 100% that they're not going to fuck something up <laughs> and ETH is going to go down for 24 hours once they implement EIP 1559 it's highly probable that they're going to like do a good job of implementing it in real time. Like I, I have confidence in that, but like there is that chance that they do something stupid and like something breaks. Going, going it might not staking, even be something yeah, major. Going to staking is, I, I view that as like a more risky. Yeah. yeah, yeah the merge. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. So sure. what is your hedge then right against uh, a black swan ETH events? Probably BTC. Do you buy a rare pet base? These already, uh, these already ripped some of those bad boys, right? I didn't get any of those from that auction. If that's what you mean. Oh, you didn't? No, oh, fuck. I just have a fuckload of pegs, dude. Speaking of pegs, the the ones for next week. Holy shit! It's gonna be hard for me to like stay liquid and not eat like two or three of these, just like being stupid. This project is like just above like how much I'm willing to pay for it, so I'm gonna talk about it. But I did because I didn't want to before, in case I like got one. But is anybody uh, buying or has seen uh, carpools or carpool? So it's a photography project. Uh, it's like it's like an addition of like there's 50 of them on uh, or carpoolers. Uh, Dgen Tech tweeted about it, but it's kind of got this like twin flame vibe to it that it, in regard to like being an addition of something but like also having its own like rawness and uniqueness to it i don't know if anybody saw that i'll pin it up here not yet looking forward to check it out pin 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 Arena, I'm like honestly still in disbelief that Mike Tyson bought that. What can I say? Ha ha. Do you think it's going to get to a thousand likes? I feel like it is. It could. It's only been six hours. But the thing is like the craziest part for me is that he tweeted and tagged me and said I'm an art pagilist. I don't even know. Like I had to Google this word. (laughs) That's awesome. Mike's a Chad. Right? Watching my wallet? (laughs) <laughs> probably what a sicko I love it damn but yeah I had such a good day today with like sales so many artwork got collected now I'm just can like create in peace and don't worry about like promoting anything else I just can like relax for a month and just paint paint so nice so I'm so thankful to him Did you get any, uh, like, a bunch of more sales off of that? Oh, know, yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got a bunch of, yeah, a bunch of completely new collectors. Not, like, people who used to collect me before from my, like, foundation and other platforms, but completely new collectors. Because, oh. like, that's, that's what annoys me 
the most about being an artist is at this point, it's not about how good is your painting or how good is your artwork. It's all about marketing. Like you just need an eye, eyes on your artwork. That's all it takes. Like people just need to see it and somebody gonna like it for sure. So that's why I believe like some artists have troubles with um, like, no, oh, I don't like my, my artwork. And, but it doesn't matter because you create it for somebody else. Like you put it to the world this artwork gonna inspire somebody else and like right now maybe you don't have any sales only because not enough people saw it so i think every single artwork gonna eventually sell every single art is gonna find their collector it's just a matter of time i mean i i don't think that all artists make good art though like it just because someone says i don't know i i it's, it's an optimistic take but i i I, I maybe I'm more pessimistic person. Um, maybe we just maybe we just don't understand this art at the moment. Like sometimes it takes decades for uh, people to catch up. But I'm talking about artists who who like create their entire life, who not just paint a couple years and then they stop. People who creating through the life, maybe they don't make money on their art, but they keep painting or they keep writing songs, they keep doing art. And I believe this will inspire somebody. And maybe if, like, you think, oh, this is bad artwork, it's. I believe it's no such a thing as a bad artwork because this can, again, inspire somebody in a beautiful way that can produce even bigger and more beautiful art. I, so I, like, I just think, like, if you think something is really good artwork, then you think something is, like, not as good. And then, like, therefore it's bad in relation to, to whatever else is, is like good or really good. One but, but what she's saying is like, it's subjective. Like it, yeah, it depends subjective. on the viewer. Yeah. 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 No, but I agree completely. It's all about perspective. I could think something is complete shit. And then like someone else would think it's like the best thing mm -hmm. ever. And, and so, and like I, that like basically proves that I don't know shit. And that's a really cool and interesting thing about art is that like, it just, it literally takes one person and like, a market can be changed forever and so, sometimes your perspective evolves because like you know like i used to hate on the squiggles and now i've come around to the squiggles so you know sir no we, <laughs> don't, we don't accept we I don't accept it. statements like that on the stage we accept we like them. the squiggles okay. no we don't hey i i i admit i was wrong so. I mean, I, 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 I've never been a fan of like the Spectrons and like the Spectrons are still going crazy and I, I, I'm still not a fan of Spectrons, but I mean, hey, some people are, so. But, oh my God, my, my ego today is so huge. I'm like, <laughs> my self-confidence is just enormous. I always knew that I'm a great artist. <laughs> like, if somebody don't like it, go away. But, like, <laughs> Sometimes, like Love I always believe that, like even if I don't like my paintings, somebody will connect with it. So it's not for me. I give it to the world. But right now, I feel like <laughs> even if I'm gonna be in completely, completely, completely bad situation and gonna be like 80, nothing sold, I'd be like, mm. I remember back in the day, Mike Tyson said, "I'm awesome, so life is good." Space has been going on for almost eight hours. I don't think I've eaten anything. I've just drank.
Definitely, we, definitely eat something. We need yeah, to have like a. We're getting we, some pizza now. Yeah, I was that's gonna say leftovers. we should. We should have like a pizza button where like those where like we can send D's food when the space is long. <laughs> long. <laughs> Twitter, Jesus. make a feature. New pizza button. Tip, in, tip yeah, D's and pizza. Into like. <laughs> those your knowledge proof on your address, bro. No docs. Easy. Like do like a ZK roll up of pizza delivery. <laughs> what else you like to eat? We send you something healthy too. Or you live on pizza. Jesus, in your ribeye. Dude, this space has been going on how long? I've had a busy ass day today. I was I came in here earlier uh, when Arjun and uh, Mike McDonald were in here too, and I got to listen. It was pretty cool. Um, but I'm glad you're marathoning this thing, dude. It's kind of to come in here vibe with you guys. It's a vibe, man. Marathon space is what we do. It's awesome because, like, homegirl was at my apartment today, and she was just like, I, I don't understand. Like, do you, got, do you really just, like, sit in here all day and listen to people talk about NFTs? And I was like, well, yeah, yes. but this is, like, my life now. This is, like, what I do. This is who I am, you know? You're immersed We're not fucking leaving. It's, it's, Marathon it's continues. Soby, it's it's doing this and staring at twitter is like in discord is better research than like anything else you can do oh 100 dude it's not even close might, yeah i might start paying a kid to come in here on an alt and just take notes for me and shit i'm not missing no alpha leaks so B, can we get uh, can we get notes for the dow question mark so we just have like five kids on fucking shifts every day catching spaces Dude, that'd be awesome. That's like an awesome opportunity. Get like our own CMS. They would learn. Yeah, they would learn too. Like, is is there going to be a day when there's a D's space that's open twenty four seven and D's? You have like a couple other like people that are like holding it down when you're having to sleep or whatever else it is that you do. There's like Asian hours for (laughs) D space. Or what else do you do besides sleep and talk about NFTs? That's all I imagine D's ever doing. And is there high. really time in the day to do anything else? That's all I really do is I sleep. I don't really have I, the time. Clearly. I chain smoke weed. I yeah. Smoke. <laughs> That's called researching, buddy. I mean, the funny thing be- about all of this is that it's way more profitable than basically working like an average job, which is like absolutely yeah. insane what the internet can offer you. By a lot, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's probably by, by 5 to 10x at least. Well, you're like, if you're, you know what you're doing. 10x at least. I mean, I won't, like, dox myself, but I, I mean, I, I own my own businesses, and, like, I'm at a point now where it's like, okay, I'm going to have to gonna have to retire from those because I I, I, I want to do it. I make more doing NFTs if I did this full time, you know? And we're just getting started, dude. That's the, the craziest part about all this. Like, the really cool stuff I feel like hasn't even been built out yet. Because there's still a limiting factor of, you know, to be honest, like on-chain transactions, right? And like hybrid solutions just aren't really there yet either. So it'll be really interesting to see where things scale. Because, um, you know, you can have like, like I think NFTs with video games is something that just deeply interests me. Because uh, imagine like an IP that succeeds on uh, like a blockchain or like that has an NFT component rather. Um, doesn't need to be like the game doesn't need to be played on-chain. But, you know, like a God of War or something. Like imagine if you bought the first God of War as like an NFT and like a God of War 3, they give you some crazy shit just because you've been rocking with them for that long. Yeah, that'd be sick. 
Yeah, I mean, the technology itself is going to take over a lot of different industries. Like you, you know, you mm-hmm. we're not going to live in a world where like the, the deed for your house is a piece of paper. It's going to be an NFT. Like all this, mm-hmm. all this stuff is going to shift. There, like there, was, there are whales right now who could easily just not work and and live off of like whatever they're going to get airdropped in the future. Like that's that's how early we are. Did OpenSea better do? I don't even know if they're going to ever airdrop a token. Please do a token. If open, bro. And MetaMask too, one MetaMask token. Oh, dude, I've been swapping on MetaMask. I've I've heard rumors that Paraswap.io is going to do a, a token. I've already done a shit ton of volume on there though, but yeah, I did. Yeah, that it's, and I've like CowSwap. I've like speculated that too. Or I I don't know about CowSwap. Also, CowSwap should be a bigger thing. Yes, that's yes. Another everyone thing. should be using it. Well, dude, that's what I wanted to start doing as part of like this thing in the DAO um, for just like the members in there is like, you know, like good good uh, transactional infrastructure. Because I don't think people are really applying it to NFTs right now because a lot of those guys that get like the MAV stuff are really just like, they're looking for ARB opportunities all day uh, across like different DEXs and like handling that. They're not really looking into this and thinking about how front running all those things could be useful. Can we get a newsletter, Sobi, and then like sell it? Like we get interns and then like sell it for NFTs and then get more interns? We could just pay them a respectable wage. Oh, I mean, that's what I'm saying. But you could also like, instead of it just being for us, you could like send it out, have people pay like a dollar a month or something like that and hire more interns and pay them more. I mean, so like a Ponzi. <laughs> I mean, that's a business, they, basically. What What uh, is in a Ponzi? I mean, Butterfly Dow definitely is a Ponzi, I'll tell you that. That's a very profound question. <laughs> Everything's a Ponzi. You just have to pick the best ones. What is in a That is correct. Though? I was thinking today, like, somebody tweeted, you know, the Olympus Dow 3-3 meme. And if you really think about it, like Artbox curated was like Olympus Dow on steroids. Like the people who minted that with a lot of size, especially the early projects, and then have held it and continue to hold it, like that's Diamond Hands like three three shit right there. Yeah, people who like have not sold instructions. There's like yeah. two or three on the market. Like when we were doing? pricing that curated set today, it was so hard because like you're looking at the market and like it was my only elevated deconstruction and i'm sitting there like okay well i can't really like justify buying this one for 3080 but this is the floor and there's only like two listed like what do you do vaughn nailed that Vaughn Mises about oh yeah the deconstruction I, so early on. Oh, yeah. i hate myself every day for selling my extra one for two ethereum oh man that's how i feel about my two uni grids that I sold for sub three. Let me ask I you guys this. One. Like what you just said is a pretty good example of how like it's hard to come up with pricing for uh, for NFT. So doesn't that mean like uh, NFTs that have been traded the most are the ones that are more likely to have like reliable uh, price feeds leading to like different, I don't know, like financial productization of them? Like punks or Lindy, and you should use those over something new like apes or uh, even newer. Well, I'm just thinking about from like the risk perspective of like how do you figure out like what is the actual liquidity, right? Because if uh, for like the curated thing, it's like people just iron handing or 
diamond handing or whatever is super hard, right? And so that's uh, it's interesting because then it's like, okay, well, I we can all just collude um, from a game theory perspective and be like, okay, we're going to set the floor here. But if there's no taker there, then what does that even mean? You know, so I don't know. I'm just, I, I've been thinking about that a lot uh, recently, especially with the fractionalization stuff going on. And I think the fractionalization stuff is actually going to lead to efficient price discovery for these larger pieces. Hundred percent. Really that's a really good point. That's why I love about fractionalization. Ethan. I think that's why D's uh, <laughs> went to fractionalize. I, I was very picky with like every opportunity that came up over the last six months. And when I saw this one, I just knew like within I don't know fifteen minutes that it was the one that was like, all right, this is the horse that you should jump on. It's like the democratization of owning these incredible assets that we've all decided on are incredible, right? Yeah, and it gives it like you said, like anybody can get in on it. Like if you want a one on one X copy, like for me, I would much rather put. Um, however much uh, open edition on Nifty Gateway that's open for five minutes, however much they're asking for, I'd much rather just put that directly into a 101 and just have like a fractional ownership of it rather than like have that open edition. I mean, you can you can also just like, like people aren't priced out from getting the best possible pieces, like irrespective of how much capital they have. If they're good at picking art, they can build out um, a portfolio of the best art yeah. without getting priced out. Oh, dude, that's actually super interesting now where you think of like, you know, people, like people go like, oh, fucking money's going to flow from majors into minors or other fuck. What if people start go, like seeing like, oh, money's going to blow up, flow from fidenzas and blocks into like whatever the fuck. Yeah, oh, I, like think the yeah side. I think I don't think you were in here <clears> for this <throat> idea, but like the one idea that I kind of had was like, what if you got like um, a fractionalized pool for like 10 Fidenzas? So it was like a Fidenza centric pool and then like 10 Singularity. So it was a Singularity centric pool. And then you could build a balancer liquidity pool on top of that, that rebalanced. And it was like the um, index fund equivalent of like the top eight art, art blocks curated projects. Oh, that's sick. And then actually. you could, right? Like how cool of an application would that be? You could also, I think, like, uh, like I would rather want to have an index of a few punks or like, like a bespoke punk index rather than exposure to overall punks. Then you that's, can go, like, yeah, that's like four. It's just hard like, to get oh, that, zombies. like, bootstrap that liquidity. Like, getting like five right. zombies right. in a mm-hmm. in a fund is like not. It's it's like like those are going to go for a million now each or, or looks, close to that. It looks so. like. Um, sorry, to derailed this, but Pop Wonder just announced that he's working with. Wicked craniums on a drop, so that's sick. Pop Wonder stuff is sick. Yeah, if you yeah, don't have Pop a Wicked Wonder's cranium, he's already done derivatives though, right? He's already no, done no, no. This isn't a derivative. This is like to token holders. Lab. They're gonna do a drop. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. doing. It's a so, bigger yeah. project than just the derivative for sure. Dude, I'm pretty pumped. Pop Wonder. Uh, I've got I've got a NFT record that I'll be releasing uh, pretty soon, and Pop Wonder was the artist that did the album art. Oh, that's sick. Go. I'm hyped for it. Fuck it. I'm going to do like a... I'm pumped because I'm, I'm going to do a thousand like prints of it for like very cheap. 
but I'm also going to sell the I'm one. I'm going to delist that pop wonder piece I have on the floor. Yeah, dude, get that out of there, Deez. It's been disrespected for too long, man. I, I mean, someone should have gobbled that up immediately. Yeah, fuck those people. No, fuck them, dude. You got to get it off right now. Before they don't someone, deserve it. Someone in this space is probably fucking heading Yeah, somebody's going to MEV you right dude, now. Dude, you, dude, you better fucking delist that with high I, I have dude. six listings I have to delist. This is great I'm joking. <laughs> it's kind of great style. But yeah, the concept for the one of one is going to be that the uh, whoever buys the one of one is going to become our partner and own like half of the master to the actual record. And if we ever do any type of like record dealer licensing or whatever, they'll, <coughs> they'll be our partner in that. So long as they hold the NFT. I'm just fucking... I, I still can't believe how much, like, we're about to have 200 holders of these art blocks, too. 200 holders of the AB token? ABC123, yeah. Go. So they, will, they that, will that fund, like, continually get, like, one of each new art block project, or is it, like, up to Century? Or so this like, one's sealed off crystals? on the first, the first 30 projects. Or the first three series, I mean. I think it might okay, so Cent Century is the last one for that? Or? Yeah, Century is the okay. last one. What is that? AB tokens? What are those? So, Fractional launched today, and one of our curated vaults is a complete art box curated set, and the underlying ERC-20 token that's tradable is called ABC-123. I wonder if like people people will value like the floor of art blocks based on like that uh, like that fractional price. Like let's say like oh I think that this curated is like uh, like slightly above average and it's trading at like a discount to whatever the that whole curated set is. Then like it's probably good value or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, the people who keep buying it keep voting to change the auction price higher. So um, my liquidity that I'm providing, I feel like I probably need to tweak it. I'm using Uniswap V3, which is just incredible for this. Like this would have been such a pain in the ass to do with Uniswap V2, but Uniswap V3 just made it so easy with how you can concentrate liquidity in a tight range. So you're like able to take the vault and basically bootstrap liquidity with it. Um, what we did is we offered the vault I mean, the uh, ERC-20 is representing the vault uh, a little under the floor of a set, so people would be enticed to, like, buy it. And it was just because, like, we had a lot of art box pieces already, so we didn't have to buy too many to get the set together. Uh, the Vogu thing... Just a heads up, they they I don't know if they'll still do it, but they did mention they were gonna drop the link in the announcement section of that Discord about five minutes before it actually went live. So uh that's in a couple minutes, possibly. Gas is gonna be one way. I'm excited. Time's a thousand. I heard if you set your gas to zero, it just calculates the most optimal gas price automatically and puts it through for you. Bullish on ETH too. <laughs> See, that's that's what happens if you set the gas limit to zero as well. 
That's what I'm excited about Jenny general series sequencing, bro. It's like a, a different way to organize blocks. I think uh, Link's been working on. Um, it's gonna be interesting, dude. MEV is a super interesting topic that I think like a lot of people don't talk about. Yeah, man, it is. Uh, it, it'd be a funny exercise, actually, if you go look. If most people looked up if they've ever been sandwich attacked, um, and odds are they probably have if they've ever used like a dex without like an aggregator. Yeah, if you're trying to get like a shit coin transaction through without making your slippage crazy, it's, it's not, can go bad. Mm -hmm. There's normal stuff you can do where you can route it through a smart contract. Like you can set up a smart contract where like you're just transacting with it and it looks like a contract interfacing with it. And that can, that like, that has like pretty decent hit rate, but even then that's like, that's just bare minimums. There's like some super sophisticated uh, bots out there. Canceled some offers, but I can't see the updated ones because it's not updating. I'm impatient. How many of these should we we go for? Vogus? It's not actually letting us met. Yeah, anyone else yeah. having that issue? They sent the link. We still have not... three minutes. Yeah, I think look on the side. You still have three minutes, so you can't. So I guess they, I guess they sent the link, but like it, you can't actually mint. So the alpha, yeah. I guess, is just having the link. So yeah. someone sent me the link, bro. What the fuck? Um, it's in their Discord if you go to oh, yeah, the it, announcement I channel. It, I got it, I got it, I got it. Thank you. Yeah. Yo, should I buy FTT or Soul right now? Just pick one. Soul. Soul. Right. Soldiers. Uh, dude, why is it not loading, dude? Uh, someone mint and then send me the smart contract on Etherscan. So they actually already posted the smart contract also in that channel if you are serious and want to like oh, set up your transaction in advance. I found it. Thank you. How do you do that? Do you just like... I'm too, I'm too stupid to be honest. Someone offered to um, explain it to me, and I was just like, "Man, I'm gonna just have to ape gas instead because I don't think I can learn that skill in four minutes." Dude, gas like is the right too. Like what's gas saying? It is four hundred and two. So you gotta go. Okay. So anything right. anything below that is good, right? Still two minutes there, right? So like, yeah. why why is it gas shouldn't be that high already, right? Or... Uh, uh, that's dude. This is not like. There's we'll see. I, there's, I think... there's transactions being pushed through right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, I need to learn how to like do the smart contract shit directly. How many ether is this supposed to raise? What is this? Point zero seven seven, and it's how many are there? Seven 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 seven, I think. All right. So okay. So it's about ten per, almost ten percent sold out. This one's gonna be nuts, huh? Damn, Kiwi's not up. I just said five hundred Gwei. Like I might just vibe and buy secondary. Sixteen hundred already. Yeah, I'm gonna probably stick to secondary to be honest. Like I don't really wanna mess around with probably what's gonna be eight hundred Gwei. Like. Yeah, it's really not worth it if you're only minting like a couple too. So yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna wait for secondary to be honest. I wish I had fifteen ETH to ape, but unfortunately, I do not. Thank you, 551. I'm checking out this site now. Yeah, and I like how it splits it out between each different art block, like playground and factory and whatever. Hmm. I still can't find that mint button. That's too bad. Me neither. Oh, the, I see the mint button. It just doesn't do anything. My wallet's connected, I believe, but I yeah, still just see it. Too. I still just see a black screen that says "connect wallet." Well, there's a mint button on the left, but it's not like it doesn't do anything, from my understanding. Yeah, I'm just sitting at the same page where it's where I originally connected my wallet. It's black screen with the connect wallet button. contract address if they haven't put it in discord and it hasn't been a minting yet that's something i feel like i need to level up on i have the contract but i'm not sure what to do after that six... so how did, how did you get the contract is it just listed somewhere or well i i looked it's at either discord i also looked at either scan and the most like recent transactions going by and then for whatever this mint oh, wow. price is because because there's so many transactions i figured that i'd that are definitely related to this project that are happening right now. So it wasn't easy, hard to, like it was a, I just like guessed and checked and I think this is the one, but now I'm, I know it's like right contract and then something else, but I don't know. I don't want to fuck that up or I don't know what What's to do. What's wild is it's already, what is that? Uh, 20% sold out. Oh, you found the contract too, huh? Yeah. It's people, in the people Discord. Got in. Yeah, it's, it's in the discord. Okay. I haven't found that. Uh, but I can't. Do you hear they're shutting down the contract? They were saying that on their audio call. 
don't know. I just like am not a huge fan of the the gas war shit. It's just like this is like utterly ridiculous that we have to do this. It sucks, but on the flip side, if you learn it, you have an advantage. <laughs> that is bro, very just true. Solve, yeah. Just solve MEV for everybody. It's fine. Yeah, bro. And we won't have to do yeah. it. What about the Algo stables? That's what I want to see. Malt V2? Please. I did ape into Ghost, and you know what? I've done well, so. It's helping me out. So all their people dropped off the call in their Discord channel now. It's just silent. <laughs> well, yeah, once they said they were shutting down the contract, the guy was like, oh, shit, I have to go off the call to handle shutting down the contract. <laughs> they're shutting down the contract? Well, it's just stopping it from minting, yeah. They're, they're gonna, I guess they must have written some function in the contract to both start and stop uh, sales. That's pretty common, actually. I've said, we, I have a contract that does that. I just don't understand, like, why can't we mint it's eight? We're passing the eight-hour mark for this space. You must be getting paid to do crypto, Dees. You've been you've been on that space for eight hours. Yeah. Fucking pump and dumper. Pumping and dumping. So, what's going on with Vogue? Is it a rug? Uh, yeah, it's a rug. Good. Fuck it. No, they'll 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 deal with this. I think some people were able to get them through like direct minting yeah so yeah I, I, it's like stopped at 1760 yeah so, so the move for me at this point is is to figure out how to do that before they turn the minter back on so, so i can actually get a few because if people know how to do that obviously they're gonna get more oh yeah i mean it's already 25 percent sold out basically so all right well it's gonna be till 8 30 if you're on Eastern Standard Time, that's what they just said in Discord. So it's fucked up because I I tried to and I don't know I I think I heard someone hitting a bubbler before might have been these which inspired me, uh, and I I thought <laughs> that I was smoking the perfectly timed pre mint spliff and I got fucking rugged on that and I'm gonna have to smoke another one now probably my ninth of the day. Pre mint spliff, dude. I I feel bad for you, guy. I'm sorry that you had to go through that. Yeah, that I, I'd give though. away another eight Ethereum to a scammer if you make <laughs> another non-premium split. Yeah, Deez isn't get, getting paid to host these spaces. He's get he's like yeah, paying, I'm paying people. other people <laughs> while I host the space. Well, thanks for paying for my rent, Deez. I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, that's gotta be. Dude, I just think the most beautiful. There's the most beautiful sunset going on in New York City right now. I don't know if anybody here is from New York City, but like there is a beautiful pink ball just slowly setting over the city in this rainbow sky. It's fucking lit. Um, you're it's making me look outside world. right now. Same. She don't Dude, really hit that hard. There is a special. Um, the guy who did the Mita attack. There's a special OS pro OpenSea profile he has just for minting. That's the guy botting this shit for sure. <laughs> What's his address? Yeah. <laughs> There's a, a vault version for him, a normal, and a minter. This is so funny. Chad.
my shit just keeps. Someone, someone bought Vincent Van Doe bought one of my pegs too. He's literally just buying like all the shit I've listed. Fuck that guy. I feel like I'm gonna go delist. I'm gonna go delist the other peg. Dude, that's actually so lit that someone is like so good at what they do. When they buy something off you, you instantly think, "God damn it, I could have got it. I could have sold it for more." Yeah, I'm like rushing to remove the other ones right now. Honestly. Yeah, I sold a I sold a color study to Jeff Davis, and I instantly regretted it. <laughs> when you see the artist of the project buying it from you, you're like, "Oh no!" That's literally. I don't think it could get worse than that. Where did it, or it doesn't wrong? feel worse. At the same time, you just have like that much more respect for the artist too, because it's like, fuck yeah, you're buying your shit back because like you believe in it. Was that one you minted, or was that just one you had bought and were in the middle? It of? was one I minted. That's kind of. I didn't. Cool. This was like, I I didn't realize like the power of our blocks at the time too. Um, is anyone here farming on Solana? No, I just bought NFTs on Solana. The ape shit or whatever? I bought fracks too. Uh, there's Solana has some interesting gaming projects coming out, Aurori and Open Era. Um, and then this other one too called like DeFi Lands. Nice. If you have some stables, these I'll I'll leak some uh I'll leak a good stable farm to you later. It's Yo, Sobe, can you send me one? Is that the Luna farm? Luke, leak leak it to me, and I'll swap what I have marinating, doing fuck all on like a polygon curve, into it. There's some good farms right now, that's for sure. Are you putting your polygon yeah. curve in Addy? I'll just I'm just gonna leak the alpha right now. You just mint, you mint fucking, find find the die of Solana, right? And then you go and you mint, your, you put your USDC on there, you mint the fucking pie or whatever it's called. And then you take that, you deposit that on Saber. Um, and you're earning yield on both ways. What's it looking like? Like what percent? Not investment. I don't know price. what, I know, I don't know what the parrot, uh, the parrot. Is this like a key? Is? Oh, P or whatever. Yeah, is is it just for stables, Sobe? Um, I think Saber has a, a wrapped Luna, Ren Luna pool, and like a couple different pegged assets. But uh, uh, and then you can also mint the stable, that stable with uh, Solana as well. Um, and you you are you are you earning the reward for their like governance token, which I don't really know what it does. Um, but you're earning it. As long as you're earning it, you don't need to know what it does. That's very unnecessary, <laughs> especially if the price goes up. Yeah, so like the, the Saber APY, I think, is like 40% outright, and then whatever the PRT would be on top of that. I'm assuming it's somewhere between 60 to 70, but I think the Saber ship will probably end up mooning um, a little bit. I would not I would not fucking buy it, though. Not financial advice, but I would never ape into a fucking token in pool two. Um, but yeah, there's an alpha league. And you can use wormhole to to trust, trustlessly bridge over there, I think. But I had issues. Does that work with with Terra or Luna? The or I, is there a bridge I, yet? I I don't know, but I believe that there is a way to. Uh, 
I think so because right there's there's a wrapped Luna Ren Luna pool on uh, Saber, and Saber is just like a a stable swap, but with a little bit more uh, pegged assets on, kind of like saddle saddle swap or whatever saddle finance. Dude, is there like a way to find all of these? Like I've heard of some of them, but like, is there a curated list? Or is it just like yeah. nomadic stable farm? That that that's called fucking alpha leaking, bro. You gotta just be an autist and looking at shit on Twitter, funny new accounts. Leaf hat dot tools. Hey, stop! Stop doing that, dude. That but dude, hat is like there's so much. I already know. But there's so much shit on that though on VFAT yeah, now too. But VFAT is all EVM though, so like the soul shit is you're in no man's land. Oh, what's up, okay. buddy? Uh, the other way you can do it is go to the. Uh, this is another alpha leak. If you want to find farms, go look at what farms are available at the, go find a yield aggregator and go look at the farms. Cause I think yield aggregators, especially that's, that's more of an alpha leak than telling people about VFAT fools. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You go, you go look there. And most of the time I don't use a yield aggregator. Um, I think like urine is the only one that I would like really trust mindlessly. And, uh, even Cause they've gotten seen get exploited. No, I'm, I'm joking. Well, they, they have the I, yeah. most amount of funds there. You know what I mean? But I'm saying even, like, the team, I'm saying, is it malicious? And, but even the fact that they've been exploited and they probably have the best team there shows that, like, most of the time... Rune uh, had a lot of funds, be... too. So, yeah. But I, I don't know. It's tough to judge that. But I, I use Adamant a lot on on, uh, on Matic or Polygon, and then they have, like, great Ponzi-nomics. So, mm. but, yeah, it, it, it really depends. And it's just Bunny, negative Bunny's media, gotten fucked too. Yeah, like it, it, I don't know. I just don't like, especially. Well, I guess if we go back, risk on. But most of the time is like, think about how good of a scam that is. You tell everyone, hey, put your money here. We're gonna go farm it with you. Like it's better off for them to just rug it than give you a token. And the other thing is like those 1.5 or whatever like deposit fees add up. Like especially, you can just self harvest on your own, bro. Like just once a day on these. uh like chains that have super low fees but like the the thing is like they'll harvest it for you or like because someone is gonna like once one person harvests it it harvests it for the whole pool so like instead of once a day it does it like once every five minutes or 10 minutes depending on how big the pool is and that like actually does make a difference in terms of like on, just on a long term a long term time frame but how how many farms have you ever even done for an entire year a month even but yeah <laughs> now i feel yeah. that so I think the, but even a month though. are the longest I've been in, and it's like a little over a month in each. But well, I'm, I'm not knocking it; they're great. I'm just saying that, like, think about like I'm just trying to make never. people aware. Oh, no, of never. the risk. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I was trying to say like it's never. If you're in a, a farm for less than a month, then like, is forty percent APR worth it? You, like, wouldn't you be more a believer in the coin? I feel like the only degen shit I've done is in the hundreds or thousands APR, and which makes way bigger APY. I will depend. Yeah, ten thousand plus is the way. Well, if I'm farming with stables, I'm just gonna dump the shit I'm getting because I'm getting it risk free on stable coins. That, okay. That's, like a, that's what I do. If like if they have a stable pool, I'm just dumping. But if it's an on risk pool, usually like for things like that, it's like stable pools the yeah, aren't typically as high. Or I've found that as well too. Yeah, and if it's like an on risk pool, like usually you're farming that because it's like a novel protocol. Like, I don't really give a shit about holding a governance token for a yield aggregator, bro. Like, that shit's literally on a function to zero. So, like, convex you wouldn't hold? 
I don't know. Convex is interesting because like you can well, farm. That, that's more but that's interesting because it's like those are those are interesting, but those are those are novel. You know what I mean? Most like yield aggregators aren't very novel at all. It's just the same shit. It's just VFAT tools with the front end. Yield aggregators are things like BP Finance, or is that what a yield aggregator is? It's yeah, like yeah. Pancake or Bunny or Adamant. No, or... no, those are a pancake is like an AMM. So. Yearn. Yearn is a yield aggregator. Yeah, Yearn is another good yield aggregator, or like Soul Farm, or uh, shit, what was the other one? Auto Farm on BSC. Um, and then I forgot what the, like, there was one on Beefy Finance, too. too. Yeah, Beefy, too. But yeah, yield aggregators, negative EV, in my opinion. I always appreciate DeFi people hanging out with us cartoon folks. I feel like uh, I do a little DeFi stuff, but more in the NFT world. And I just feel like there's so much to learn from y'all. And we can probably teach y'all. Bro, but these, these shits, these shits, thanks to these and thanks to Andy, are about to come full circle and like combine. Yeah, exactly. Which is why we so, got to learn as much from the DeFi folks so we know what's coming. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. You guys built something really cool, these. I mean, I was like 0.01% of it. I like helped with the Discord and I'm helping with the community, but I just came on the team. It was like all... You still provide a value, though. Andy and Thank I mean, you provided a lot of... Think, think about think about the platform that you gave them today. Oh, for sure. No, I mean, I just got here, though. Like, they've been building for months. Um, Charles, yeah, I saw no, your tweet. I got, you. I, I got your DM. I am not going to retweet your thread. I don't want to dilute my yields. But it's a good thread with good info. <laughs> I don't want to delete my yields. <laughs> it's funny. Like in, in NFTs, like you can get your bag and then come talk about it here. So you're actually helping yourself. Guess DeFi is a little different, huh? Well, dude, it's based on your weight against the pool, right? And like stable farms, yeah. are, like honestly, I believe if you, if you, you should have a cash portfolio or cash in like you're holding whatever to buy the dip, blah, blah, blah. But if you're not like just farming with that cash, like you could be missing out. Cause if you're early enough to a farm where you're actually farming this like token that is like worthless or whatever, but it five X's or six X's now you're like real yield ends up being like 600%. So you yeah, and then 2% of you. Yeah. Yeah. And then it could always like turn out to be like a Wi-Fi or, or some crazy shit like that too. There's always like that 1% chance. And now, and, uh, and it's like, I, if I'm not earning like 20, 20% is my base rate on, or 19% on, on stable coins. Cause that's like what you can get with anchor on Terra or, or Luna. So it's like, I don't know. It, it's like hard. And I mean, there is risk like, or systemic risk with like Luna, but, but like, I, I view that as like, uh, they've just been stress tested the shit out of during this most recent dip. But like, if you're not like, if you're not getting like for me, if I'm not getting 20%, I'm never going to make it. But, but mm -hmm. that's, yeah. Well, even yeah, if you, I think uh, I was gonna say even if you have a shit ton of ETH, you could borrow against your ETH, get stables, um, and as long as you're like not being a degenerate with your like collateralization factor, um, that's like a pretty good strategy to. It's just it's like passive income, and my thing is like I do believe that yields aren't gonna ever be this high, and today like today was the first day I actually set up a new farm in a while, and I was like okay, well everyone's already on Matic, everyone's already like the ETH shit's super competitive. So I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna go into the weeds of Solana and find what's what's a good stable farm there because Rust contracts are kind of like more uh, robust. Um, 
But yeah, dude, like, there's... I think L two yields are going to be high. Uh, to be to be clear, I think L two yields yeah. are going to be really well, high. There's going to be volume. like the uh, like Arbitrum, like if there's a token with that, and like all and like well that that too, Optimism, but just yeah. the sheer volume of providing liquidity. The co- like, like for LPing traditional LPing, uh, but I also I wonder what the inertia is going to look like um, for people going to, onto L twos because Optimism has that one week like challenge period. Right, which some people might not I wonder like about that too. I've heard Maker yeah. might it just, create it, it, it a solution for that. Depends on what people that. build. Mm-hmm. Depends on what people build. Some if people build some pretty cool shit that like other people want to use in that scale, which I think will probably happen. Then I don't think we need to worry about someone's it. Someone's probably like, people gonna, will figure out how to use the bandwidth. Someone's going to probably build something like an any swap or a cross chain between Optimism and like ETH mainnet, and like have like a liquidity pool be like fifty percent on ETH and fifty percent on Optimism, so that like transactions can go like back and forth or someone or should you, do that or honestly I, I think like coinbase and ftx are probably gonna offer something like that because i've I'm always wondered probably... that about uh, with coinbase because yeah, like it would be really nice if like you could buy eth from coinbase and then like have that already be on matic instead of like paying whatever fee but i think that that's definitely going to be an option but i don't think of it i mean maybe it will be matic but i would i would assume that they're incentives are more aligned with ethereum in general so they would just integrate like natively integrate some DeFi functionality or what appears to be DeFi functionality and then on the back end it's like okay you're actually providing liquidity on arbitrum or optimism or something like that and that's how they're getting the yield so did hashmas do their launch right with the fomo ramp considering how, how these uh these drops have been going lately Dude, I know the guy that sold a hash mask for 420 ETH, bro. What a fucking king, bro. Bro, y'all, y'all told That's me that, and shit. I was just fucking astounded. Like, how did that even happen? Right, bro. What, one of the oh, mysticals or whatever? Is, is that what they sold? Yeah, that fool hit me up. He's like, I'm going to mint one. And then he's like, he shows me. He's like, I think it's pretty rare. Like, it looks rare. And he's like, dude, I'm going to sell this shit. Like, what the fuck, bro? crazy it was like one day turnover nuts that's nuts i mean that's that's the only chance that you get to do that is like to get some whale to like fat finger or just like jump into something it wasn't even a fat finger the guy offered him 400 eth and he counter offered i'll take 420 for it i said sure (laughs) i mean think about how much eth that that guy had to have though yeah just be like all right fuck it (laughs) like whatever a hundred thousand probably like dude that's Dude, Holy shit. I got into a bidding war with Danny one time for like this thing that ended up being completely fucking worthless. I'm so glad I didn't win this shit, but it was like 50 ETH. And I was like, I remember I was like salty. I was like, fucking Danny. This was right after he just saw, uh, sold to Axie Land. And I was like, this motherfucker. But it ended up being a complete dud. So thank God. I mean, not good for Danny. That's my boy, but like, fuck. He can handle it. It was bro. easy for Danny to take the loss. You <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He probably doesn't even remember, dude. I got to bring it up to him. He's like, oh, that thing. I love it. I mean, you remember when he paid 420 for the hash mask? Ah, Chad. What I think Danny buys, that's what I think of, like, the goat. Just ape it, fuck it. Dude, he's so based. That's absolutely insane. Like that, that he just like will ape like that. It's all based on your cost basis, right? And like the amount of capital that you have. I mean, 
Yeah, that's true. I, yeah, I, I mean, that is true. It's also like, it's wild how like the wealth creation of crypto has just like, it, it gave people the ability to just do that. But it's not just crypto. It's like, it's the same with like Beyonce and Jay-Z buying that Rolls Royce. Like, they're just like, fuck it, bro. Like, we're going to buy this shit. Like, the fuck does it matter? You know, it's the same thing. Yeah. What Rolls Royce? Was she, was, she was hard? What happened? Bro, it's like a one-on-one. They paid like $60 yeah. million dollars for it. They got a one-on-one? Bro, go look up Jay-Z Rolls Royce. Wait, I think it's the it's blue it's like this crazy looking they got it for like blue ivy i believe it's called boat tail i think it's a one of one and they paid 29 million five million they paid or 29 sorry yeah 28 million dollars bro yeah so that's like that's like the real life equivalent of like what you guys are talking about like people do this shit in real life the world's most expensive car ever it's got like a fucking umbrella and shit in it. Like, what the fuck? Does it not have a roof? <laughs> Every Rolls Royce has an umbrella in it, bro. No, 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 no. I, I mean, like, you know, like, not like. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, it comes out. Yeah, it comes out. Yeah, it's got, it's got like a, like a table and then an umbrella that goes on top of the table. Like, dude, that's just. It's a beautiful car. Holy shit. I want I would like to be able to afford one. Yo, maybe maybe Jay is uh Vincent Van Doe. You think how many like super rich people do you think are just like alts? Like that you would like know if like you knew their actual name. Got to be a lot. There's got to be a good amount. Someone like I, I someone like name dropped themselves and I was like it was kind of a niche industry, but I, was like, I literally know you. Like, you're a fucking titan in, like, the industry you're in. Like, that's crazy. That you're just, like, an anon on Twitter, like, aping shit. Like, I, but it's kind of smart, though, right? Like, if, if Jay was to buy a Fidenza and everybody knew it was Jay, like, it would, like, spike the price up. Or, like, any art block, really. So, like, the smart thing to do is just slowly accumulate them under some pseudonymous Vincent like, Van Dyke Jay-Z confirmed, Bucket. What if yeah, Jay Z had an alt, but, but he's like a reply guy? That would be like. The I feel like it'd be more likely <laughs> if it was Kanye. And he only replies with memes, like GIF memes. Yeah, yeah, but they're like they're like the old ones, you know, like they don't hit. They have like mid two thousands humor and shit. Like Garfield <laughs> they're memes. They're just and like shit. not good. <laughs> they're not funny. Garfield memes, bro. He's sharing Garfield memes in twenty twenty one. Yeah, apparently the contract is back open. Apparently, actually, never mind. Just kidding. Long contract. Trill made a good point. He said he spent all day watching failed launches. Fractional has been the only thing that launched and didn't fail. Based. Dude, Anonymous is such a chat. He sent XCopy 10% of the supply. Yeah, of that was the, the first thing eyes. he did before he even LP'd or anything. That was the very first thing he did. He did it before launch. 
dude, what a fucking king, bro. Holy shit. Yeah, he's a savage. Dude. Wait, what did he do? Say that again. Wow. Um, he fractionalized this piece called Five Eyes by Xcopy, and he sent... Uh, so, you know, when you fractionalize it, you create a, like a supply of, an, of a fungible token. He sent 10% of that supply to Xcopy as, like, here, this is supposed to be your artist royalty for it. That that one of one he he bought on a super rare recently of Mac 2D is also dope as fuck too. I don't know if anybody saw Dude, that. He, he has a also, crazy collection. Uh, did you see what Sobi the Vogu stuff like the Dove minted sixty eight? That's a little sketch to be honest. Uh, I mean I I think sixty eight is fine. That's like well that's one percent of the supply. I was planning on minting a hundred, so fuck him. Holy shit. Oh my god. I was playing I was in like 10. Like I don't know. The gas is probably going to be ridiculous. So I might just buy off secondary. So wait, what did they do? They just paused the contract for now. Yeah, pause to 830. I was reliving my uh, scam in the punks discord for the community. Good vibes. Yeah, bro. That's that's spawned. Sorry. You're like in a good, like a relatively good mood still. That's awesome. I don't know if I'd be as, I mean, as good a mood as do? you are. Like, like I, I can't do anything to change it, so I can let it ruin my day, or I can go smoke a bowl and get over it. Like, I've lost more than 8 ETH on other shit that, you know, was uh, at least some of uh, opportunity I would like make money where this I just kind of lit it on fire but like it's, it's okay it's no big deal really I mean it's a tax loss at the end of the day oh, I just lost like 18.8 thousand dollars because I send it in the incinerator up we're still here Sean how are you doing Doing well. I'm apparently, you know, the whole worm, like the worm transferring from wallet to wallet. I'm like the last in line to receive it. And then I get to break the circle and give it to someone. That's Completely awesome. Unreal. I, I don't know shit about the worm, but I know that it was like a funny meme. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, I was for shits and gigs. I joined their discord. And I find myself. In line, everyone's like, "Praise be to the worm." So it's up to me to spread the good word. But uh, other than that, dinner was good. I just had dinner to celebrate my uh, dad's birthday. He turned seventy-four today. The guy, the man, is a beast. Dang. You'd have no. Where, where did you go out to dinner with him, or did you make it someplace like eat at the same, like his house or your house? No, nah, I went out to dinner. Uh, I live in Manhattan, so they they were in the cities visiting a actually a Van Gogh museum. 
uh, or exhibits, so some uh, traditional art. And I was telling them a bit about, you know, what I'm doing now, and they were trying to follow. And I was like, it's, it's digital art. Just just go with that. He's like, trying to explain the, uh, the fractional launch to him. And he's like, can I see the website? I'm like, sure, but we don't accept credit cards, so. You can you can just view. R.I.P. We still can't mint Vogus and it's eight thirty. Still, did Stoner Cats ever drop? Nope, it got delayed to tomorrow. Okay, wow, what a mess. Just trying to do our best. Oh, for two for the cryptos today. <laughs> it's Whoever like yeah, said just... fractional was the only successful launch. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's, that's like, a... it's cool art, but like I can't help to like be kind of soured by like if you. Soured by what? Did you just get rugged? Rugged. Rugged. <laughs> Guy, that was that was your chance, bro. What are you doing? And if we limit the um, So yo, so speaking of getting rugged, which is what's happening to all of us, uh that's what they're talking they're yeah, they're talking. I'm listening to them talk about the what is becoming the the failure of their launch. And they're just people use rug so loosely they're just fucking up. They're not rugging us. I'm yet. just kidding. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're totally not for those of you that uh that are not familiar with my uh, usage of the word rug as a as a joke. It's um, this is not an actual rug. This is just technical difficulties. But you know, we don't know. It could be. But, I don't, it doesn't. The project doesn't seem like a rug. The project seems really great. It's just that you know they got hit with a lot of people. It seems like that were using flashbots and things like that to to process their transactions early and. They thought, I guess, the right thing to do would be to shut it down, but now in, in trying to relink to, well, to the didn't server. the dev didn't didn't you say the dev like got X amount? So it's like if the dev could get it, and I mean I they pre-minted, I think, for themselves, and then uh, the devs are sleepy, dude. See, like but I I don't, I don't like that. Like, were they transparent about that? Because if they're not transparent, it's about it, that, it's, it's in the code. It's literally in the code. Actually, oh, that they're gonna do that. Uh, no, like, is that, like, on the website well, or in the Discord? Of course show? it's in the code. Yeah, like, did they actually let people know in the community beforehand? Yeah, exactly. Like, I know, I, know, I get that, I get that. I don't know. I don't, how do they not test their Web3 interface, though? Like, that's the easiest thing to test before this all launches is the, the connect to wallet button. That's the part I don't get. It's yeah, the easiest that's... to test, but it's hard to put together. Because you, you can have when people are trying to uh, access it because of, like, the increased demand you not, might not be expecting with the redirect. Do you guys think it might be a good idea? Uh, someone tweeted out earlier today, I think it was BD, to just randomly drop shit, like pick a day, and then do like waves. You guys think that would be a, a nice way to like spread shit out? Drop like 25%, 25% throughout the day? Sounds like more work for the team. Yeah, it's probably a bad idea. Just get it over with one and done or figure out a new way to do it. But like, I mean, but like, don't break can't, it up. Can't, can't you just take a, a day out of your time? Like, if you're going to make an entire project, you know what I mean? Like, what's a yeah, day? Yeah, but your customers don't want that. I think, I think it'd be cool to have, like, time zone drops, right? Because, you know, U.S. versus Europe, it'd be kind of cool to have, like, a U.S. drop versus a EU drop. I'm sure people would appreciate that. But do you need more so, than two So two drops? Okay, so yeah. two drops. Just split it in half? You think that would work? Aside from time zones, it doesn't really solve anything else, but it's a good thing to solve, so so I'm for it. It solves a little bit of the gas problem a, a tad bit, hopefully. Only doing what Artblocks is doing really will solve that gas problem. I think, I don't know how it'll look on the secondary market. Dutch but... auction should be the standard. 
for more things. Yeah. At the very least, like it'll find fair value and you're not going to see 1500 way. Don't get me wrong. I'm bittersweet yeah. about it. It was nice, you know, to print money for the first time fucking Saturday morning. It was my first 1500 way transaction to get one of those glitchy fuck shits. But, but that's bullshit. Like that's a broken system. Yeah. So can't connect a wallet. This is a little rough. The connect wallet screen doesn't even like come up. So wait. So they don't even have multiple like connect options. Like they're not doing like a wallet connect type deal. Uh, I mean, I like, think they had like, like a like a little list, but like it didn't. It it's like uh, the, there's like the buttons. Are they delayed it again. They delayed it again. <sighs> One of my hitters Yo, is listening these, to them. These, uh, I don't know if Jen's there. Oh, yeah, she's still in here. She said what she the guy the video. Out loud? Maybe they want to say out loud. She post it. Or actually, I guess I could figure out how to do it myself. <laughs> be the change you want to be, Lee. I've only been here for eight and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should probably at some point figure out how to use this app. Yeah. You can do it. I think I'm going to wait for the secondary market for Vogue. I feel like the hype's just too high. Yeah, I'm too confused about the launch, honestly. I have uh, faith I'll be able to snipe something nice under half an ETH anyway. Oh, hello. Um, yeah, it's confusing as fuck and it's annoying, but if anyone needs to know how to mint on a contract, um, it was working for everyone until they turned the contract off. Uh, I just tweeted a video how to do it. Uh, yeah. I still cannot figure out how to post this. Yeah, nice that's good. I do appreciate that. <clears throat> Thank you, C-Cats. Yeah, I really appreciate you guys. Guy, your, uh, your audio is through from Sorry. the other guy's chat. My bad. That's Paul. interesting, though, to listen into that. Jen FT, thank you for being nice. We like you. Jen, if you know how to, if you know how to use this feature... Can you post it now? What do you mean? I mean your your tweet. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, let me see if I can. Um, I got it. Yeah. yeah, I got it. And can you also explain to me how to, how to do it so that I know from future reference? I hit the three little dots here. No, okay. Is, is it, you hit no, like. That share like with the arrow right. and, and where it says share tweet you also should have a thing at the top with like a little oh, I don't have that. I'll make a video on how to do this too Hold on. oh yes okay sweet and no, then I'll I share it at the top of my space and it'll be meta <laughs> remember when we live minted shit and it was fun that was cool I miss those days no, Lee, I don't have a diamond either on mine. I've like seen her. Yeah, I think it's a settings issue. I think yeah. it's a settings issue, but I don't remember what setting it is I have to change, so it's pretty dope. Honestly, Thanks. half the time I'll be in a space and then my phone will just like stop working and everything will just stop and I'll try and come back in or like anything. If I open Twitter, it'll just be like one sentence on loop for like 10 minutes and yeah. That's like sometimes that happens when the entire space gets rugged. And it'll just like continuously loop like the last sentence that somebody said for like three minutes until somebody restarts the space. Very strange. 
Yeah. But anyway, um, I definitely don't give a fuck about this project anymore. Not in a bad way. I'm just like, I can't keep up with when it goes live. Um, but it was working for everyone to mint from contracts. They just closed it really quick. So I do know like a few people that got it through. Um, and hopefully this helps you for the next drop. The max amount you can mint through the contract is 17. So FYI. Yeah. So there are already some on the. Is there like a way to prevent that, like like a direct call to the contract, or, or is that like not possible? That no, dude, sense. that goes against Ethereum, bro. Well, Jeez. you can prevent other contracts from calling um, your contract. That's a thing, but you can't stop you can it from going on uh, on EtherScan, and yeah. and basically being like, no, you can't make. I'm it not. I, I, I'm yeah, not. Okay. I'm just like. I'm just thinking of you ideas. Can, yeah, I'm not like trying yeah. to go like against like do this off chain so, and be against the ethos. How dare you think of an idea? Ugh. But if you do this using Diamond Standard, you write your contract with Diamond <laughs> Standard. It's going to be a lot of gas. It's expensive to to put on the network. Etherscan doesn't have the capability of actually letting you write or read to a Diamond Standard contract. So on one hand, that'll kind of avoid that. On the other hand, people who know how to code will still be able to build a bot and, and snipe it. Send me the repo, Chuba, please. Fuck. I don't, I don't got a repo. Fuck off. I also feel like <laughs> almost not the end of the world, right? Like if we could teach people how to mint through Etherscan, then we wouldn't have to build a fucking website that connects to Web3. No, no, you got it backwards. People shouldn't have to go through fucking Etherscan. That's like yeah. early nerd programmer shit. If you can mint a, a fucking JPEG without ever knowing you're touching the blockchain, that's when we've won. Not the other way around yeah. where you have to get and then, as close <laughs> if, as if, every, if everybody used Etherscan, what you have to remember is Etherscan is still a centralized like well, collection of people. Let's do Taiwanese And then everybody kids. would be and then Big everybody jobs. would be dependent on Etherscan, and then that's not good either. I'm well, coming at it from not knowing how anything programming wise, and like trying to build shit like my own site that people can mint from. Like the hardest part is literally like not the blockchain stuff; it's making it all connect. So I feel you on Etherscan being centralized, but then what would the other? I mean, alternative B. Web3 dev isn't easy. Like, somebody who knows how to connect a, a smart contract to an interface generally makes decent money. Um, so, I think what you found is some alpha. And if, if you're building out like websites to make your own art or whatever, and you can do that on your own, you can save a lot of money and not have to split it with some devs if you can pull it off. Or you can go and help some other projects build some cool stuff. So, like, yeah, I think over the longer period, there there will just be like native libraries integrated into some like very popular languages that people use that will just do this for people. People are building. Um, it's called create create eth app. It's a play on create React app, and it puts together a React app that has all of the exactly the, like the Web three stuff. Yeah, using. if you're a decent React dev, you can put it together without knowing much about the blockchain. Like, I'm teaching a, a JavaScript dev how to do Web three connections. And as long as you like teach them to treat it like a backend, they pick it up pretty quickly. So like we're getting really close where we'll be able to take a lot of dev talent and throw it at a lot of cool projects, not just like JPEGs, but you know, thousands of other things that anyone can think of. I'm sending you a DM because I definitely want to learn and help in that space. I can I can help like over nope. DM, but I got like six projects, so I can't I can't take on anything. Oh no, else. I'm like I'm sorry. let me intern for you because I'm just teaching myself all this stuff. <laughs> so if you need help with anything, I'm just trying to learn. And yeah, anyway, I'll shut up now. You're good. 
Chuba got an intern. It's nice to be back, these. Uh, I already have yeah, an Chuba, intern. So Chuba, nice. you got an intern. I got two. Now interns. you got a whole squad. Hell you yeah. Whole, now you're, you're building your own uh, LLC over here. Oh, dude, working for Dallas is so much fun. Big recommend to everyone. And it's nice to be back, these. I was in Hawaii for three weeks, so I couldn't hop on. But, you know, it was nice I could serve. Your presence so. was missed, Chuba, but we're glad oh, you're back. Nice you too. Yeah, no, it's nice to be home shooting the shit in D-Space. I like your duck, sir. It's my Steve Jobs duck. It's got a, a turtleneck <laughs> and a top of acid. <laughs> I love it. On, like, the early days of ducks, I was, like, looking at that. I was like, hmm, how much will it cost to pick up all the Steve Jobs ducks? But then I was like, nobody else but me is going to want these. They're I don't know about that. They're delaying the drop until tomorrow. And secondly, if anyone's poaching Chuba, dude, it's going to be me. <laughs> I was muted when I was saying that earlier. I was like, Wait, did you add him? Did you add him to the Dow? Dude, the man's busy. He has six fucking projects. Now he's got seven. So he's saying not yet. Not yet is his answer. <laughs> no, I, I'll add you, though. You didn't like, you didn't like my tweet, bro. I thought you were mad at me. Damn. Now I'm gaslighting you. Nah, I've been away. I haven't even fucking been on Twitter in like 24 hours. Oh, that's crazy, man. <laughs> Especially in this fucking market. Yeah, no, for real though, actually. I feel you. I was on the beach with my dad. He's like talking about Bitcoin two days ago. He's like, I need to buy some of this shit. I'm like, yeah, like we only got like a little bit of GBTC. Got if I can get a hardware wallet, get some real Bitcoin. And then fuck, it pops off like a day later. I was like, great. Now I got to tell my dad we're back at 40K when he was buying GBTC at like 25. What a chat, damn. I called him the morning that the markets crashed from like 50k to like 30k, like fucking bloody Wednesday, I call it. And this was his first time buying Bitcoin. I was like, "Fucking, it's time to ape, Dad. You're fucking shoving my GBTC right now." Putting together the plunge protection team. Looks like your hat's a plunger too. Yeah, dude. Gotta. Gotta have a nice hat when sweeping the floor. Sobe knows a little about sweeping the polymorph floor. <laughs> <laughs> I bought so many of those. I might actually, I felt like buying something today, so I might just go buy like 20 more of those right now. No way, fuck off. Sweep I'm the, floor, the floor, to get a little lower. <laughs> we like the polymorphs, dude. We like the naked Charles. Naked Ragnars? Dude, I cried. I cried when Carbon Davis scrambled away the most iconic polymorph in history. It was honestly the most iconic polymorph. It's the only one, like, if you said polymorph, that was the one that came to mind because it's the only one that I saw. It's so painful. And he, and he just ruined scrambled it. it away. He, he yeah. just threw it into the ether and said, never again. My first uh, DAO proposal is going to be to give away some ETH if somebody can recreate that fucking polymorph. 25 and Ethereum bound. Throw in a fucking crypto punk in there too or something just to get people to do it. But but it'll be cool. If somebody can pull that off, like whoever gets the closest by like, I don't know, the end of like November or some shit, maybe I'll do it like that. I got to think about it. But I need that polymorph back in existence. Yeah, dude, uh, the Bogu shit's getting MEV'd to all shit. Bro, ah, uh, god damn it, dude. I'm trying Is to do this the, shit. Are those all, all gone already? Like did everyone mint those through the contract? No, they shut it down until tomorrow, same time. But I don't know which time they mean when they say same time. Um, <laughs> so we'll find out. the crypto. Oh, that hurts. Yeah.
Yo, can I ask um can I ask Jen a question about minting directly the contract? If she's still with us. Yeah, what's up? So for the pre- first of all, thanks for doing this. I feel like most people try to keep these types of alphas to themselves, and I really appreciate that there's some people that are trying to share the knowledge. So that's lit. Good looking out, homegirl. Um, how do you how do you put gas in? Like if, if with the price, I assume for the price because you you're still in. going in MetaMask. Like so, you're still signing off for the transaction with MetaMask. So once I, if, if this shit would have been functioning when I would have came in there, put in the number of tokens I wanted and the payable amount, like if I wanted to go 17, just whatever, 0.077 times 17. Yeah, it's like one point something. And then, so one- and then you would have, uh, like, because you connect to Web3, and so then you're approving gas in MetaMask. And then as soon as I clicked right, like my MetaMask would have popped out and I would have done gas the same way. Yeah. And that's it. That like would have that in theory would have worked. That would have been the whole yeah. process. That's yeah. so fucking easy. Yeah. But yours failed doing it that way? Yeah, I did it like exactly at five. So oh, they okay. turned the contract off. Like I didn't put the gas up high because I was kinda like, whatever. Right, um, right, right. Either I get it or I don't get it. But gotcha. at that point I think I already knew the site wasn't working. So I didn't think they would turn the contract off. Um, so like it failed, but, uh, yeah, that would have worked. Wow. That's um, sick. Yeah. And also like you can play with all that stuff. Like if you message me on testnet, like I've definitely like played with, um, yeah. If you want to message me, I can like show you stuff that like yeah, I did when I was me. just playing around with all this. And yeah, I mean, I literally didn't know what like cryptocurrency was in January and I feel like there's so many conversations that are like, this stuff's so easy. Anyone can do it. Everyone can do it. And if anyone's new, it's definitely not easy. Um, but I feel like all of this was supposed to be like open source. And we should be the same way about like teaching everyone how it works. Because the more people that like understand how it works and can actually like participate and build, like we'll be able to do so much cooler stuff. So, yep. These are facts. You should uh, try it. You should check out it's a dap, uh, Jim. It's a way for you to like no code, make your own dapps. It's nice for like automizing um, your interaction with other like smart contract applications like Aave and Compound and shit. That's awesome. I know. I feel like even in the last few weeks, there's been so many like new, like no code solutions that have come out. And I'm also like, damn, it took me about like, five months to realize that I also needed to learn React to learn what I was going to be able to do, to do what I wanted to be able to do. And like six months of like copying and pasting like shit and trying and failing that now I'm like, okay, well, I still want to like build this shit. Um, But yeah, I'm definitely going to check that out and anything else I'd love to know about. And I've been like putting guides up since the beginning. So yeah, super. Thanks for letting me know about that. Since we're uh, sharing alpha about minting through the smart contract, make sure you put in the right amount, like the exact amount, because a lot of these new drops are not using very good smart contracts, to be completely honest, and may not refund you if you pay a little bit more by accident or something like that. So make sure you set up like the variables absolutely correctly. Also, if it took you uh, six months to, to learn React, like Web3 stuff, we need to get you on some Adderall.
Um, no, it took me like six months to realize that I also needed to learn React, that like I couldn't do everything with just Solidity. Oh, yeah, no. Solidity is just the back end. <laughs> if anyone's gets, like trying to get I'm into get that. You want some Adderall, dude? Come on, bro. Dude, no, I mean, they make that. it hey, that's so a easy. Good it should not take six months. I got you. Yeah, I mean, that's the obvious alpha. That's like the college alpha right there. Okay. Let's, let's keep in mind that one, I've never coded anything in my life except for like making my MySpace pretty when I was in middle school. And two. That's awesome, though. That's yeah. Like perfect. So also, like, everyone was just like, Solidity. Like, I did Crypto Zombies three times. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, how the fuck do I make a MetaMask wallet connection on my fucking site? Oh, I need to learn this uh, thing called React. But do I? Yeah, actually but this need is this is programming though. This is exactly. this is programming. Like you, you never learn everything from one tutorial. It's always just like from years of experience of like going to eight million Stack Overflow pages and like accumulating <laughs> random snip snippets of like information from documentation from random X, Y, and Z GitHub page and like. Like this is how you learn to code. It's not. Yeah. It's not like doing no, one tutorial. Googling was Solidity your first language? Uh, yeah. I don't That's even think I fully can say that I'm a Solidity. Like I just have been. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I did. But that's find, but like, that's a, alpha though, I because like now your native in, language is Solidity. I did find a problem in someone's smart contract and like hit them up about it, and now they're like redoing their smart contracts. So that felt cool. okay. Perfect. You're better amazing. than like ninety five percent of smart contract devs already. Yeah, you I'm just, just gotta like, keep going. Yeah, I ended up on Hacker TikTok like two days ago. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? It's a thing that like almost shouldn't be a thing, but also is really dope. So I've been like playing algorithm tests on TikTok for like a year. And then I just started making tutorials where I was like, okay, fuck, it's really easy to edit video on there. Like I don't have time to like do the shit in After Effects. And there's like this one guy that's showing how to hack a fucking le ledger or treasure. Like it's oh, like no, to keep you safe, but then he also did a way where like it's completely undetectable. And I was like, part of me wants to like report this video, even though I'm like very strongly against that. And the other part is like, okay, no, we just need to like get three steps ahead of him and everyone else that's like now talking about this video on fortune. There is responsible disclosure. Like, if you find a vulnerability, especially in something like Ledger, you probably want to tell Ledger and give him a few months before you post it on TikTok. And I don't know if they like warned Ledger in advance, but at least if I came across something like that, I don't think my first reaction would be to post it on TikTok. That's for sure. I'd be trying to like help them fix it because I, I use a Ledger. I'm, I'm sure the person who figured it out uses a Ledger. Do they have like a 10%? Because I know some projects do like 10% of these industry standards for like security exploits. Like whatever that exploit would have cost them as a payout. Oh, Hold on, I think I saved the video. Uh, I don't actually want to tweet it publicly, yeah, but I'll don't. message it to you. Uh, now I'm not gonna be able to sleep at night. I need a second ledger of one to actually store money on and one to fucking ape NFTs on. Oh, you're probably talking about the Thor thing, um, because Thor literally used, uh, like Rune used a function that they literally tell you exactly not to use in the Solidity docs. Uh, like origin origin transaction uh, or origin or whatever they yeah they basically they, they didn't didn't that let like transactions uh it auto approved like every contract to to steal your money basically like anybody could make a contract that transfers your rune. 
No, yeah. it was like hacking the hard. Well, I don't know. It was hacking the hardware in a way that was like undetectable. Uh, one second, let me find it. Do you need physical access to do it, or can you do it remotely? Please send me just physical. <laughs> no physical access. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I, I could care less. As long as they can't do it remotely. No one's touching my ledger. Where do I get like a ledger necklace so it always stays around my neck, right next to my star? No, that's uh, dude. One time I, <laughs> I was like aping into something when Avalanche just launched, but we had like we we're having a party at my house, and I was shit faced. I couldn't find my ledger, and I was like, dude, no one would steal my fucking ledger. Like, what's going on? I was like crawling around on the floor of my room trying to find where it could be. <laughs> oh no! And, and it was in the back of a door. I, I like literally was taking like breathing practices. I was like, it's fine. It's in here. Like just sober up and we'll look forward to tomorrow. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> why don't you have, why don't you have like extra ones just in case this happens? I said it up just super like... quick. Just, it was like right when the MetaMask, uh, or not, excuse me, the Ledger uh, extension had launched for Avalanche, like the official one, official one. Cause it like, well, that wasn't a thing. This was back when like right before, what was that? Uh, Pangolin or Pangolin or whatever dropped in like February. So I set that one up for just the the AVAX or whatever because I was like, uh, I don't really want to deal with all the different apps. Like when you when you browse through, like when you have different chains, I like to get a ledger for like uh, my ETH, like my soul and like my my avalanche. To be honest. Okay, but don't wear it around your neck because that's like a really easy way for people to just be like. I'm going to uh, grab this I was, I was off. joking. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I was, like when I came into oh, this, no. I was, I'm just going to get my seed phrase tattooed on me, like in a code, you know, in a way that no one can find it. And then I got like a lot of horror stories of why I should not have it on my body. Somebody will, will figure it out on 4chan. They'll see a picture of your arm, even if it's like super encrypted and they'll figure it out. Chuba, what's your take on Bitwarden? Do we like? Who? Bitwarden, it's an open source uh, password manager. Oh, I don't use a password manager. <laughs> oh, I don't to use it fair, for like, keys. I, I'm like, I'm everything, talking about for like general. Everything I like log into now just uses Web3. Like, I don't know the last time I logged in with the password outside of my email. I think stuff like Bitwarden is a good compromise if you can remember one long secure password and then randomly generate literally everything else. Like, that's because you can have Bitwarden tied behind like 2FA too. Yeah, nice. it's. I think it's a good solution. I, I hear Keeper is really nice, but it's more for advanced users. Yeah, it's better than what my grandpa uses. So, so I like the sound of this. Dude, my puppy just keeps following me around the house right now. Because I've been just pacing. So fucking cute, dude. Oh my god. On the subject. Oh, I'm so jealous. On the subject of learning, I'm wondering, what's the advice on, like, setting price ranges when you set up a pool? I'm still trying to figure out the price range for, like, this ABC one. Do you want to do, like, narrow, or...? So, the price for... range, on one end of the range, the price is going to be 100% one token. On the other end of the range, it's going to be 100% something else. So, like, are you trying to provide liquidity on ABC123 right now? Yeah. Okay, so, like, the range I have set up, has a min price of 47.6 for ABC123 per Ethereum. So, like, flip, that's, like, 0.175. So, like, that's me saying, like, the minimum price I think it is worth is 175 Ethereum, like, the whole set, because there's 10,000 tokens. 
and I have it at oh, point okay. one seven five. Okay, and then the max price Uniswap V three. Yeah, and the max price okay. I have is point zero two oh nine. So that's like me saying I think like at the point where all my tokens are bought out, the art block set is worth two hundred and nine. Uh, Ethereum, roughly, and I think that's a fair price to to sell out those tokens. Okay, gotcha. Where do I read about ABC one two three? That sounds interesting. What is it like? Fractionalized art blocks or something? Yeah, so we we released fractional today, and one of the um, vaults we offered. Congrats! Thank you. Um, one of the vaults we offered was a full fractionalized set of the curated art blocks, um, and it's the first three series up. So like every art block from Squiggle up to Century basically is in there. Did you guys fractionalize the 16 punks in Punk comic? Punk's comic? Yes. Oh, shit. Nice. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. I've been working with that team a little bit. Um, there's, they're doing some cool stuff over there. Let's go. Yeah, I'm really, really, really excited. Today was a lot of fun, a lot of hype. Um, it blew my expectations out of the water. Yeah, we have 198 holders of ABC one two three, and I was gonna be happy if we had like 100 people who bought it within the first day. So that's kind of cool to see in like the first nine hours or double where I thought we might be. Do you guys offer liquidity incentives? There's not incentives set up right now, other than like you could set a fee, you could set like a curator fee on your vault that pays you out between 1% and 10% of the underlying vault token um, per year. So, like, if you wanted to give yourself, like, an asset under management fee for your vault, you could basically do that. But there's no um, automatic way to, like, wrap that asset under management fee into LPs yet. Because I know NFTX plans on offering, like, pools that incentivize people providing liquidity. I think NFT20 already has a handful of pools that they like. NFTX just, uh, they just actually released, like, you're actually, like, yielding whatever the pool is. So, like, let's say you have, like, a punk ETH pool. You're, like, yielding punk. And it's, like, part of the contract. It's actually pretty interesting. And it's, like, like and same thing with, like, cool cats. You're, so you're not getting NFTX but you're getting whatever like is non ETH in that pool. And that's actually like somewhat sustainable in regard to like not having to mint your own governance token. Wait, I can farm polymorphs with my polymorphs to 10% APR. Oh, this is so yeah. cool. It is cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. And I think it's capped right now at 10% just so that like, we don't do any broke, like, tokenomics like people just do like a hundred thousand percent or something fucking crazy like and we felt that uh locked in the smart contract like from when you create the vault i think so i'm not 100 percent. you know if there's a an upgrade process by chance like say 10 months down the road you guys decide 20 percent is actually more acceptable or do you have to redeploy like fractional v2 the the vaults are locked like we can't yeah, yeah, we'd have to redeploy it. Okay, that makes sense. Because Andy was talking about that earlier, like how the security behind it, like you have to basically just get rid of that attack vector by making them uh, not editable. Right. You can, for V2, you guys should use a DAO and have that be able to set those parameters. That would be my two cent recommendation. 
It's a good one. You know, that doesn't happen overnight. There's a lot to consider there with those exact security implications you're talking about. But the ability to be able to upgrade smart contracts and keep it decentralized is pretty powerful as far as I can tell. All right, boys, I'm about to head out. Everyone have a good one. Bye, Sobe. Love you. Take it easy, Sobe. I wonder if I should end the space. It's been nine it's hours. It's been nine hours. Yeah, I'm peacing out too, fellas. I'm gonna, this end, has I'm been gonna end it. Real, guys. This has been real, bro. It's been a good, right, day. Yeah. A good day. Peace, homies. We shall see you later. Peace, bro. See you, Have a good night. Later. So much for listening to this two-part series with the Fractional Team and Dees. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe on Spotify and iTunes to catch future episodes, and we'll see you in the next spaces.